0: critique.
1: This is the Criterion Creeps podcast. I'm Jared Duncan. RJ, we're just two guys who have no other choice now to creep our way through the Criterion collection, one spine number at a time, in order of release. This week, we're praying to Odin, RJ. Oh, what? Odin. As we watch spine three hundred and twenty-one of the Criterion collection, Ingmar Bergman's "The Virgin Spring" from nineteen sixty. But first, um. I was in the process before before hitting record just now of telling you the definition of girl by.
0: Yeah, so I'm still a little confused. Can you can you look up Google pronounce though? Like, is it girl, is it girl by, or is it girl by? Do you know what I mean? Or is it like girl by? I think it's like girl by. Like girl by. What's the boy version of that? Because I don't want to hit a, I don't want to hit someone with girl by and then boy be- by be labeled, like, inappropriate. Girl by
1: is a term used to dismiss a comment or an accusation made by another person. Could also be directed to a guy.
0: Oh. See, earlier you were talking about females.
1: Well, that's what pops up uh, on on the Google search part. Maybe I should click Mm -hmm. on it. The most upvoted one is the one I just gave you. Because the the one that, if you type in girl by in Google, uh, you get girl whatever... This is said when a girl has mm. confrontation with another female, usually a hater, usually when the hater accuses her of something that isn't true.
0: I don't think whatever has to be confrontational. You could just say that to like to cut the confrontation. Like if someone was starting a fight, a fight you'd be like, whatever, to like end, to but, resolve I mean, it, you that, know? That
1: could escalate
0: things. Whatever, Jared, Gosh. whatever. <laughs> do, do you remember Joe Pesci in That Lethal Weapon when he's like, whatever, whatever? whatever uh, see he he's he's de-escalating things sure are you gonna watch uh, lethal weapon this christmas uh no lethal weapon four yeah. i should say
1: definitely definitely not
0: you don't want to watch the jet lee one
1: no i've seen it it's
0: cr- i know you saw it in theaters all, all, but it's christmas theme so
1: yeah aren't they all
0: yeah it's shane black right yeah
1: oh, yeah you know it <laughs> shane black
0: I brought up Shane Black to someone I work with the other day, and I was like, yeah, all his movies are Christmas. And they're like, "They're like, why is, why would a person do that? <laughs> they're like, why would a person only make Christmas movies but, like, not about Christmas? And I was like, I don't know, dude. I'm not Shane Black. Well, you should, I was like, I'm just telling you what he does.
1: You should uh, warn them about Die Hard.
0: Oh, uh, well, that that was how they... I think that was how it got brought up, too. Someone was like, well, Die Hard. And I was like, yeah, it's like Shane Black movies. Did you see what uh, your buddy Justin... We did last week about Die Hard?
1: I did not. My buddy it, Justin.
0: You know who I'm talking about.
1: Well, I mean, I only know uh friend of the show, Justin
0: Peterson. I'm talking about a uh, leader of the free world, I Justin.
1: I go on.
0: He he had a tweet and it was just like, it, it was about getting vaccinated, but the first line was, Die Hard is a Christmas movie. And then it's like, anyways, it's oh. like everyone should get. And I was like, this piece of shit.
1: This is. This shit. was four days ago
0: see like i don't i know that's JT. like a hot, jt our man i know it's hotly like discussed but it's not who though fucking, it's, who cares is there anyone who doesn't think it's a christmas movie is that just something someone made up to draw yeah, like sure. it drum hap- up attention it, ha- it
1: happens at a fucking christmas party
0: i like, hate it get over it <laughs> well like you know what i mean? no, nobody thinks it's not so it's like <laughs> why why are we even talking about this you know what I mean? I don't know. Justin?
1: I, we're talking about it now and and because our prime minister, he just
0: <laughs> just can't help himself. He just can't help himself. What do you think he's going to go as uh, for, oh, no, wait. I was oh. going to say for Halloween this
1: year. <laughs> well, I don't know.
0: Well, <laughs> oh, I guess we'll have to wait until next year to find out, eh? <laughs> so we're going to have to wait a while. Damn. <laughs> yeah, 10 months ago. go. Damn. We, we missed it. We missed it, Jer. Damn. Oh, well. How are well, tricks? Again, How are
1: tricks, RJ? Ooh,
0: for me? Yeah. Tricks are for kids, buddy. Yeah. Or uh, tricks are what uh, whores do for money. <laughs> Illusions, <laughs> Michael. Remember that zinger, Jared? Uh-huh. Is the rest of development still okay to watch, or people have people turned on that? Oh, I think
1: people still adore the the original run.
0: The original ones? Yeah. Just, it's just Jeffrey Tambor is a little bit questionable now? Is that all it is, do you think? <sighs> is he yeah because he got in trouble because he was um he was abusive to female coal stars or something like that i see eh, yeah yeah uh yeah i'm good <laughs> great <laughs> i'm Outsta- a, i'm, I'm on christmas break Jarrett.
1: fantastic and how how are you uh spending
0: your time uh i actually i had some work to catch up on so well, the last I, couple, I was i was I trying to get work, work from home status you know um I'm, I'm just catching up on it a little bit and I hope uh, I did a little the last two days. I'll do a little bit more tomorrow and then uh, I should be good from Christmas to New Year's where I can just relax. How do you think I should spend my time? I could uh, I could finish Millennium, which I'm going to do. Yep. Start ripping into a new show, potentially a new space adventure.
1: Uh, the same old space adventure but yeah. with, a, but with a new twist.
0: But a, a sleeker, hotter version of that space adventure is what I've been told Enterprises. is. Mm. the hot version of ba- Trek. Bacula. That hot bacula action. Uh, I don't know. I could watch some movies. I could read books. I could play games. What, what do you want to hear about most?
1: Uh, none of it. Okay. Yeah. It's going to go by so fast you won't get any of it done.
0: That's true. That's true. Maybe I, ju- I should just sort through my shit and throw stuff out. Probably be a better use of time, hey?
1: Well, all you have left is Bane. So, I mean, I don't know what else you've got left to throw out.
0: No, I still have that Batman statue. That
1: M- Man-, rid- Man spider?
0: No, I'm not going to get rid of that. I've had that since I was... Well, a I mean,
1: you have, you have it left. I mean, I'm not saying yeah. you have to get rid of it. It's just... Well, it's, it's, it's... <laughs>
0: What else do I got up there? I got a Bucky O'Hare. Yeah. I got a Stay Puffed. I got a uh, Killer Moth. That guy's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um... Uh, I got that lion and that tiger fighting that you didn't really like that one time. Oh yeah. They're, they're fighting Jarrett. Yeah. It's nature. Yeah. It's nature. All right. It's nature. Uh, yeah, I don't know. What was I going to say? I've been catching up, doing chores, sleeping in. What about you, Jarrett? you still at work? Yeah. Slaving away. Damn. Is anyone even at your place of business anymore? Or did they rush everyone out?
1: Uh, yeah, no, they're, the the kids are all at home. Mm -hmm. Um, for the Which holidays, nice. uh, you know, picking up some Omicron, maybe mm-hmm. they'll uh, maybe on their way home, they'll, they'll spread a little bit of that joy along the way. But uh, or you know, would
0: they even be coming home if they're moving to online? Well, that's, the... that's, I was just
1: going to say that uh, we're going to be online for a couple of weeks. Oh, they've already announced it. So yeah, yeah, yeehaw! But you know what that means for me? Nothing. Nothing. It means I'll be going into the office every day, and because. Uh, it's, it's much like in night of the living dead the basement is the safest place um so yeah. uh, that's my my job is the basement
0: uh your but, job but, is but i'm the not basement.
1: but i'm not a a, a horrible racist man <laughs> so, yeah yeah so
0: sometimes yeah if you would describe yourself as any room with a house what would you be? like personality wise Ooh,
1: personality wise i
0: mean like are you a basement as a person or are you more of like a is a basement a room like a guest room it's kind more of a guy? it's a floor yeah but i mean i think the way we in canada talk about basements basements like the rumpus room
1: you're talking about the rumpus the rec room
0: the, the rec room that's a that's a basement as a whole that's your whole basement the that's got rumpus room what a you know where you have a, a
1: rumpus what a
0: filthy filthy expression the rumpus room the rumpus room i think basement counts as one place not like because you know my basement. I there's a room, and then we have our cat's room, and then we have the laundry room. That's all part of the I feel basement.
1: Like a, I feel like I'm a crawlspace, aren't
0: you? are a crawlspace. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there, <laughs> there's <laughs> use for it, but it's a, it's really <laughs> difficult to get to.
1: And then you never know where I'm going to come from next.
0: <laughs> just, ah, what's that movie? Bad <laughs> Ronald or yeah.
1: what is... Is the, Bad Ronald's one of those
0: films. I think you're. I think that's a pretty accurate description of you. Is you're you're Craw- a crawlspace. Crawl space, crawl
1: space Duncan.
0: There's a there's a lot of good use out of it. It's just you're 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 hard to navigate around. You know, like you're always kind of ducking and crouching and like crawling with the. There's no lights down there, and you're like, huh,
1: what? You'll find uh, like uh, animals come inside of me to crawl up there and die.
0: Yeah, Uh, sometimes
1: there's sometimes questionable smells.
0: Oh, there's always those. Mm -hmm. What do you keep in your crawl space? Uh, or is that a Patreon exclusive? Should we Yeah, I'll sh- I'll show you. Okay. And then put the link to the Patreon here. And nice Okay, mm-hmm. just edit that out. Okay, perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How much do you think people would pay to see your for all space? <laughs> uh you Well, I'm serious though. Have you ever started have you ever thought of starting an OnlyFans? Uh,
1: I know I know you bring it up
0: frequently. Yeah. Yeah, I I actually, I made the mistake, I brought it up at work one time in the staff room, and I was like, I would do it, but I was like, I was like, but like a really mild version, like showing where the best public washrooms are in town or something, that's what my OnlyFans would be, but a lot of people are like, the fact that you know this much about OnlyFans, they were like, put off by that, and I was like, it's not just for porn, you guys, you guys, you pervert, I was like, could you imagine if you had some like a resource like that? It's like these are the safe places to go to the bathroom. These yeah. are the not safe places to yeah, go to the bathroom. Yeah, there's there's some legit uh, reasons to use OnlyFans. Do you think if we started one, do you think half of the people who like did the trial run did it because they thought there would be nudity on there and then would bail eventually? <laughs> yeah. We could put nudity on there. Yeah, you have to have things like enter my crawl space. Yeah. <laughs> says so that's the page and it's like people are like, Oh oh yeah. What was that uh what was that weird fan fiction stuff you were talking about that was like erotica?
1: Slash fic?
0: Yeah. <laughs> I never Googled it. I don't I don't wanna I don't want Google to know that I don't wanna get targeted ads for it, so I still don't know what it is. Oh damn. So anyways, <laughs> what's new with you, Jared?
2: Uh,
1: I don't know. I mean it's uh Christmas time.
2: Mm -hmm. that's fast Mm -hmm.
1: approaching so you know there's lots of uh emails and questions concerns uh plans uh people you know fretting about Uh, i'm getting a booster shot next week
0: Ooh, i'm uh andy and i are scheduled for the 27th
1: Ooh, well might even see you there buddy
0: is that when you're going yeah oh early or late afternoon morning uh, we're in. We're afternoon crew. Ah, jeez. Ah, but we, we it, by might... then it'll
1: be too late.
0: I know. We actually there's a really good pharmacy over on like that south end or the west end over here that was uh, doing walk-in. So we might try to go tomorrow if we can, and then we'd cancel our other one. But uh, I don't know. The sooner, the better. Am I right?
1: Yeah, I mean, but by the time uh, everyone's already hung out, because that seems yeah. to be the. Uh... The, key. The, the suggestion from uh, from yeah. the from the proper authorities, it's like, yeah, you just go do whatever you want for Christmas, but after that, we're going to take this very seriously. Yeah.
0: Hasn't that been what they've been doing for two years? It's like, all right, guys, one, we're going to give one you more this holi- one more holiday.
1: We're going to give you one more holiday. We'll they, give
0: you one more, and then like we're, we mean it. We'll we'll do it. We'll do it next time. I swear. We will we'll really do it, d- man.
1: Maybe after the nine Christmas parties you've gone to, uh, then we're gonna be very stern
0: well I mean only if you hit all nine if you if you hit eight then yeah. gotta get them in man but New
1: year's that's it it's over
0: yeah well hey Laker only sold until 10 o'clock now so what are those new year's people gonna do they're gonna have to pile into a house together instead I guess well that that would be illegal rj i mean oh well, yeah you tell that to people that'd be illegal
1: tell. They, they, and they definitely would enforce that they could, they might they could might crack your head wide open. Mm. Mm. So I've heard. Yeah. No. There's they, some of won't. They they don't
0: give. They a shit. don't do that. No. <laughs> I actually I know someone who did get uh who did like during last year's lockdowns he had like six people or he had like yeah he had people over and uh, they gave him a warning so mm. and then they they didn't have to break up the party I think because <laughs> like. I the, wasn't there because the damage is
1: already done
0: yeah I wasn't there I just heard this secondhand so you know yeah. It happens. It happens. There was yeah. something I was going to tell you. Something weird that happened to me this last week. Oh, man. This is what I live for. How, you have to remember this stuff. Yeah, I know. I can't remember what it was. Maybe I was... It was either me selling something online that was...
1: <laughs> what, were you, you sell- you know, what, what were you selling online?
0: I'm trying to sell a TV right now. Uh, Andy and got us a new TV, which is very nice of her. Because our TV is getting a little crackly. Oh. Oh, I don't think it was that though. I'm I'm looking through our old messages here to see if there was something that happened. Oh, you want to hear something that really? Okay, I did a, I did kind of a Karen thing this oh, weekend. Oh, you? What did you do? Well, okay, so Saturday I was a little tired. I had a couple soda pops the night before, so I was a little dried out on Saturday. Yeah. And I had to go get uh, groceries and shit. So on my way, sometimes if I'm like a little tired out, uh, I'll get I'll get a couple double cheeseburgers on my way to the grocery store. Some McDoubles, you know. And uh I got one. Did I send you the picture of this? I'm going to send you this picture right now. Right now. So, so I got one of these, I got a couple of these double cheeseburgers and it's like I know you don't drink but like if you did drink and you were hurting, you'd know how how important like a McDonald's McDouble would be, right? This is uh, This is the McDouble I was served.
1: What what is that on top? Onions. The, they they missed?
0: They missed. <laughs> No, that was intentionally done. Very much so. Look at the placement of those onions. A mound of onions put on top of the burger and pressed <laughs> into the top of the burger. That was very intentional. But why? I don't know, Jared. I don't know. But <laughs> oh. you, you know what the thing that really got me was? was um when, they, when I was handed the bag, the guy was very, very sincere. He was like, you have a really great day.
1: Oh, you pissed him off,
0: buddy. And I was like, oh, wow i was like what what nice treatment here i was like that's incredible i was like you have a great day too and then i pulled into the parking lot to eat them in my car like an animal you know
2: yeah. and
0: um i i saw that and i went the fuck is this so this <laughs> is absolute horseshit so my karen moment was i tweeted the picture of it to mcdonald's canada just because i wanted them to know i said I, I said i'm not really sure what you guys were planning or what the goal of this one was and so they uh they wanted the details of where i was and which <laughs> restaurant and all that stuff oh, and no and uh, they offered up a, a free large sandwich Sand- for my
1: troubles. a sandwich
0: a free large sandwich for my troubles i don't think i'm gonna take them up on that i just i felt compelled to tell them i wanted them to know that people people be fucking around at mcdonald's
1: well so, uh, I, I i hope that uh you really like cost someone their job, RJ. I hope you. I hope you stuck it to well,
0: one. well, you know, if you're gonna be fucking <laughs> piling up onions on the outside of a burger, maybe you do need to get fired. Maybe, maybe you need some reality in your life.
1: Uh, maybe. Well, they work at McDonald's. I mean, who gives a shit? Don't <laughs> I mean, do?
0: I eat at McDonald's. I know,
1: yes, then that's your mistake.
0: <laughs> I oh I taco times never oh who oh be
1: oh oh <laughs> whoa 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 so. Yeah, I, I forgot to mention. I forgot. now, okay. This is like, this is serious stuff. Um, because like all this, you know, we, we talk a lot, you know, every week about COVID. People yeah. talk about supply chains and shit. And I'm like, oh. you know what? I've never been. I've never been sick. I, I I do what I'm told. I got I got my shots and I'm up to date. Um, mm-hmm. but you know, finally, COVID came home to roost, and. uh Today. Today, RJ. Yeah. <laughs> I went to Taco time. And there was a sign on the class. Was it yellow to sauce? No, it said that they were limiting hot sauce. They were they wow. they're rationing because of supply shortages.
2: Oh my <laughs> god. So how many did they give
1: oh my god, you? They gave me only three. Three I...
0: I gotta mention these hot sauces. They come in those like little containers. Like an, so like, like I think for I think for a, a normal customer, I think one is what it's issued. <laughs> oh. So usually Jared is probably like Give me, like eight of those. Five. Five,
1: <laughs> and that fifth one's like kind of like a backup just in case because yeah. it, de- it depends on the consistency of the right. sauce, but. Yeah, I've I've been hearing rumblings about this. I've been hearing this from people, yeah. you know on the on the down low, saying Wait, you know you... there's problems, there's supply chain problems. Yeah, you might not, you might walk in and you might not be able to get your sauce. And there's even a thing at the bottom saying, uh, uh, please, p- uh, please forgive us if we're unable to give you sauce. Well, I'm like, wow. well, you know, if that were to happen, I would leave. If I knew if yeah. I, if I knew they didn't have sauce, I'd be like, oh, I'm out, I'm out hmm. because. This food's inedible without it, so it's like this, well, the is, sauce this is the thing. This is important because yeah. uh, they just changed their chicken. Uh, they used to oh. it used to be like a marinated chicken, so it was a little like tenderer. Uh, but sometimes they wouldn't like drain off the chicken before they put it in, so sometimes you get like marinate dripping out the bottom of the burrito, which is really unpleasant. However, yeah. it it would kind of season the chicken, but now. This is just some, like, fucking dry old chicken that they're throwing in, and then they microwave it, so it's even drier when you get there. It's got, I don't know, it's it might be a little fresher, but mm. uh, in combination with me having to partition out my, my sauce, RJ, <laughs> I was mm-hmm. like, what, what is this all for? <laughs> what are we doing here? Why, damn it? Why? I mean, this might not even be uh, from the COVID thing. This could be from uh, the floods in BC. It's
0: possible, but so okay. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm sorry for your loss, Jared. I know that's a big thank you. To a, but
1: I think I'm, I'm glad you understand my
0: plight. But I do know that you're something of a local celebrity at that taco time. So they know. Is that they, why they, that they, why they gave you three sauces? Probably. There? Probably, they are like, "Listen, bud, we're they, supposed they, they to probably, give out one easy." They probably
1: but... realize that might because I I guarantee you, if they like, this is the type of place, guys, people, mm-hmm. ladies and germs. Um, if they fucked up and like changed that sauce, or t- mm-hmm. they're they're out of business in a year. Yeah, that, that this is like this is all they it's got. The
0: reason people go, it's it's yeah.
1: I mean, there's people I've seen order they don't even get hot sauce.
0: Ah, oh, that's nuts. And
1: nuts, I'm nuts. like. What the fuck's wrong with you?
0: Also, yeah, I mean that's crazy. I should say too, this is the kind of place that if Jarrett stopped his patronage there, if he stopped going, they'd have to cut a full employee. I think. Yeah, because because you're you, you're getting you're getting that sauce. You're it, it's a sale they can depend on. They know it's coming. Oh no, yeah, like, we, we can base this. No, yep. it's coming. Well, yeah, that's too bad. I heard uh, Japan is um the McDonald's are rationing their French fries. I, I because of the BC floods. Yeah,
1: I guess that's where their potatoes come
0: from. Who I mean, knew? Who knew? What Idaho doesn't have any? Like, what's that about? You know, uh, not the right price. <laughs> Damn. 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 Yeah. So uh, we'll see what uh, what treasure gets taken away from what, us next. What next?
1: Yeah, exactly. What next? What next?
0: you are gonna start throttling internet soon. They're gonna say, "Hey guys, listen, <laughs> things are getting tight out we're, there." We're
1: gonna start getting tiered systems, baby.
0: Just, mm-hmm. just as the free market demands. Hey, laissez faire, baby! Hands off! <laughs> Hands off! Get your own sandwich. Get your own sandwich. Well, interesting. That's a uh, that's a bummer for you. It I is.
1: I mean, I, I can't yeah. think of a bigger tragedy.
0: See, and this is it, this anywhere. only this only increases my point, or like more for more weight for it is that they should sell that sauce. At the grocery store, like how McDonald's sold Big Mac sauce. Well, you if know, they bottled that. Would you not go buy they, six they, bottles well, of it? Well, they
1: they started selling it by like I don't know, by, by vats of it at, yeah. at the place, which is maybe part of the problem. Maybe they <laughs> maybe they uh, dipped too deep into like their actual like stock, and now it's like, oh shit, we're out. Me? No one's gonna buy our uh, our terrible burritos <laughs> and bad, bad bad tacos with 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 the sauces out here because they do because folks they don't put the sauce on the food you have to like do it yourself which is fine. yeah because because you know what they know there's these people that go it's too spicy mm-hmm. and they, they, those people are like they're fucking babies yeah and they don't know a good thing
0: it's not spicy it's not
1: spicy at it's all it's not spicy it's too spicy too
0: spicy. It- Actually, I think you might have a good point. Like, if they could buy the vat of it, maybe there's a guy, an even bigger Taco Time guy out there named Dun- uh, Duncan J. Francis. And maybe this individual has been buying vats of this stuff, and that's why they have to uh, what, cut what, what,
1: what room in the house would he be?
0: Duncan J. Francis? Is he the attic? Hmm... I feel like he's like one of the half baths. You know, like one of those closet bathrooms that's just a toilet and a sink and nothing else, and it's got like oh, a man. little door that's like in the wall. Yeah. That's Duncan J. Francis. Yeah. Or a guest room.
1: It's yeah. it's where all the spiders live.
0: Yeah. That or a very bare guest room. It's like a mattress on the floor with a phone charger and it's like here up mm-hmm. your cell phone. Actually that might be where Shitty Bill lives.
1: Right right by the cat box
0: right by the cat boxes it's like yeah there's some litter boxes here just just don't don't get in the it's way just, of those
1: okay you're laying in your sleeping bag on the on, on the foam mattress and then like you hear that like sand like sound like someone's digging through a sandbox like and then did and then you hear this explosion as the, the cat goes bursting out of the little uh, shitty glue, and it's just oh, like yeah. feel a little paws, and you feel like little grains like sand falling on you you're like is that the sand man
0: he said, "Bring me a dream." He's, he's, he's sprinkling in my eyes. He's trying to make the guy you see next the cutest you ever seen. Jared.
1: And then you realize that that cat doesn't know how to bury its own shit, and now just smells uh, like shit.
0: Yeah, I mean that's a pet lazy, tax.
1: lazy cat. Pet <laughs> lazy, tax. lazy cats.
0: Yeah, I mean, what would you rather do? Scoop boxes, like even half-covered turds, or would you rather just pick up full turds in the in the <laughs> yard, like, like around? Yeah. Oh, there's one. Just here in there. Uh, You say, oh, Ross goes up to no good again, you rascal.
1: Thank goodness for domestication.
0: Yeah. I mean, that helps. That does help. A a great deal.
1: Hey, you want to hear about emails? Speaking of females? Negative. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, I'm still on board. It's a big old man zone here. Hmm. Hmm. Let's delve into that manhole. Oh,
0: his hole? Keegan Day. Keegan Day? Like Keegan Michael Key? Uh,
1: Ke- Keegan Day, of VL, who's uh follower line. on Letterboxd. is
0: it anyways? Letterboxd. No. Letterboxd? Okay. Uh,
1: wrote this actually last week as we finished up r- recording.
0: Uh, a little too early?
1: Well, too late or too early. One or the yeah. other. However, it's gotcha. just on time now.
0: Perfect, beautiful. With
1: an email entitled "Email." Ooh, I like that. Hey, creepers! I've been listening to the podcast for a few months and decided to email
0: mm. and say thanks
1: for the entertainment that makes the day and wow. shifts a little easier here and there, and also to recommend recommend my favorite movie, Blast Fighter. But you guys might be too busy having a blast with all these Criterion's, <laughs> oh. I'm sure. Wow, look what he did there. Well, also.
0: Fighter,
1: eh? Uh yes. I'll check uh, it out while you continue. Also, what are your favorite Italian rip-off exploitation movies? Mine is Blast Fighter. <laughs> I've never
0: heard of Blast Fighter, Jared, have you? I have. Oh, and hey, I'm uh, a
1: and, uh, Let me tell you, I just I just watched it a few days like... ago. It's on, oh. U- it's on YouTube.
0: And does it hold up?
1: I'll get there. Okay. There.
0: Okay. 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 That's fine. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna
1: pull up my uh, Italian cinema list. The things I've watched. Uh, okay. Apparently, the highest, sorry, the most popular Italian film I've ever watched is Cinema Paradiso.
0: Cinema Paradiso. Yeah. Is that just straight ever. Italian film? Uh, yeah, it is.
1: Uh, and that number two is Eight and a Half, and then number three is B- Bicycle Thieves. Ah. Salo is number five.
0: Salo. I got to find Italy on my my map here. Okay. My world map. Remember, it's the little boot. That's the sound it makes, too. Fuck. Where is Italy (laughs) on the map? It's the boot. It's the boot. The boot. Okay, hold on. Highlight. Ten films. Oh, this is just from this last year uh maybe i should just pick one of these day of the beast let's say that
1: day of the beast
0: (laughs) wait what was the actual criteria for this movie
1: uh it's gonna be an uh, italian ripoff slash exploitation movie
0: fuck i i don't i don't have enough in here to piece all that together i mean it
1: depends on how you feel about uh fulci i
0: guess some of his stuff i mean some of it's just
1: horror movies
0: i like fulci stuff but are they ripoffs at all
1: yeah, I mean, there's like the there's like all the not mad the not Mad Max movies. I think mm. there's that one Night of Terror that I, you watch involving the rat people at the very end. Oh, I mean, yeah, I yeah. like rat people. Yeah, but then they're also setting rats on fire prior to that.
0: Oh yeah, I wouldn't have been on board with that. Yeah. Uh, uh, I don't boss. know. I'm looking at Italian movies here, and I don't know any of these things that fit this criteria. I'm just gonna say no. <laughs> no. I'm gonna say pass, no Italian movies for me, please. No Italians. What about the Hellbenders? Is that an Italian ripoff of something? That's a Western. But is it an Italian no. ripoff of Western? Nah, that doesn't count. That's just a Western. It's popping up in my Italy list here, Jared. Of course it is. Um let's see. Not beyond the dumpness. I don't want to... What about Dark Waters? Is that a ripoff of something? Is that Italian? No. Well what the Letterboxd isn't even right half the time. What is this? It's telling me films produced in Italy. You're talking about 2019 after the fall of New York, right? Is yeah. Is that the rap movie? Yeah, that think, movie was cool.
1: Night, Night of Terror. I think it's, yeah. Whatever the hell. It's got like all these. They all have those crazy names.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, wait a minute. It...
1: No, 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 no. 2019 after the fall of New York. Not that one.
0: Yeah. It's not That's that. what I was saying. It's not yeah. that movie. I just saw the poster
1: a... of it. I just assume that oh, you were, okay. you'd be looking at the right. That is that is a not Mad Max movie of which I've seen yes. uh, several. How many of them are Italian? Ooh, there's twenty twenty uh, Texas Gladiators, Exterminators of the Year three thousand, The New Barbarians. Ooh, how how
0: how new were these barbarians? Uh, not that new. Ah, uh, I hear ya. Hey, I think I actually have an answer for you. Hmm. Tentacles.
1: Yeah, for the sweet, sweet
0: music. That's got to be a Jaws ripoff, right? <laughs>
1: wow, well, probably, sure. Pro- oh, probably? Just claim that. What year did it come out?
0: Tentacles, 77.
1: Oh, yeah, 100%.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Tentacles is awesome. It's got yeah, that score yeah, in the mo- oh, see,
1: the, the movie. See, the movie with the rats is Rats, Night of Terror, which is uh, Bruno Mattei and Claudio Fragasso.
0: Bruno Matai, that piece of shit. Yeah. If I had a nickel, let me tell you. I mean, he also directed Cruel Jaws. Cruel Jaws? Cruel Jaws. Could could Jaws get any crueler, though? He was already pretty mean. Well, he's a shark. Well, I guess it was instinct, right? It's not It's not a matter of, you know, whether he wanted to, he I, had to.
1: My My favorite is Shocking Dark, a.k.a. Terminator 2.
0: Oh, that's that weird one, right? In a
1: polluted future, Venice researchers work to improve the situation. (laughs) Good for them. One day, (laughs) unknown forces start killing them. A team of soldiers and a couple of civilians is sent to investigate. Soon, they encounter strange, murderous creatures.
0: How strange were they?
1: I don't know. I've never seen it. Hmm. Hmm. Sam Sanchez gave it two and a half stars. That's pretty hot praise from him, no? No. Uh, 2.5 not that good. Not that good
0: mm-hmm. at all. Well, 2.5 not bad though.
1: It's not good.
0: Hey, I I went down a rabbit hole here for a second. Okay. So, I was at Tentacles and I went to the composer cuz Tentacles has a really good com- like yeah. Like compose like or I don't know, music. The score in that movie is awesome. So I found this movie here. I'm going to send, send you the link to it. It's just got a very strange written synopsis. I'm going to read it to you. The particular, this is from Memoria, from Ooh. Francesco Mansion. The particular storyline concerns memory, specifically the transference of chief scientist Professor Ulops' memories to a mentally vacant physical subject. Considering this is a banal ideal, and more or less certainly to go horribly wrong, the alternative ataviscus at a Vistic title. Beast shouldn't look in the mirror, Hints how. The visuals had better be good if the story is to keep the audience's interests and against expectations they actually are. So, like, it's like strain of thought, kind of. Someone was just talking about what the movie was, and then they're like, ah, it's a banal idea. It doesn't really seem that good.
2: Well, <laughs> better
0: look good, at least. I guess it does. It's just kind of strange. Just thought I should bring that up to you. Okay. Yeah, I saw right. it.
1: It's a very, right. uh... St- Compelling poster.
0: Yeah, that's why I clicked on. I said, "What the hell is this? Porno?
1: <laughs> is this porno? What well, is this your porno? So well, it's not mine, but w- welcome to the club, Keegan. Of pornos? Uh, the the let the email club.
0: Oh yeah, that's a good club too. The best not the porno. Club.
1: The best club. Some would say. Some would say. Next up. Yeah. Speaking of, Mad Max ripoffs. We got Maximus Mansteel. Holy shit.
0: Haven't heard from that guy in a while.
1: With an email entitled, The Return of Maximus Mansteel.
0: Is that the voice you're going with? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> it's fine. I just wanted to double yeah. check. That's so all. I
1: have to try out different things once in a while.
0: I hear ya. I you. I hear you. Keep ya.
1: feeling your toes.
0: I hear ya. I noticed.
1: The man who needs no nickname is back. Where have I been? <laughs> Pumping the iron? Ooh. On top-secret government missions abroad. Ooh. Living a perfectly average life, working and consistently forgetting to write into a podcast. Ooh. I'm not saying, but it definitely can't be the last option. I mean, or could it? I had to make a point to write in this time because I've reached a very Jared-esque milestone. Oh, no. Upon my writing this, I have just logged my 1,000th film for the year in the boxed Once the initial satisfaction of seeing that number gave way to creeping depression, I knew just who I could contact or relate to. So, since I know someone has gone down this path before, I'd like to ask, when does my hatred for movies consume me? But my real question is this. I'd like Jared to put a number on what it would cost to get him to rewatch everything he's logged on Letterboxd. And I mean everything. Shorts, films, all the BS Don't get your hopes up, because I'm not actually going to contribute anything to the Make Jarrett Miserable Fund. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I just want to know what price you'd put on such a huge undertaking, and I'd like to hear you agonize at the thought of all the garbage you'd have to revisit. Have a great show, guys.
0: I mean, it's a good idea. I think I'm going to speak for you and say, only way you could rewatch everything that you've watched already is if you probably... Were paid a year's salary because you'd probably have to take a year's off work to well that's to what I get, watch I, it all. That's
1: actually pretty close to what I was going to say. I mean, I year's to, salary every every time, like for however long uh, it takes. I, I I would I would have yeah. to have my lifestyle subsidized.
0: I agree. No, yeah. I agree. So, are you going to do? I'm
1: not, do no, it? I'm not, I'm not even, I don't want to get rich doing this, but I should because thinking yeah. about the 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 trauma. Yeah, um, I agree. Afterwards, I wouldn't be able to do anything else ever again. So mm-hmm. maybe maybe it's mm-hmm. gotta be like a, a pretty high price.
0: I think it's gotta be high ish. Yeah. Like let's see here. Yeah, it's oh. not something you can't just do that. <laughs> let me just uh,
1: let me just crunch the numbers
0: here. Do
1: <laughs> So with that carry the carry the decimal. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I've been doing this shit for a decade, RJ. Oh.
0: And You've been doing the math for a decade. Well,
1: I've been doing letterboxed for that. Oh moment. right, uh, almost it's a long time, almost ten years. Um, it's a long time. Uh, give me a million dollars. Sure, I agree. No, give me a million dollars. Not give me. This is oh Oh Like, this is, like this give is a, me. This is a robbery.
0: Oh. Uh, okay, I don't have it, but uh, whoever wrote in the next email might.
1: Maybe, maybe. You know them well, as. Welcome back, Maximus.
0: Oh, yes, yes. Welcome back.
1: And next up, uh-huh. Joseph T. Joe T? I don't know, no Joe T. Hey, creeps. Street mm-hmm. Fighting Joe here. Or Ooh. Joe Street Fighter. It was unclear. First off, mm-hmm. that RJ's full of shit, man. Fort <laughs> Collins is a full 90 minutes from downtown Denver. My wife said I could get fucked if I thought we were going to drive a full three hours round trip to get a burrito.
0: Uh, so, no okay. go
1: there. Nevertheless, thanks for the tips, uh, if, even if they didn't uh, pan out.
0: Okay, well, number one, I would look at this lady, and I mean, in all earnesty, tell her, are you in, or are you in the way? Just say that to her, and then maybe grab your genitals. Say, right here. <laughs> your what? Say, right here you heard it and just say are you in or are you in the way and if she says she's in the way then you just go all right i'll see you in three hours i'm gonna go get a burrito i'll be right back
1: they, you know what i mean just, here well just drop her off at the salon
0: well let her let her in the mall like downtown denver mall or something be like all right babe deal with the omicron i'm gonna go where there's gonna be like two people in one room tops I'm gonna just go drive to this place, get a burrito, and in my mind it's six. It's like less than sixty minutes, but maybe maybe it's a little bit more. Yeah, it's probably almost surely a little bit more, but I don't know. I would just give her a real stern talking yeah. to, and if she leaves, don't blame us. Just blame uh, <laughs> blame yourself. <laughs> I but, don't know. So That's too bad. again, it been more
1: good. more great
0: advice from RJ here. Just say, are you in or are you in the way? That's all you got to say. That's all you got to say.
1: In any case, are there any movies you two watch around Christmas that aren't designated Christmas movies? I know a guy who watches Ken Burns' baseball every year. Good Lord. Mm -hmm. And I always find myself rewatching Galaxy Quest for some reason. Not a Mm. pine tree to be found, but something comforting always draws me to it.
0: Yeah. Uh, is there a way I could sort for movies I've seen based on just December? I don't uh, think so.
1: I mean, you could probably do it pretty quick because it's the last month of the year. Mm-hmm. And if you look at your uh, diary by year, Years. You, sh- you should be able to narrow it down that way. So like for me, I, for instance, I'm doing it right now. I'm going to jump to, uh, say, 2011. And I'm going to see what I was watching around that point in time. How about The Thing?
0: uh things are a good christmas movie sure
1: yeah sure. Be, It's it's like it's a chilly movie
0: yeah i mean i'm i'm fine with that i'm fine with that uh let's see what i've watched a lot um i mean lord of the rings kind of just because those yeah. were released. they were released at I, christmas
1: I, I feel like that's very much turned into kind of a christmas movie for a lot of people
0: they're unofficial christmas movies actually just like harry potter i guess for that matter like there there's always a christmas scene in there but th- those movies are supposed to be the whole year because they got I scarves think. i think i think it's
1: the clothing yeah. is looks very mm-hmm. kind of warm it's kind of fall yeah and it's like you'd wear those you get with them on a nice warm december day sure th- if you're living sure. in a, a cold climate mm-hmm.
0: yeah i'd say lord of the rings and harry potter's are probably my like most likely, to be honest. Yeah, I
1: I think I have watched uh, L.A. Confidential a few times on Christmas. It it has, it starts on Christmas Day though, so it is a cheat because mm. it, 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 there's these people who would be who force it. It's like well, it's a Christmas movie. It's like it's not like pff, yeah, like ten minutes are on Christmas.
0: Yeah, I mean I'm with you on that. That's kind of like um, I really like Trading Places. That is a Christmas movie, but it focuses more on like leading to new year's it's just christmas stuff at the same time kind of but that still counts that still counts mm-hmm. uh any adam sandler movie probably any
1: adam sandler film
0: any any adam sandler film what, let's see what, what i was watching what, what, december what, of 2015 what about
1: the hobbit the desolation of smog
0: <laughs> no probably not yeah probably not that one jared uh tango and cash is that a Christmas movie? i don't know let's just say that it was tango and cash oh you know what's a really good christmas movie is um tango commando and payback Mm -hmm. and the rockies the rockies are i well those ones actually one of them does take place in christmas right rocky three or is it rocky four takes place during christmas i i don't know (laughs) i don't remember i think one of them does Think. What, about e- what about emperor of the north Jared? is that a christmas film
1: uh i mean it
0: sounds oh. like it sounds like it should be well it's got lee marvin in it yeah it's about uh hobo number one like number one in our hearts or number one in general uh, to, just, i mean of all time oh okay is that yeah. good <laughs> uh, i guess
1: uh lastly, what's a beloved Christmas movie you just hate? Personally, I can't stand home alone. I think I just side with the criminals and want Joe Pesci to take a bat to that brat's face. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Merry Christmas. hope you both had, have a good one. Well, thank you, Joe. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, RJ, uh, do, do you want to beat McCulloch Culkin to death? And if not,
0: Why? If not, like I have to justify why I don't want to. Yeah. Um. No. What,
1: what about, about no? What about throwing them?
0: Uh, yeah, I'd be fine with that. I'd be fine with throwing someone. Mm-hmm.
1: Really, um, really hard against the wall, breaking their yeah, neck. Yeah,
0: I would try. You know, a movie I, I'm not a huge fan of, and it's not—it's not even a hate. I just—I've never been like, eh. Is a uh, Scrooged, the Bill Murray one.
1: Me I, too, actually. I've always been like,
0: it, it's like it's fine, but it's not. People I are way too into it. Don't,
1: yeah, I agree. I, I've never, I've, I've always wanted to like that movie way more than I do.
0: Also, though, probably Die Hard. Since I've mentioned it earlier, <laughs> Die Hard is fine, but it's like there's so many people just Die Hard's a Christmas movie, and I go, I know, and they go, Die Hard's a Christmas movie, and I go, I know. The diehard fans are like the Fight Club fans out there, Jared. They're, they're starting to weigh me down a little bit, where it's like, mm-hmm. ugh. I say nah. I say too much. Too much. It's too much. You, you got to say that with an accent. That's the way Joe T would want you to do it. It's too much. You know hmm. what I mean, Jared?
1: I'm trying to find a, a Christmas movie that I hate. Hate?
0: What about the one I just mentioned, Jer? What so about the Die I Hard? I don't
1: hate Scrooge. I don't hate Die Hard.
0: Neither do I. Well, I, I just hate the Die Hard people, but I don't mm-hmm. hate Scrooge. I just think Scrooge isn't that good.
1: Are you, are you going to watch The Family Man?
0: Uh, we did like a year ago. I thought, or... I, thought you, I
1: thought you were going to watch it, but then you like stopped watching it.
0: No, we we did a year ago or the year before, and it was very good.
1: Okay, I just remember like you guys were like half watching it, and then it's like if you ran out of time, and then the like you there was some excuse that you gave. Oh, I
0: think we, I think we watched it. Okay, all right. Let me see the fan. Let me tell you exactly when I watched this son of a bitch. I watched it December twenty third, twenty eighteen, and I tagged it as a Jarrett pick. Okay. No, Family Man's a good show. Ooh, you know what's bad is it's the uh,
1: Jim Carrey Christmas Carol.
0: Oh yeah, I remember you talking about that. That is
1: that. Speaking of Hobbit, Desolation mm. of Smog, uh, that it's scene, up there. that scene with like the Ghost of Christmas Future is some river barrel action.
0: Yeah, that's no good. That's no good. Not good. I just found another movie I watched in December 2018 that is technically a Christmas movie to me is Small Soldiers because I always thought that took place at Christmas. It's about toys. Because it's about toys, and uh, but it's not. It's actually like a summer movie, which I was really surprised by. You know? You know? What about all the creatures we're stirring? <laughs> it's a great movie. Don't know what you're talking what you, about. It's one of your favorites. Well, it's beloved, too. Some would say. Some would say. Nice. Some would say. Nice hearing from you, Joe. Some, some have said. Yes, nice to hear from all of our friends. Next! Oh, yeah. Justin Peterson. Oh, let's see what he is
1: doing. With an email titled, Feels More Like Krampus is Coming to Town. Uh Uh-oh. Hey, Jared RJ. Happy early Christmas to you. You as well. With two weeks off from work, I would love to dive into a movie marathon, but I'm, of course, having to clean up the house, which manages Mm -hmm. to get trashed every day from the three Kevin McAllister's I have storming around all day long. Yeah. So... What chores do you find most annoying? I have come to find it amusing how much my wife complains about getting the washrooms cleaned Sure they are always going to get gross but I don't mind zoning out with a good podcast and scrubbing all that grime away
0: um yeah I mean I don't like doing any chores
1: yeah <laughs> you hate them all yeah <laughs> what about okay how about okay I'll, how about I'll go first on this one how about chores you like to do? Um, mine, for whatever reason, I actually, I don't mind vacuuming. Okay. Um, and like mowing the lawn, I guess, which is weird because they're both similar.
0: Yep. I agree with you. you.
1: They're tool based. There's, there's, there's a bit of a removal there,
0: I guess. Uh, so I'm with you. I think it's, that's your dad gene. And, 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 and laundry's fine. Yeah. I think uh, I think your dad gene is coming out with mowing lawns because who doesn't, you know, like to go out there, mow the lawn, have a cold one, get out of the house for a little bit. You know what I mean? You're mm-hmm. uh, I also don't mind mowing the lawn. I um I really like loading the dishwasher because it's a relief to me because I know I don't have to hand wash those dishes. So it's mm-hmm. like to me, it's like it's a nice feeling because it's like I don't have to do this right now. Um, but I also I'm a big fan of laundry, Jared. Yeah, our uh, our laundry room's downstairs, and we'll watch a show. And I'll I'll grab everything out of the dryer, and I'll throw it on the floor behind the couch, and I'll I'll just fold while we watch. It's a nice, it's nice little activity to do. Not mm-hmm. I, I I brought that up to someone I worked with once. I was like, I like folding laundry, and they're like, Get the fuck out of here! Really? Like, yeah, yeah. They were all real mad at me, and I was like, There's nothing wrong with it, boys. I, I mean,
1: the worst part of laundry is the the point where it's wet and cold. And getting it to the dryer. Mm-hmm. I and mean, it's, sla- it's slappy and sloppy, and you're like, oh, it touched me. <laughs> it touched me. It's, it's yeah. so, and it's so cold.
0: I mean, it's pretty sloppy, Jared. Yeah. It's pretty real it's not, sloppy. Yeah. not That part's uh,
1: not so great. However, yeah. yeah. I don't know. There's like nothing I, like, I hate, I guess. It, yeah. Like, where I'm like, oh. I oh, mean, yeah. Sho- I, shoveling I snow you. sucks.
0: Oh, I fucking hate shoveling. We lived on a corner house growing up, Oof. and it was a fucking nightmare, Jared. Always there's
1: th- now, there's times where it's not bad, and that's maybe that's the again this this uh, this dad gene, mm-hmm. where are like where it's like I don't know, ten o'clock at night, and there's like no one around, and you're just shoveling. But I mean, there's more snow coming. There's like that. I guess it's kind of similar to these other chores though of removal, be it vacuuming or. Uh, mowing lawns or shoveling uh, of seeing like progression Mm -hmm. that's that is kind of nice it's like there was something there and now there isn't but it won't last long
0: um yeah i'm kind of with you Mm -hmm. but i do i fucking hate shoveling
1: oh you know what's actually you know know what's kind of a pain in the in the rumpus in
0: In the the rumpus rumpus in the rumpus room what what happened
1: taking out the trash
0: uh yeah taking out the trash kind of sucks yeah um i i always kind of like i'm kind of lazy with it too where it's like if you know you gotta if i know i have to leave the house later i'll be like i'll take it out when i leave and it's kind of like why don't you just do it now and it's like because i'll wait until i already like i i have to leave the house to take it out does that make sense mm-hmm. sure. do you know what i mean
1: and then there's like, that then you, when there's that period of time where the garbage bag's not full enough but you got a nice like rotting chicken carcass or chicken bones yeah. or meat in the bottom and it's mm-hmm. just it's breaking down and there's nothing like protein breakdown that just like oh it's it's a horrible smell
0: that'd be a great name for like a, a metal band protein breakdown protein breakdown or like a smooth jazz band or something it doesn't have to be metal mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: it doesn't have to be metal well,
1: there you go let, let yeah. us know folks what your uh most favorite or least favorite chore is Mm-hmm. Foodie question of the week. Yes, this holiday season, I have been in search of the perfect Christmas cocktail. This year, I've picked up butterscotch, peppermint, creme de menthe schnapps, along with eggnog and Irish cream. Any of that sounds tasty to you, gents? No. <laughs> RJ's face was like, no.
0: <laughs> no, I, I don't. I don't. I don't fuck with that shit. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Um. I don't I'm not even a Bailey and coffee guy. I just I drink my coffee in the morning and then when I'm I feel ready, I just I switch to beer. So uh you
1: know I, sh- I, mean? I, I should mention RJ uh, at yeah. work. Um the the company they they they're buying everybody Tim Hortons all week cuz there's like nobody on campus. So they're just they're just buying beverages. Like wh- wh- whatever you want. You just order you it. You can
0: you can order anything?
1: Yeah, any any drink.
0: And this is this is just what they're doing now
1: for this week. One, only one more day. Every day I've Whoa. taken I've taken advantage of this. So that's wild. So I mean, you know, tomorrow if you guys if you guys are doing some errands, you could stop by, and help uh, have yourself a uh, have yourself a coffee.
0: Could you get me a double shot, uh, triple mochiato? It's, it's one per. per
1: it's one per person, so you can't like go in and like. Mm. See, I, I, oh, I've got some people in the car. <laughs> like you
0: have, each person will have uh, to come and get it. That's fine, but they they don't check that you have a U of a, uh, like an ID to nope. be there. Or anything? They
1: they don't give a shit. Hmm. I mean, that's pretty tasty. And you just help yourself.
0: That is pretty. That's, tasty, a, that's
1: a tip. That's that's valid for another. Uh, like starting tomorrow. Thirty-six hours. Six hours, and then yeah, it, and it's all closed up after that. So.
0: Hmm. I mean, I do. I do. But kind of like I, the that. reason
1: I mention this is because I have been drinking myself some decaf coffee. Which you've been, been drinking been, decaf? I've been trying some decaf, seeing how that goes.
0: How's that? How's that treated you? Pretty good. Pretty yeah. good.
1: Yep. Doing my uh, large black and two sugar, and uh, it it brings back pleasant memories of drinking coffee. And holy shit, can I drink coffee? It's just gone. In, Big coffee boy in, or in what? Minutes. Oh, yeah. I Yeah. I have no problems drinking hot coffee. Hmm. Interesting. But we'll see. We'll see how that holds on. Because after, cause I mean, are they trying to hook me? Are they trying to get me to so. become a regular coffee person, a coffee boy again? 100%. I don't know if I want to be paying you no know, two bucks. Uh, I might have to, I have to figure something else out
0: if that were the case. Mm. I mean, you could just make coffee at home.
1: Right. That's what I mean. And like oh, yeah. bring the thermos. Or uh, set myself up a a coffee maker in the office.
0: Would you drink it all day? Yeah,
1: yeah. That's kind of the problem.
0: Do you not? Do you ever hit a point where you're like, "Uh, I can't have any more today because I'll be up all night, kind of thing? Or no, no. You just keep keep going. That doesn't exist. Yeah. Hmm.
1: I I I could. That was like uh, in the old days, maybe because, but it's been like a really long time since I drank caffeinated coffee. But Mm -hmm. I would be able to drink coffee till you know one in the morning two in the morning and go to bed like really fast
0: after that i bet i bet it that's changed for you now maybe because when i was a young guy i could drink monster energy drinks until like one in the morning and then go to bed but i can't do that anymore so i bet i bet your body's changed on you and you didn't even know maybe
1: maybe there's hair in places that there wasn't before too
0: well, your body goes through changes jared yeah
1: when it's it's, a little it's, older? it's
0: natural it's natural, yeah. I mean, it's it's a wild thing being alive. You um,
1: know? Indeed it is. <laughs> indeed it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, a, a new Goat Emoticon. This one looks like it's pooping out the words Movie Question of the Week. Oh, God. Yeah. Um, once I have completed those chores and consumed some liquid lubricants, I will be watching some movies for my upcoming podcast, including Marilyn Monroe in The Seven-Year Itch and ScarJo mm. in Matchpoint. So mm. what would you say are the best movies out there starring a blonde bombshell? Just movies with blonde people? Yeah, I guess. Blonde um. Bombshells. You got to find... Oh, I feel like...
0: Find one. You gotta find a good reference. list here. Blonde. <laughs> God, these photos. Blonde. Okay, I just looked up Blonde. It's the fit Um twenty five sexiest blonde bombshells
1: in history from fashionspot.com. The last of the blonde bombshells, a two thousand British American television film. Wow. Huge. Right huge
0: Uh, i found a movie or what i find a list that says blonde on it i'm gonna go with that there's 29 films in there i'm gonna pick one from here
1: blonde with an e
0: yeah nice there i've only seen seven of them but i'm gonna pick one okay okay i
1: I found it i found it uh i've seen 12 of these forbidden planets on here
0: well i mean the lady is blonde i think
1: okay i mean isn't uh um what's his name blonde in there too
0: walter pigeon
1: uh, no, that's uh, like Nielsen. Yeah,
0: yeah, I think so. He's kind of—I so. like, don't,
1: don't know if I call him platinum blonde or anything like that. Not yet. He's, not he's yet. Kind of fair-haired. And then he yeah. goes. And then he goes white.
0: <laughs> yeah, and then he just
1: diabolique melancholia. Uh, yeah, with, I don't get with those. Kristen Dunst. Uh, no, no no
0: they Maleficent. They're, like right on the poster, she's not even blonde in this. <laughs> what are they trying to do to us?
1: I don't know. How about uh, of these twelve movies I've seen on this twenty nine? I'd say All About Eve.
0: Okay, yeah. I'm gonna say Clueless.
1: Clueless, okay.
0: Yeah, I mean Clueless blonde. is a pretty good vibe. Like... How
1: about How about uh, Good Time?
0: Ooh, and Robert
1: Pattinson yeah. is the blonde. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I'm on board with
1: that. Or a uh, uh, Sound of Metal. Um, uh, Riz Ahmed. With got, Yeah, he's got he's got dyed blonde
0: hair. Well, I haven't seen that yet. Those are, is, I he, mean, is he a bombshell in a, in, though? Uh, yeah. Do you know what I mean in that? Is he shirtless I, a lot? Uh I think he's
1: shirtless on the poster.
0: I I mean I knew he was shirtless on the poster, but I didn't know if I that mean, was false advertising. Well, I
1: mean uh, everything's false advertising when you really break it down. So there you go.
0: <sighs> Just shameful.
1: Shameful. Justin continues. Each year I think about getting one of those Griswold Blackhawk jerseys. I don't mind the Blackhawks, but I loathe the Bears. So what hockey team would your Griswold jersey feature? Minnesota Wild for me, of course, despite the fact that I hardly watch them play, but I do love their colors. RJ, what is hockey?
0: What is hockey? It's uh it's this, um It's this game that you play with sticks on ice. Okay. And uh but there's a shortage in sticks right now. Who invented it? Uh, John Hockey. Okay. He is uh, from New Brunswick, I believe. Okay. Uh, and in the olden days, they used uh, peach baskets for okay. the nets.
1: Now, did you learn this from Ken Burns's Hockey?
0: No, no, I learned this in ca- the Canadian education system. Right. Uh, there, so, there's uh, there's
1: entire units.
0: <laughs> yeah, there's there's the basketball unit from uh, you learned from uh, how um what was his name again? John Hockey. You know, yeah, no, in the basketball, Bill Bill basketball. Oh yeah, uh, he was a Canadian guy, and uh, he created basketball. They used peach baskets for uh, for the basketballs. Right. So it's the same thing with hockey because yeah. we got a huge peach population up here. Everyone thinks Georgia is the peach place, but nah, nah, it's Canada. Yeah. So uh, they had peach baskets, but then you didn't use a peach; you used a radish, Jared. Mm-hmm. A radish. It was hard. <laughs> did was you hard.
1: wear Did you wear an onion around your belt? It was, it was a, a style it, at the
0: time. It was the fashion of the time. It was the fashion at the time, Jarrett. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, and uh, then eventually you got rid of the lime tree because it was cursed. So, uh, you, drink your beet juice. It, was, it I, is.
1: It is style at the time.
0: It was this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it was. I was, was like, no, thing. it's style. Yeah, I, 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 it's not fashion. Yeah. Uh, well, anyways, I'm uh, a I'm a I'm a Habs fan, f- so I'd wear a Canadian's jersey. What about oh,
1: you? Oh, did you see that? Uh, Some on my. Facebook feed somehow yeah. I got some like shit like meme thing about like the votes are in the most annoying fan base are Toronto Maple Leafs fans. Oh. And number probably. 2 was uh Canadiens. Canadian? Yeah, you and uh, yeah. you and uh, Devin uh, can bond over yeah.
0: that. Well, that's that's just cuz most of the Canadian fans are French. But uh the only reason I like them is cuz my dad Uh, Is old and he liked them because they were an old team and Mm -hmm. lots of old people like old teams. Yeah. So you know, um. But yeah, Canadian. What about you, Jared? You're a sports guy. Uh, yeah, big.
1: Um, the Hartford Whalers.
0: Oh well, Whaler. So that's that Kevin Smith uh, coming out of you, hey? I know Kevin Smith's a big Whaler fan. Uh,
1: Yeah. I, I feel like it's like the ironic choice.
0: Oh, I feel like I feel like you're just a bigger fan of Kevin Smith than you let oh. on. Like, I, I think you're just it, that that work was so influential to you; it stuck with you. Hartford, <laughs>
1: Connecticut. No, that's ah, uh, yeah. It's I love Connecticut. I love Stanford. You know, that's where uh, Titan Towers was. WWE, baby. Who? Vin- Vince McMahon. Vincey Mac? No. What's he up to? What? Oh, they, do they still exist? Who's that? Hartford Whalers. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> I was just like looking at. No, ima- no, no. I'm just looking at images, and it's like, what is this? Uh, I saw something about here. Um, Whalers versus Nordiques game may happen.
0: Well, the Quebec nordiques Yeah,
1: I know they're not a thing either. Yeah, the
0: Nordiques aren't a thing anymore. The Whalers aren't a thing. I think one of them went to Colorado. Colorado. Uh, I think. I think it was. I can't remember which one. One of them went to Colorado. Became the Avalanche, and the other one went i don't fucking remember i don't know hockey that that good i just know that they left and became other teams whalers the whalers the how, how, how
1: about those oilers rj
0: man can they can't buy a win <laughs> <laughs> you know what i mean jer don't like your, your your your
1: best pals all love the oilers
0: yeah, there's a there's a secret group chat that I'm not a part of. Uh, that's the oil oil boys or something like that. Just because uh, I'm I'm familiar with hockey. I'll watch it, but I don't follow it enough to actually be able to. What do offer they? What
1: foot. do you? What do you talk about in a in, uh, hockey feed? Like do you uh, talk I think, about games as they happen. Say the oh, bullshit call. Well,
0: I think there's games. Hit you talk the, about hit. Win they,
1: they, they message hit the net.
0: Hit the, net. Hit the uh, net. Probably acquisitions and trades, Jared. I, yeah. I believe acquisitions and trades are a big thing. Okay. Uh, we'll have to get uh, Sugarhead to uh, email in and let us know what uh, what the oil boys actually talk about. Because I don't know. Yeah. I just know that I, I would I would have one thing to offer and then it would be done. So right. best for me not to be in said groups. They'd they give you the boot right out. Well, uh, they wouldn't. They'd they be sh- nice about it. But <laughs> like I said, I'd have nothing, nothing to offer. So insights yeah
1: christmas therapy time Uh uh-oh was there a christmas gift while you were growing up that your parents refused to get you i cannot tell you how many times i got my hopes of getting a macbook but it never did happen thankfully i eventually did get one from work Mm. Hmm. i mean this is is like uh, this could be just too too traumatic here for you? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I can't think of anything, but I don't want to unearth those
0: thoughts. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. You wouldn't want to. Um, I don't know. My parents loved me, so they gave me everything. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> no, um, the only thing that comes to mind is, oh, like, Ninten- like Super Nintendo games. My parents just became, like, very, like, anti-buying video games, <laughs> like, where they're like, they're way too expensive, and they're just rent them. Just rent them. We bought all these games for your Nintendo. You don't need them for your Super Nintendo. Because next time there's going to be an Ultra Nintendo. And you're going gonna to want those games too.
0: They say, when is this going to end? You're going to get a Nintendo play, every play, week? Play a, your
1: play a Time Lords from Milton Bradley. <laughs> Go play, say, a, play your Silver Surfer. Play, they say, we hey. got you, We got you Dr. Mario four say, years ago. play that
0: ago. Dr. Mario. It's going to be a hit. The kids are going to love it. It's, mm. more, it's Mario. We don't know the mm. difference.
1: He's a doctor. Maybe he will grow up to be a doctor too.
0: Is a Mario. Oh Yeah, I don't know. I mean there probably is stuff, but um I don't know. I was probably asking for like crazy shit. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, Can you get me like every game ever? And they are like, No, just <laughs> like get out of here. Get out of here. Uh I don't know, Jared. There probably is something, but nothing that uh, mm-hmm. nothing that's burnt into me that yeah. I'm having like i I'm
1: sure my dumb kid brain had lots over. of ideas, lo- lots of uh, re- weird requests.
0: Oh, I'm sure. I, I'm sure there was something. that was like, man, they won't buy me like a like a chimichurri machine. <laughs> it's like piece of shit parents. It's probably something like that. <laughs> yeah, but uh, not anymore, my friend. Not anymore.
1: Also, any Christmas gag gift thoughts? One year, I got to be the butt of the joke when someone passed down a pair of utility Christmas boxers to me. These were festive underwear with a bell and cork attached, plenty of tinsel, and other annoying holiday features. I was for sure not in the mood to get those that year. Well, I mean, I don't know mm. what year is a good year for things like that. Uh, what about... what are the, uh, I was just talking about this the other week. That, like... It's like a series of books, and it's like a toilet reader is the thing.
0: Oh, like John's, uh, John's like toilet book. Big John's, like, it was something like that, wasn't it? Like, Big John's Uncle, book for the
1: Uncle John's bathroom reader. Yes. Um, I am
0: well familiar with that, son of a bitch.
1: Yeah. I mean, most of the time, things like that just, oh, and what's that thing that people do, uh, like for gift gift exchanges, but it's like a, white elephant. Yeah, that's one of the names of it. It has like a couple that's one of them, but I think it's got other euphemisms.
0: I think yeah, that's the one where it's like everyone draws and you you grab a present, but someone can steal it from you, and then if your present gets stolen, you can steal it back like that thing. Yeah, yeah, we called it white elephant. I don't know where. Uh, why. so
1: there's there's a couple different ones. That's one. Uh, there's yeah. y- Yankee Swap.
0: Yankee Swap. Yep. Yeah. I don't like the sound of
1: that. And there's Dirty Santa.
0: I don't like the sound of that either.
1: (laughs) (laughs) What else is there? Uh, Those are the two that pop up on the Wikipedia page. Okay.
0: Yeah, I don't like either of those. The Um, term white
1: elephant refers to an extravagant, impractical gift that cannot be easily disposed of.
0: Yeah, I mean, we... We would do that, like, when we had big family gatherings. We don't anymore. I mean, not even just because the last couple of years, but, like, when we were little, little kids, we would go meet with, like, the aunts and uncles and all the cousins. And we would do it there, and there would be, like, 60 people there to do it. So it was, like, a ton of people. And uh, I do remember one year, a cousin of mine, he had, like, he put, like, two beers in a box, and then he, like, duct taped it with, like, a whole roll. And, like, that was his gift, and, like, someone was, like, unwrapping the duct tape. And I thought it was really funny. And then I think I did it the next year when I was, like, 14 or something. And everyone was like, piece of shit. Mm-hmm. It wasn't it wasn't a joke anymore. <laughs> They're like, no, we're not doing this. And I went, damn it. I was like, I thought it was funny, you guys. Little, little RJ
1: fucked up again.
0: I know. I did. I just, whatever. <laughs> so <laughs> the, that was probably a bad gift.
1: The disappointment in their eyes.
0: Yeah. And every, you could just tell they were all, like, <laughs> and i was like i uh, know classic guys i know
1: anywho i would like to wish creeps nation a wonderful holiday season thanks creeps and have a great show
0: well thanks to uh Jess peace in there for uh, all the stuff i um, i hope he enjoys those drinks that he has because you know it's like i said drink whatever you feel like doesn't sound like it's for me but that's okay I just drink PBR. People make fun of me for that all the time too. So just drink whatever you like and don't, don't, uh, don't worry about what other people say, right, Jarrett?
1: Exactly. But RJ, mm-hmm. a, a very special gift from from one Actium Jackson Maximus. Oh, 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 holy
0: fuck! What's the what's the Actium Jackson Maximus count? What's it been a year?
1: I don't know. It's been a bit. It's been definitely this year.
0: Holy fuck! What's he up to?
1: <clears throat> well. Uh, his email is entitled "Follow the Creeps on Spank Bang." Ooh. Okay. Now, I'm not sure if he meant Spank Bank or if there actually is a site called Spank Bang. Um, spank.
0: Ugh. I don't like anything that you just said. <laughs> spank.
1: <laughs> you don't like going to websites that have spank in it. Followed not by really. Bang.
0: I'd prefer none of it if I if I was being honest.
1: Hmm. Let's see. Let's see here. Happy holidays, creeps. I've been meaning to email back into the show as I've been keeping up, just keeping on forgetting to email in time, hoping this makes it in under the wire. First and mm-hmm. foremost, I feel I must defend the rating system, which seems to draw the ire of you, two. <laughs> does,
0: does it? No, I,
1: we, we just our RJ it is it the one. I, I mean, I get it. But mm-hmm. I simply have made it so films I enjoy have more nuance in their ratings, two to five stars, whereas anything average gets a one and a half. And everything okay. I don't like gets one or 0.5 stars. But then again, who cares in the end?
0: Exactly. I mean, very true. Who, no, Nobody cares, you know, about anyone's ratings, So do whatever yeah. feels right.
1: Last month, notable missing film, The Farmer, showed up on YouTube, and I saw that Jared logged it. If I recall correctly, he didn't talk about it on the pod, and I was curious to hear his opinion on the film. Uh, yeah, what's up with The Farmer, Jared? So Yeah, so The Farmer is this pretty much unreleased movie. From the seventies, uh, mm-hmm. that uh, this company Code Red has been holding hostage uh, mm. in, in terms of like them releasing it. They have the rights to it, and they've th- and I guess there's like one copy of it held at one of the like Southern Californian universities in their film collection. So you could like go there and watch it in a room. Okay, that- but someone leaked a copy, and this is like. Basically, I don't know, I found it pretty unwatchable, the copy of this. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so people were logging in it, and I saw it was on YouTube. And I'm like, well, damn, I better check this out. And I don't know. I, I, what's there to talk about with the movie? It's like it's so hard to uh, talk about something that looks so poorly. It's so distorted and warbled out. So I didn't really talk about it. I thought I would be a little bit more excited. I saw some people uh, stretching and uh, talking about it, reviewing it. But, man... It, it's very much in the 70s revenge uh, oeuvre. There's backwoods action. Mm. But to, to me, based on the quality of the transfer, if you want to even call it that, uh, mm-hmm. it's, it's hard to have an, an opinion. But apparently, like, a couple weeks after it got leaked, uh, I guess Code Red is going to let ugh, Dark Force Entertainment, which is, like... Uh, another guy's company that's like friends with them—they're going to release it at some point, mm-hmm. More, even though it's been promised for ever. And, Why? I don't know. Because maybe they're like, ah, I guess we should make money off of it soon. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. You, 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 have movies; you should sell them. Otherwise, they just sit there, and n- nobody gets to watch them. And mm. pe- so, I don't know. I don't. Anyways, so that'll be better. That'll be good, and then uh, I can watch it again. Maybe. I'd I prefer if, you know, vinegar syndrome put it out because they, they really know how to treat their uh, subject matter, uh, as I'll talk about, as I'll talk about, uh, oh. again, when we talked about what, what we've been creeping on. Oh. See, so, yeah, I mean, it's not, sorry, I have not much to say about it. It's just like, how do you talk about something that looks like that? Other than, other than if you're reviewing the experience of watching, like, something that sounds so bad, looks so bad. I don't know. I don't know. Is it that bad, do you think? <sighs> No, probably not. Mm. Need need some little a uh, little bit of love.
0: Some might say uh, the same for us. Do mm-hmm. so you know what I mean?
1: I've been following suit with Jared as well by watching some '80s low budget action films, Vinegar Ooh. Syndrome style, and we recommend checking out Terror in Beverly Hills. Any recs from you guys? Hope the discussion goes well. I can't imagine which film I'll hate more—one from Igmar Pervman. more like the Virgin shit. <laughs> or the film I've actually seen and hated, although I did watch it in my infancy of exploitation fewing. Maybe call that one that last shit on the left. Keep up the great work.
0: Uh, I mean, those are all pretty good ones. This, those zingers he had, I should have I used one of those. Hey, look I, was going, I was going for a whole other thing. S-
1: someone I followed just literally logged Cinema Paradiso this, this very night. Is that good? Um, I think that movie is like not great at all, but mm. I, I'm I'm in the minority.
0: <laughs> yeah. When Ter- are you not?
1: Ooh. Am I right? It's true. It's true. Mm-hmm. This movie looks pretty sweet. Oh, Frank Stallone, eh? Ooh.
0: I do like a Franka Stallone. Hmm. I don't know this. Who directed this bad boy?
1: Who directed this?
0: Uh... John
1: John Myers.
0: John John Myers, is that that guy's Uh, name? Who's
1: got two films. This looks uh, awful. Saturday Night Bath in Apple Valley from 1965. Sounds Uh, good. (laughs) Then he, who is this guy? He's an actor, primarily. Mm. I was like, what did he do for Work Forever? Oh, he was in, oh, John Myers. I bet if I looked him up, I knew I would recognize him. He's in Willard, Mm -hmm. uh, Walking Tall, Herbie rides again. The mm. Shaggy
0: D.A. Now, when you say the Shaggy D.A., I'm talking about a dog, it's a Disney movie. Hmm. Does that dog get hurt in any way? I, I doubt it. It's, it's oh, probably no. Turner, like in Turner and Hooch, the dog gets hurt. Tur- okay, and that's a movie about a dog. Yeah,
1: you know what I mean. But was was Tom Hanks hurting dogs?
0: No, do you want a spoiler? I don't want to spoil it. Turn- I, could, I can tell you what happens, but... I'm good, I'm good. Actually, I, well, I don't want to spoil it for the people out there who have never seen Turner and Hooch.
1: Ooh, yeah, let me read you about Terror in Beverly Hills. Okay. Just when you thought the streets were safe, when the president's daughter is kidnapped, it's up to an ex-Marine to save her. is this Spartan? Is... Uh, Spartan's pretty cool. Yeah, it's not, it's not going to be as good as Spartan. A few thing, few things are. I'm sure it'll have a different uh, feeling to it. The yeah. problem is that the terrorist leader has a lingering hatred for him, as he has been wrongfully blamed for the death of his wife and children. The action heats up as the two moral enemies confront each other with extreme violence.
0: Man, that's, per- that's kind of funny. That's gonna pop right that onto the watch list. I mean, it sounds good. Okay, so it sounds kind of real good.
1: Shitama. Sh- Let's take a look here. Shitima. Yeah. Wait, did he have a question? Uh, if, if we had any recommendations. Shitima. Yeah.
0: I. I mean, you're probably the shitima guy.
1: Yeah, I've definitely watched some shitima in my life. Yeah. That's. I a would look. say. You, I'm yeah. gonna. I'm gonna start at the bottom that's where you got. You gotta scrape the bottom sometimes to find the real good stuff. Okay. Uh, so from the director of. Uh, from director of uh, Orloff, uh, the Mad Mutilator. He also did a movie called Operation Las Vegas, got, got mm-hmm. from 1990. Um, I think I, I, think I was the generous one when I watched that with, uh, with Corey. With the uh, boys. Yeah, uh, Corey gave that one star. I gave it three and a half.
0: So you weren't feeling it, or what? Oh, I, I liked it. Or he wasn't feeling yeah. it. I mean, right. Mm. What's his deal? Yeah. He doesn't listen to this podcast, right? Uh, nope. Fuck him. Yeah, I'll say it. Fuck <laughs> I'll him. Say it.
1: Fuck. <laughs> Let's see here. Ah, uh, man, this doesn't help very much. I want to switch to diary mode. More like diarrhea
0: mode. <laughs> I got him, guys. Picks. I Picks. got him. Let's see here. I mean, upgrade, RJ. That's Shitima Upgrade? To- absolutely. Sh- Upgrade is Shitima.
1: Yes. It's totally okay. it's I mean, so my my definition of Shitima is like a type of action movie as well. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I think that movie's like it's elevates sh- the Shitima. and makes it like I don't know like a like a real movie I guess. But at the yeah. end of the day it's like it's about you know memory implants and chips and
0: yeah. that. Yeah. You're saying at the end of the day shit is shit?
1: Yeah. You, you strip it down, and uh, that's what it is. And that's okay.
0: There's, say, nothing, there's, there's nothing wrong with that. say, sometimes shit is shit, boys. Boys. Boys? It's
1: the pro- problem with a lot of this stuff, it's all three stars, which can be okay in its own way.
0: Uh, I, mean, I mean, sometimes you want a three star. Well,
1: I mean, as I mentioned just recently when I was talking about L.A. Wars, Shotgun from 1989, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. is on YouTube... Check it out. It's, I think it's, uh, it's a very, good one. Very enjoyable. Mm. Why did I give? Okay. I was like, what is this? I'm like, okay, not that. Uh, I think Ricochet with Denzel Washington and John Lithgow is.
0: I'm not familiar with that one, Jarrett. You're not, huh? I don't think so. Oh, not, I don't... I'm pretty oh. sure I've never seen oh. A Ricochet.
1: Oh, I, I mean, I think... I think everyone should watch uh, Ricochet. Hmm. I have
0: this is the first time hearing about it. Okay. Yeah. It's the first time hearing about it. Ricochet. What's yeah. it about? Is it about, like, pool?
1: Nope.
0: <laughs> it's it's not it, about pool? Uh,
1: Denzel's a cop. Hmm. And the guy he put away, he wants revenge. And there's, like, a an amazing fight scene in a prison... Uh, Jesse Ventura is in there. Iced Tea. Ooh. It's uh, one of those uh, pleasant surprises. Sounds okay. Not too bad. Not too bad. Uh, Maybe I overrated Operation Las Vegas. (laughs) But uh, I'll stand Mm. stand by it. I'll stand by it. Obviously, the the most recently uh, released Get Even from Vinegar Syndrome, uh, Champagne and Bullets. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is uh, pretty special, and like last week, I was just saying, Avenging Force is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Pretty good. All
0: of these titles mean nothing to I, me because everyone. Most, is, most of these I movies, mean, is, like no, no
1: one's insane. ever heard of these movies. The you know, oh, okay. Avenging Force
0: and what, uh, Freedom Fifty Two how about uh, how about okay here's Knight one for fighter. you. How,
1: how will you never? How, how could you forget the Ninja Mission?
0: Oh the Ninja Mission. It's just like Project uh, Samurai. It's uh, all all the the classics jerk
1: okay. So Ninja Mission is a really peculiar movie. Uh because it is Swedish. It's a Swedish action movie about ninjas.
0: Okay. Well I mean that is that's unique at least.
1: But it's like yeah, it's it's pretty good. It's pretty good.
0: That is unique at least.
1: No. Uh, actually, the one thing I need to note with this movie is it is my my designation of Eurovision.
0: Eurovision?
1: Yeah, like The, the Lift. Oh, yeah. The, 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 lift. the Lift's a pretty cool show. It is. And yeah. the, the movie about the killer condom. Remember that one?
0: I didn't watch it, but I do remember it. Yeah, yeah
1: you, you would not like that movie, but it's, it's not, yeah. too, not too shabby. Oh, and uh, I don't know if... 1973's The Mad Bomber. Speaking of Code Red, I think that thing is uh, actually pretty
0: good. Is that about a guy who's got problems in the bathroom? Uh, No, RJ. Do you know what I mean? Yeah,
1: there you go. Mad Bomber, a.k.a. It's got a different, it's got another side name too, but uh, Code Red put that out. What this, what's this other title? Oh, they don't even have it here. Oh yeah, The Police Connection. So f- how could I forget?
0: Yeah, um, I don't know. How could you forget? How did you forget about that? I'm getting there. I'm getting there, aren't you? Don't you worry. You're silly, this guy. Silly, this goat. guy over here.
1: Deadbeat by Dawn. You've seen it.
0: Uh, that movie's awesome.
1: And uh, Light Blast. <laughs>
0: Light? Blast? Yeah. As
1: opposed to Blast Fighter, people should be watching Light Blast. Uh, with starring Eric Estrada.
0: I mean, that sounds kind of cool. Yeah.
1: That's uh, that's an Italian what-have-you.
0: I mean, it does sound cool. I like it. You like it a great deal? Well, I like a, a normal amount, I would say. Okay. Not a great deal, but like a fair amount. <sighs>
1: well, hopefully that's enough for the spank bank, Jackson.
0: <clears throat> the what? The what?
1: Finally. Mm-hmm. Sam Sanchez. Holy shit. Oh, he sent some more uh, graphics.
0: Ooh. Of the anything good?
1: Of of the trout. The trout man?
2: Oh yeah, I think Trout
1: man. With an email entitled E Mile.
0: Ooh. I like that too.
1: First off, very happy to hear that the G Man enjoyed Hell's a Poppin'. It's easily the movie I hope gets a Blu-ray release the most someday. Wasn't quite sure what side he was going to come down on. He mentioned Grandpa Humor and RJ Chimes with WC Fields, but it's definitely not that, I don't think. Uh, Isn't it, though? See? See, Sam? This is what I'm dealing with here. Isn't it? A lot Mm -hmm. more manic, and I'd say better, since I'm not a big WC Fields boy myself. Hopefully, with the massive numbers this podcast performs, finally more eyes can be drawn to Hells of Poppin' and force a Blu-ray
0: release. I mean based on us alone there might be like a single two or three people who might watch that movie based on this recommendation so you're welcome well,
1: it's on youtube I, I, I haven't seen anyone uh, that I know is a
0: listener on Letterboxd log it yet yeah I mean what the fuck guy just not good whoever these these guys are I'm just saying we could we could promote this to those three people listening so mm-hmm. Yeah. You never know. You never know. On the
1: video game side, though uh-huh. not involving my son's Nintendo ID, I finally wow. managed to <clears throat> purchase a PS5 myself. Oh, awesome! Sam, <laughs> Sam saved up his paper money and got himself one.
0: Send me your friend code. Code? <laughs> well, that's the PS version is the friend code? <laughs> you sound like a premiere of a province. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a friend crow
1: o- Omegron <laughs>
0: Give me the Omegron, the friend crow <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: I registered through Sony about a month ago uh-huh. uh, Maybe And they hit me up last week to purchase one through their site and, and was able to finally buy one last Wednesday And received it in the mail two days later Without having to pay those wacky prices Look at that, Sam Sanchez Just falling ass backwards in a PS5 in December mm. During a pandemic
0: Unbelievable Unbelievable, I can't believe it Doing it right. On the wrong side of town? That's exactly correct. <laughs> Me and Sam could have a band, I think. Uh, what, was, what would we call meat breakdown? Meat protein uh, breakdown. Protein
1: breakdown. <laughs> yeah, meat, meat protein breakdown.
0: Meat protein breakdown, and it would just be like a harmonics where we just like we like hum the <sighs> music,
1: like hey, do people still think um, Tom Waits is like a good act? People like to see,
0: yeah, like or just like, like in
1: general, do people are still people, are people still in the Tom Waits?
0: Uh, I brought up Tom Waits the other day to some people, and everyone was like, Who? and these are people who were like, um. Squares? They seem, they, no, they seemed like they were knew what was going on. I was like, you know, Tom Waits, and they're like, huh? And I was like, never mind. They don't know Clawhammer. You know that song Clawhammer, Jarrett? What's he building in there? It's Clawhammer. What's he
1: building down there?
0: Clawhammer. It's a good song. Yeah, I don't think he. I don't think he tracks anymore. Unfortunately, uh, I think he lost it.
1: There was a period of time in like the, I don't know, two thousand eight. To 2012, I felt like uh, there was something going on. It was like he—he he was an excuse for people who had like no talent, but they wanted to be musicians. And yeah. they're gonna be the guy. <laughs> and then they go, "Wow, if Tom Waits can do it, <laughs> exactly." Even though, like, he actually has like musical chops and abilities and talent, mm-hmm. but but he became a gateway which badness
0: stepped through. They're like, "Hello." Yeah. <laughs> I mean that's and Br- that's Barack like...
1: Obama's just been elected. It's my turn to shine
0: <laughs> he <ZAP laughs> could
1: do it. I've, I've been working with this i I know a guy who has I don't know a trumpet, and this person oh. has a half a uh, a drum set, and I've got some some like uh, girl that will like just kind of like dance in the background and go
2: Ooh.
1: and I'll be the leader mm Mm-mm-mm. yeah. I'm going to say no. No? So, no, it's not. It's done? <laughs> I, think, I think Tom Waits <laughs> as, is as the done. Has do, the door closed again? Tom Waits well, is in I mean, uh, Nightmare Alley. There's a new him, window. Him and GDT are pals.
0: I mean, that's cool. I think, I still think Tom Waits is cool. I just think, um, I know what you mean, though. He probably did open the door. And, like, look at all the bad actors that people are like, oh, he's charming, though. And it's like, it's not good. But, all right, whatever. I don't know. There's a lot of them out there, Jerb. <laughs> There's a lot of them out there. No. No good is what I say. <laughs> no, no good. No good. Mm-mm-mm-mm.
1: Tsk, tsk. Tsk, tsk. Uh, that's it for the this week, says Sam. Saw that you guys were in dire need of emails, so decided to chime in. See, I was trying I was trying to trick you all. We didn't get mm. 10, though, again. But what did we get? I don't
0: know, 6, I think. I mean, that's almost 10. It's half a 10. Six, exactly.
1: Uh, and then and he sent us some more uh, Mike Trout drawings. This one's of uh, Mike Trout as a baby. That's pretty cool. And,
2: like... then, and then
1: there's this one, and then there's like, it's like a shitty morph
0: meme. Hmm. It's like, there's like a moose. Like morph? Like from X-Men?
1: Uh, no. I think like Animorphs or something. Not morph? Not
0: morph. Ugh.
1: Hey, Argy, what When's you been, <laughs> what's, what you been creeping on this week?
0: Well, I only I watched a movie that I can talk about. Um, I I see. I was going to say actually so Andrew and I watched all of How to. Oh. And it is very good. It's an Andy pick even. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, it wasn't just you is like I said Ryan yeah. and Ryan and Reese have been trying to tell me to watch it forever. And then But, I, in,
1: but I but I pushed you over the edge. I opened, you, the, do- I opened the door. I opened the
0: door. You push me a little bit, so uh, we watched it. It's great. It's very great. We're all cut up. Uh, I could talk. I, I could talk (laughs) about individual things. What's with all the
1: dead rats, or possums, or whatever? Just just, everywhere,
0: everywhere, just stomped to death. Yeah, (laughs) Uh, they're horrifying stuff. Um, (laughs) New uh, York doesn't seem like a place (laughs) I would like. I know. Yeah, you don't. Seem I don't like know a, why anyone lives there.
1: Well, you got to be rich or crazy, and yeah. b- or
0: both simultaneously. Some of them. Oh, it yeah. helps. Yeah, there, there's just so much going on. There's just always people everywhere doing stuff that I would be like, I'd I'd look like an old hick because I'd be like, you'd be a midnight cowboy. I would be a midnight cowboy. I I I, I described myself that to Andrea the other day, and she was like, "You're no, you're not." And I was like, <laughs> "I am a midnight cowboy." <laughs> I'm a midnight cowboy. I said, I am in here, baby. Yeah. Uh, but uh, no, it's it's incredible. It's uh, it's it's really the amount of time, I think, that goes into editing that oh, stuff where it's like because yeah. he clearly films everything, like you said. Yeah. But it's like actually finding significant use of these things that actually like it fits together, too. It's like that's pretty impressive, like the way he kind of plots it all out. So
1: I fear for the future of that show, though. Well, we'll definitely finish it's, out season it's, two. It's no, its okay. ratings are so bad. It's oh, like, really? Yeah, like, well, for like live, like when, when they play them on HBO. Uh, oh, like but no, who but watches we're, shows we're, but live? But we're talking like, show. well, that's the thing, but like, we're talking 69,000 people. That's it. Uh. That's it. That Apparently we're watching it.
0: Well, I think it's also isn't doesn't it air on like a Friday night or something? It
1: sure does. Uh, and what so, the fuck so is that? this week's episode is on Christmas Eve, and the week after that, uh, New Year's Eve. Like I was telling you, I'm like, I think they're trying to kill this show.
0: I think they are. I mean, do you think that they'll notice that we watched all all of the episodes in like a day and a half? Do you well, think that they'll the account we, of that?
1: Are people, I mean, heed the call? Watch Hell's a Pop Get that Blu-ray to come out and uh, watch. Uh, watch, watch this. I mean. Yep. I see. I see you guys watching like fucking shit movies every week. You you watch something good, right?
0: How to is good. It's worth the time too. I think. I I won't talk about anything specific because you just got to watch and it. Any
1: favorite episode?
0: Um, I'd have to pull them up. The one thing that stands out to me the most. Well, so like his. The last episode of season one with his landlord lady—that yep. one was oh, really the, how endearing. to make
1: ris- the, the perfect risotto. The
0: perfect risotto. That one was super endearing. I really like that. Yep. Um, but the one thing that I think stands out to me the most is the foreskin guy.
1: Well, see now, like, now I know, see spoilers.
0: Well, I, that's all I'm saying. Nothing else. <laughs> Nothing else. Nothing else. It's better
1: when that just happens, and then you're like, huh.
0: Well, people watching, it'll still just happen. It'll come out of nowhere. And then you go, mm-hmm. you go, what? Yeah. Uh, but the risotto one, I liked a lot, uh, especially because, I mean, it's kind of unique because it really kind of captures the before and after of like COVID type stuff, which I know a lot of people have been trying to do. But I think his was the most earnest, genuine one of them, where he's just like, I'm just trying to make risotto here. He's like, fucking lying to the grocery store. Mm. What's going on? Uh, that one was really good. Um, fuck, they're all good. That, that
1: wine episode is really weird, too. The wine
0: one. Well, <laughs> there, there's two kinds of episodes. There's the ones like the risotto one where it's just him doing his thing. And then there's the ones where he kind of goes down this like rabbit hole after rabbit hole of like leading into new and new things. Like the wine one is like that. Uh, the foreskin one is I don't even <laughs> remember what that episode was supposed to be about when they get to that. But um yeah, uh, they're, they're, uh, is it, is it, oh, there. you know, I wonder if it's the, it's in season one for yeah. sure. It's...
1: Is it the furniture episode <laughs> or, mm. the, or the, oh, memory, it might be. Or the ep- memory episode? See, these are, this is how the show flows. Yeah. Oh, for yeah, yeah. for it me, the it's, uh, I think the, um, scaffolding is scaffolding like, is, is, is like, I think, uh, when it, it was a great follow-up second episode, and then um, also how to find a spot. I think like that how was f- that That's that good. one's fascinating because it I, it it really deals with New York as a mm-hmm. character. RJ, it's a, it's, a, it's a character.
0: I uh, yeah, I know you you sound like fucking. Uh, remember
1: when uh, remember when he comes, well he opens up every episode by saying
0: hello New York. Hello, New York, I'm back. Uh,
1: it's a character. Yeah character I, I love it i love when people yeah. say that
0: i i know i know you sound like polanski he's like well the apartment's like a character in rosemary's baby and you go okay <laughs> you, you go okay um but no yeah it's it, it's it's incredible so everyone should watch that yeah. everyone and then uh we finished up succession the new season real good jared i'm not gonna overhype it for you but i it's, it's, good. A, good show. it's a good show uh almost got up on uh and then we tried to watch a couple new shows because we're like oh we should watch because we were watching criminal minds but it hit that point again where it's just like this show's fucking ridiculous and so we're taking a break from that um have you ever heard of this yellowstone show
1: i have people
0: fucking love this they, show well around here they do people yeah around in, here in, people... in the in the what we call the meat world the meat world but i mean also it's like it's pretty popular on amazon prime to the point where they did that prequel movie that tom hanks is going to be in and shit like that or like i don't know i saw a bunch of shit about it this week and i was like what so anyways we tried watching one episode of this and do you know who wrote this tv show jared no idea the man who brought you hell or high water oh, and Taylor sheridan. oh no this show that not that, sheridan it's bad, man. I well, fucking hate, it sounds like, I hate okay. that guy. I hate his writing. It and, sounds and, right up his alley, right? Yeah.
1: That's why people like it. I mean, I, I mean, I just, yeah, I, what, what he does, what he serves up, people clearly like, but yeah, not, I think, not, I think, not, not not these
0: guys. I think he's found the perfect medium for him, though. It's like this kind of like long haul TV show.
1: Knock off but, Coen brothers.
0: Yes. Yeah. I just, I can't stand the way he writes shit. Like, the di- everything he says is like leading up to some kind of big zinger or it's just like real quick ones where it's like, I can't even remember what it was like. I was just rolling my eyes the entire time, but it was like, it's like they say there's no monsters and it's like, and then the next guy will be like, they haven't met me. Yeah. It's like <laughs> I was just like going to say, and wait, like, then I write. <laughs> <laughs> and that's every line in here. You're introduced to this lady who's supposed to be like, Like a like a tough farm girl, but like endearing. And in her like introduction scene, she like sees like a thirteen year old boy on a bench beside her, and she's like, "I used to dry hump kids or like boys like you." And then you're like, (laughs) "What?" (laughs) And then it it, like it's leading on. It's like I'm pretty sure she's gonna adopt this kid because like her the kid's dad is dying. But like like we heard that I was folding laundry behind the TV and I heard it it was like we used was like I used to dry hump kids like you. And I looked up, I was like the fuck (laughs) it's like that's not what you tell a 13 year old kid sure it is in movies (laughs) oh my god anyways i just wanted to tell you about that because people fucking love that show here and i was like all right let me check it out and even andrew's like she's like i could watch it but only to make fun of it and i was like okay i was like that's fine she she likes it no she uh she she agreed with me she thought it was pretty stupid so we we abandoned that we're we're trying to find a new one here but um, we did watch a movie Jared, called Minari. Do you know about this one? I've heard of it. So I haven't seen Nomadland, but I can tell you right now, this movie is better than Nomadland. A hundred percent.
1: This 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 movie looks wholesome, RJ. I'm not gonna oh, lie. Oh, it looks. It's just like, oh man. It know. is
0: so whole. It, it, but it it does have like uh, it's got that kind of you know depressing undertone that I know you're a fan of. I um, am, uh, but. It's, uh, 80s America, man. Uh, the, where hardship like
1: 80s America or stranger things, America,
0: real 80s America where
1: everyone was just poor. How many thing posters are on the wall? Not a single one,
0: Jared. Ah, Really? Not a single one. Jeez. Was, what happened to Barb? There, there is a lot of Mountain Dew in this though, which I think is probably pretty accurate to, to 80s America. Um, but anyways, I remember someone asked like a year ago, it's like, what of the best picture movies do you, would you want to see? And I was like, none of them really sound good except for Minari. I was like, that's the only one that actually sounds interesting to me.
1: It's, uh, another, it's another movie produced by Brad Pitt.
0: It is. It is. Um, it's, Brad it's Pitt's
1: Last Black Man in San Francisco also, Brad yep. Pitt. I
0: know. And I know you're going to say, is this an A24 head over here? And no, but these are good movies. They're, they're pretty good. Is, um, is this movie A24? I think so.
1: Uh, it says here, Studio Plan B Entertainment, but that doesn't mean they didn't distribute I it. I think A24 distributed. They distribute. did distribute it. Okay.
0: Yeah. So they, not. Of course they did. But um, it's a, like Korean immigrants make, trying to make a home in America and trying to start a farm and stuff. Yeah. Not going to say much more than that, but uh, that's what this movie's about. And it's, uh, you know, about the nuclear family, Jared, and the new American family. Nuclear. The nuclear family. Uh, this movie's great. It's it's really good. Mm. It's it's really good. It is wholesome, but it does have, like... Uh, I mean, it's got the hardship in there, too. Okay. But it, re- it did remind me, you know, of, uh, again, where we live because there's a lot of, like older farm people and my grandparents were immigrants who were trying to farm. They weren't Korean. So these guys had a little extra, uh, like things. Cause they were the only people who were like, they were in their town, but it's not one of those movies where it's like, people are just racist to them to be racist. Like everyone's actually pretty nice to them.
1: Um, okay. I, was, I thought you were going to say, well, you know, they're not just being racist for the sake of it. There there's reason. I thought, no, I thought that's there, what you were about to say. Should, and I'd be like,
0: just, there just isn't and racism. I go, huh, for racism. Huh is what it is but it's about the kids growing up american and they don't really like the old korean lifestyle stuff but it's kind of like but they have to kind of do it because grandma moves in it's a good show jared. i'm not gonna say much more than that it's uh mm. but uh we liked it quite a bit great quite a bit i uh, recommend it to anyone out there who wants a good slice of a uh, apple pie you know what i mean jared hmm but it's like I I haven't seen Nomadland and I don't plan to based on your recommendation. But this is better than Nomadland. <laughs> my so. my
1: anti recommendation. Your anti
0: recommendation.
1: Yeah, but well, Minari, I, I want stuff. you. But I want you to watch it. I want you to be. I want you to be part of the conversation.
2: Uh,
0: no. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, I'd rather not. But all I gotta say is I think everyone should watch this Minari thing. It's good stuff. You ready for millennium talk or is that for a Patreon exclusive? Uh, that's
1: Patreon exclusive. So, should... so, someone was kicking down our door saying, Where's the Voyager compilation? And
0: Someone was talking and, and, asking And I
1: looked down and I whispered, No.
0: No. Well, I mean it depends. How good are the Star Trek compilations doing on the YouTube?
1: Not not as not as well as uh, the amount of time it takes to compile clips from the course of like thirty episodes. I'm gonna
0: pull it up right
1: now. That's great. All all I know is that uh, we're heading up toward the end of the year, and mm-hmm. uh, the the show's growth is completely plateaued. Uh, so that's great. Yeah. it's still at the same number uh, thereabouts. Uh, coming off of hot off of a COVID year, but uh, I think Star Trek talk uh, might have uh, turned some people off. You know, I mean, I, I think people don't want to hear about the Cisco. Cisco.
0: Well, I and, and, say, and like... the Adventures
1: of Tom Paris.
0: Ugh. Well, if people, if people wanted the Voyager talk... They'd, they'd, watch would a, list- they'd,
1: they'd watch a Voyager podcast.
0: Yeah, but they would... Yeah. Oh, I just mean, if they want the Star Trek talk, they probably would have listened to the Next Gen one and the DS9 one, but Next, Next Gen on YouTube only has 300 plays and DS9 only has 200 plays, so... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it seems like people are are not interested in no. Star Trek talk. They're not. At well, least, you're going you're to hear They're not interested
1: Enterprise. in us talking about it.
0: Well, they should be. Yeah. I'm still gonna talk about Enterprise and Millennium. Yeah. Just fired up. One, one
1: of these days. You know what I totally for- you know what I totally forgot to talk about last week? Hmm. Uh that I watched Steven Spielberg's Lincoln and uh I watched most of Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. Yeah.
0: I, I saw that on your thing. I was like, oh, you actually watched that? I, I was like, I thought you were just bringing that up in <laughs> no. the podcast for nothing. But no. I didn't realize you actually watched it.
1: Oh, I watched them. I watched them, RJ. And um, so Abraham Lincoln's like, oh yeah, Spielberg's Lincoln is yeah. pretty boring. It yeah. is gorgeous. It looks so nice. Uh, it's got every actor you've ever heard of, but they're just in like. Period, where so yeah. I mean, whatever. I don't You're care. just walking around, yeah. There, it's not like uh, Tony Lee Jones is good, uh, yep. obviously, Daniel Day Lewis is amazing, but this is like n- not as good as other movies he's been in, um, at all. But it's a lot of just like chatting in rooms, and then once in a while they leave and they're like, Look at the horrors of war, but then they look on and go, Look, it's a whole pit full of amputated arms. And it's like but it seems like not as grotesque as it should be because it's a Steven Spielberg movie.
0: Uh yeah. And anyway. then and then
1: at the, at the end of the movie they ride to uh, like you know sign the surrender with the south I guess and he's like Lincoln's riding on his horse and he's looking around and there's all these dead bodies and he's like to- for what for what toll it took. Like I don't know. It's 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 fine but this is this is me with Spielberg in like I don't know the 2010s. These movies, mm. I felt this like I, *Bridge of Spies*. People like that too, and I just like these movies are so dull. Not a *Bridge of Spies* guy. Not a, not even a little
0: bit. Mm. This is better than that, but eh, it's fine. Yeah. You go. Eh. Yeah. Eh. So, tell me about Abraham Lincoln Vampire. Ooh,
1: well, movie. I mean. This movie's half as good as Spielberg's Lincoln. Uh, yeah, I didn't. I knew that this was directed by Timur uh, Bekmambetov. <laughs> you know him?
0: Uh, I do know Timur Bekmambetov, the director of Night Watch,
1: Day Watch, Wanted.
0: Yeah, I I'm familiar. He did that uh, Ben Hur. Which one? I don't know, uh, not, not
1: the original one, or not, oh, and, not and, and not even the like 50s one, but uh. one of them. Uh, yeah, so this is a, f- not, a movie not based on facts. Um, mm-hmm. Vampires aren't real, last I heard. You might hear other things on YouTube, but I'm telling you now, they ain't real.
0: They won't get you?
1: I have no idea who Benjamin Walker is, but he plays our lead, Abraham Lincoln.
0: Benjamin Walker. See hey. you
1: you don't either, and you're like the guy who is like I know like Paul Bimble. Bunyan. Paul Bimble I know
0: Paul Bunyan. No problem. <laughs> he's
1: yeah, he's a he's a great actor on this T V show. You should watch it. It's on Showtime. And I'll be like, I have no idea who this is. But, I mean and I And the fact that you don't know who Benjamin Walker is tells me. Ah,
0: uh, no, I still don't. I was gonna say, maybe if I see him, no, I still don't know who this Excellent. person is. I know Rufus Sewell Sewell. Who's in this? Yeah, who doesn't know Rufus Sewell? He's uh, amazing. He is. he is. He's the he... bad guy in a night's tale.
1: <laughs> yeah, he he's he's got a very distinct look. Yeah. Yeah. But uh he's, Mary Elizabeth He, he is a va- I mean he is a vampire. And yeah, this has also got uh Mary Elizabeth Winstead. And the most importantly though, it's got Jimmy Simpson, aka Liam McPoyle.
0: Liam Mc one of the McPoyles himself yes. is bad boy? Yeah. Interesting, interesting. And so, do do, do you know much? Do you know anything about this? I I know all, but I remember when the book was out and people were like, "Oh my god, it's so quirky! It's fun, so funny! It's so funny!" And then there was the whole slew of things where it's like, I don't know what was um, who's that lady? You know the one who is like deaf and blind. Oh, (laughs) do you know that lady who is? You know her lady who was deaf and blind. Helen Keller. Yeah. After after this movie it would be like Helen Keller Morbius Attacker and like stuff like that, and you're just like, uh not right. or like Helen Keller Ghostbuster and you're like, I get it. I see. I get it. There is there's a whole slew of these that yeah. came from came from yeah. this.
1: It's part of a epic culture.
0: Oh, I, I imagine the people who watch these movies, how was it? It's fucking epic. <laughs> change your life bro
1: Fuck, fucking epic okay. uh, the only, so Abraham Lincoln as a young boy he saw his mother get killed by a vampire who also is a slave trader mm-hmm. just, just so in case you were like oh I don't know maybe I should see things from the vampire's perspective like, oh no <laughs> he also like kidnapped black people and sold them so he's he's he's, didn't re- eat them? he's he's really bad. Well they do eat them. That's the that's the twist. Oh that's there, there, the there's a the whole was. plantation where apparently they're just eating slaves. You're just like gotcha. this seems impractical. Like <laughs> this is a costly. He's like they're vampires. Can't they just go kill anyone they mm-hmm. want? They're like no, we'll ship them up the, up the river to my plantation and then we'll eat them. Yeah. It's that that of thing. But this movie, holy fuck RJ, talking about river barrel scenes in movies
0: is it, does it have a literal river barrel scene no
1: it has a mm-hmm. like a horse stampede that's like all CGI and it these two char- these these characters are all like there were the two of them because like there's the Abraham Lincoln is chasing after the vampire who killed his mom and they're like kind of running through this stampede and then they're like riding mm-hmm. horses and then like the one the vampire like is sp- Grabs a horse by its foot and starts spinning it around and like throwing it at Abraham Lincoln. And Abraham Lincoln mm-hmm. like gets out of the way and ducks or whatever. And then they're like running across the horses like platformers, um... <laughs>
0: like on top of the horses, on top of the horses. Oh.
1: Like, they're on their run, yeah. jump. They're, like, running on the backs of the horses, and they're jumping across it. It's um, it's astonishing, because it's just, like, I was laughing, because it's just, like, wow. They're, they're really going for it. And then there's a scene where they're, they're on a cliff, and, like, the vampire's, like, hanging on the edge. And, like, <laughs> you're, like, oh, no. Is he going to go flying through the air? And he sure does. And then the other guy, he goes sliding down the hill, and they finish off their battle. <sighs> it's something i'm surprised that i don't hear more people shit talk that sequence cuz it's up there
0: i mean what what people are shit talking this movie in general do you know what i mean it's it'll no, be no. like going to see a piece of shit and be like well it's a piece of shit i knew that no. but it's yeah. i'm still not impressed you yeah. know what i mean right it's got it's
1: got it has got the horse the horse stampede scene mm.
0: yeah I, i'm not going to lie to you Jared. i know why you did it but you probably didn't need to. It was
1: it was there. It was just on uh Disney Plus. So, hmm. so just... Oh, Disney Plus even. Mm. Mm-hmm. Damn. Yeah, it's Fox. So Yeah. Yeah. yeah it I, sounds I, so, I, bad. so I gave up after like an hour or so, after the horse thing, and then when they get, got to the plantation and the characters were still talking. It's just like this stinks. I yeah. got I, I got it. I got it. I didn't need any more.
0: i I hear you i mean it's like i've said a lot of times that's probably like this podcast people get about 10 minutes in and go
1: it's true it stinks i've seen the stats on youtube
0: yeah they say this is not what i wanted (laughs) yeah this is not my kind of thing and then you go me going
1: on giving an endless recap of a movie that people have already seen
0: yeah blah 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 yeah i know no. I know. Well what else do you watch?
1: I I watched the second part of South Park post COVID, The Return of COVID. And good? Uh I didn't enjoy it as much as the first part on the whole. Mm. Uh, but it's the ending it's like got one of the most like I don't know, weirdly dark, kinda sad endings that I was not expecting. But it's like it's it's a happy ending, but there's this one beat in particular that's like, oh, Oh, I feel really bad (laughs) (laughs) because they, they fix, they, they fix the future, but it's like, Uh... it doesn't end well for one person. And you're kind of like, well, you know what, considering all things, it's like, that's a pretty bad person. It probably deserved it. But you're like, Oh, that's
0: really sad. I mean, did the person actually deserve it though? Well, I mean they're cartoons, so I mean oh. they're not real. <laughs>
1: but in the context and in the continuity of uh, the show, it makes total sense in some ways. You're like, yeah, that's a pretty hateful little person, isn't it?
0: Are, are we talking about you, uh, or just a separate person?
1: Separate, separate. Of, okay. Obviously, obviously. Okay. I. I uh, yeah. What else? What else? So, Blast Fighter. I'd seen. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd seen Keegan's. Uh, Mention of Blast Fire, I went, I know that movie. And I saw, it's on YouTube, in pretty decent quality. And? So I popped it on. It's got yeah. a pretty sweet uh, piece of music. Good good uh, opening track. Something like Tentacles? But then I was like, Keegan, are you, you're recommending this to Jared and RJ? A movie that's got like, just like, animals getting killed? <laughs> like, a lot. Is that what this movie is about? Well, it's about hunting deers, mm.
0: and uh, this
1: is an Italian movie, RJ.
0: Mm. And this person recommended this to me. Uh, apparently,
1: And I went, ooh, mm. ooh, bad, bad form, bad form. Even if it's uh, not not a real kill, but yeah. there's, there's some things that's like, ooh, no, 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 no.
0: I mean, I, I just gotta say, there's no easier way to turn me off of uh, your trust and movie recommendations more than recommending movies with animal stuff. Uh, never again is what I would say. Never again. Never again. Would I take that advice?
1: But was it good though? It was okay. Um, yeah, I'm trying to remember. Very what much it was about? About it. Uh, recap: The Force of Vengeance. Former cop Jake Tiger Sharp returns to his old hometown after having been in prison for the murder of his wife's killer. Illegal hunting seems to be widespread, and inbred rednecks control the city with an iron fist. I I don't know mm. what where the inbred part comes in, but there is a lot
0: so, of maybe it's just implied. A
1: lot of hicks. There's a lot of hicks. Jake manages to make himself an enemy to hillbillies, and he and his newly found daughter had to flee for their lives. Fortunately, Jake, a G.A.T. that can shoot grenades and rockets, and then trails off. A what? That's it? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, that's what happens, and then he shoots rockets and stuff.
0: Uh, I mean, it sounds okay. I know what you're doing, Jerry. You're playing coy because you want me to watch this movie, too. You're holding back a little bit because you mm-hmm. want to... Yeah, the whole...
1: you should definitely watch it. Yeah, so he goes... The stuff I remember is uh, he saw his partner get killed by a, a crazy person. Mm-hmm. And then he... But, of course, the, the crazy person's the son of a rich man. And... He he's like pursuing him, and then the crazy man shows up at his house and kills his wife. And so he's like, how this. crazy? Oh, He's pretty. Oh, he's a serial killer. He's he's sick.
0: Yeah, but he he's just gonna go to prison. and He'll be out because that's the justice system.
1: Well, that's the problem. Mm-hmm. And if he, but of course, his father's like, well, I I'll, I will testify that I'll give him his alibi. He was with me the whole time. Every time it's happened, even though the guy's admitting to killing, uh, and then he just shoots him dead, and then he goes to jail for it, and he hmm. gets out. Uh, he's given this like crazy gun that can shoot like dart bullets. It's like that a sounds cool. It's like a, it's like a tranquilizer breaks. gun, but it's like a bullet, but then it breaks apart and shoots tranquilizers. That's
0: cool.
1: Yeah, amongst other things. Um, so yeah, he goes he goes up there, and he was he's gonna live a little peaceful life. Uh, in his hometown, where ch- giant George Eastman's hanging around, and his brother and a bunch of other scumbags, they're all poachers who have to like go kill deers, uh, but they have to bring them back alive, because then the organs are alive to be harvested by an, an Asian man who sells them back in uh, Asia, and this, mm. this, this upsets him. Because while he's out hunting, he sees them hunt a deer, kill it, leave it for dead, though. And like it's not quite dead, he's like, "Won't you put it out of its misery?" They're like, "Mind your own business!" And then he blows it away, and they're like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! Where'd you get that gun?" And then he then he takes off. But when he's like kind of taking off, he comes across like a little baby deer, and he like mm-hmm. he is he just like takes this like little baby deer and like put puts it in the car with him, and he like drives it down with the little baby deer, and he's like feeding it. Um and then he goes in to like I don't know the general store, has a conversation with George Eastman, and he gets back to his car. The baby deer's throat's been slit by the hillbillies. Now, hmm. now, now it's on, but for like um, a, for like a minute, then then like it, it it cools off again, and then until it heats up again when this this like twenty something year old girl shows up. And He's like, I'm your daughter. He's like, Oh. Why would the hillbillies kill the deer? Cuz they're assholes. They're they're not they're just mm. hillbillies and assholes. And then his partner, her boyfriend, they all show up and of course they're killed, attempted rape, killing, and then now now, now it's on. And now it's like Rambo, but the, hill, the instead of cops running after him, it's like all hillbillies. It's kind of like Blood mm. Game.
0: Ooh, blood Game is good. It is good. Better except a, for the except for the one thing,
1: yeah. Well, it's better than it's better than Blast Fighter. I, I would recommend Blood Games over, uh, Blast Fighter for sure. But it's okay. Mm-hmm. It's not bad for uh, right. the, the, the Italian Shitama.
0: I mean, who doesn't like Shitama? <clears throat> Is what Duncan would say. That's what the
1: Dunks would say. But what else? What else? Um, another reminder to people: Hey don't be sleeping on watching these Adam Curtis documentaries.
0: Oh yeah. You watched one more,
1: right? Yeah. Uh, rewatched, rewatched century of the self.
0: Oh, that's the one you like quite a bit.
2: Yep.
1: Holds up. Holds up. You sure? I I saw some people mention that like, I feel like it's repetitive, but it's also originally broadcast as a four episode weekly thing. So it needs a little bit. Yes. It was by design. Uh, when it, when it, aired originally in 2002
0: yeah. where is this available to watch
1: youtube
0: okay
1: it's all okay. on youtube so make you sure know. you make sure you have like an ad blocker or something so you don't get ads i don't well you can get it on your browser pretty easily it's free
0: what about on my tv Cause well, that's where i'd want to watch a four hour well how about on, can, my can, TV. Well,
1: on your new tv that i'm hearing yes. about you yes. should be able to uh, stream it from your device onto your screen if it's a smart television. It is. There you go. You're in business then. Okay. You beat the system.
0: I beat the system? Yeah. So I'm selling this old TV, and, and like the question I get every day, is this a smart TV? No.
1: No. Is this and a smart TV? No, nobody wants no. it. Yeah. How much do you want for it?
0: Uh, it is a 55-inch TV, and I put it up for $150, but I was going to take 100 <laughs>
1: They on there? Oh, is it is it a smart TV? The problem is, is like a fifty five inch smart TV is like what five hundred?
0: Yeah, but a lot of people don't have that, right? So I I was very clear in the ad. I said, and I the reason you didn't see this was because Marketplace has a blocker where people who are friends with you can't see your ads. So I put that up there. Uh, but I put um, so I can't see your uh, no your your collections. No, uh, I think I put on there. I was like, it's an old TV. I said it's clean get static sometimes i was like would be perfect for a garage or a kid's room because i was trying to make it my point there it's like it's an old tv you know it's not one of them smart ones
1: maybe you could sell them your uh roku you don't i need, don't ha- well, whatever, whatever, I have well fire, fire where, stick yeah you, you don't need that anymore
0: i know i i uh i i'm realizing that we might sell that we you saw it sell
1: with the tv say it's like a smart tv i could do that and just and wipe your data and then
0: you're good i i could could smart some uh, smart guy it's a century of the self i heard that kind of stuff see yeah. how i brought it back there you brought it's it back seamless
1: you know it's also like the century of the self what new york ninja
0: oh yeah that's that's almost like idaho um iditarod
1: so a yeah do you know anything about this no so uh, vinegar syndrome put this out it's part of their new line of New movies, and this like is a new
0: mo- movies
1: n- new to you, but new to oh, okay. all, but new to all people. Okay. So this movie was originally shot in
0: 1984.
1: Okay, and the the materials for this film fell into the hands of the vinegar syndrome people, the editors and whatnot, and they decided, hey, I, I, I'm not sure if they didn't have sound because they completely re-recorded all the dialogue for all the characters in the movie. And completely, mm-hmm. like, started from scratch. Like, they basically finished the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they have, like, kind of, like, an all-star cast of, like, B, C-list actor types. So you have, like, Cynthia Rockwell, Don Wilson, um, uh, Michael Berryman. She's, who, like, probably the most obvious voice that I could pick out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lena Quigley. Like, there are all these people. Like, that that tier of person.
2: You, God yeah, damn.
1: I, you I just see Sharon Mitchell. Is she yeah. actually... Uh, she's a, uh, she's a porn actress from the era. Oh. She's a woman on, tra- now she's the voice. I wonder if she's the voice or if she actually is in the movie. She might've been actually in the movie. But Cher Mitchell's really cool, actually. So she was in um, Maniac. She's one of the, vic- mm-hmm. I think I think she's, mm-hmm. yeah, she's one of the victims in there. But she's actually a uh, an advocate now and actually uh, became a doctor and basically deals with the industry in terms of like, you know, doing, you know, uh, HIV testing. Properly. Oh. But yeah, no, I didn't I s didn't notice her in the movie when I was watching it. I think mm. it might have been like a blink and you missed it. Or like it was just her voice. Mm-hmm. So they scavenge this movie together, which has the following synopsis. After his wife is murdered, a man becomes a ninja to take revenge on her killers across the streets of New York in this film that was originally abandoned in 1984 until it was discovered and completed by Vinegar Syndrome that that's it um this stars a man named jean lu Chung-Lang uh, who plays John uh, whose wife is killed by some uh die hard uh, sorry death wish three style gangs and man this this movie feels like a ninja turtles like cartoon that sounds good it is like there's like a radioactive man that shows up at one point like the radioactive man, a radioactive. Or he's a, he's oh. radioactive, but he's not a superhero like Radioactive Man.
0: I see, I see.
1: And there's ninjas for days, and they're all like kind of. But this movie's so clean in how it presents everything. Like they're not gru- hmm. they're not grummy enough. They're uh, wearing like just like clothes that they like. They're, they're 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 very coordinated as a gang, and they just pull like. Uh, like pantyhose over their head a lot of the time but they were, a lot of them were just different like shit so I, I'm pretty sure they use the same seven or eight actors but they just dress them differently in each scene so it looks like they're different gang members but they're mm. o- they're, but they're fully disguised so like you can never really see
0: their heads I know what you mean yeah so yep. uh, this is, this so is not sh- enough grime is this, what you're
1: saying yeah it's not it doesn't feel like it, this is a rotten apple movie don't get me wrong yep, but it doesn't but... feel like off, it doesn't feel authentic enough like, where it's, like, overrun with filth, the way that I
0: demand it. The the real Duncan kind of filth. Is that what we're talking about here? Where it's, like, people who just have mustard on their shirts.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: That they, like, try to, like, rub off, but then just gets, like, deeper into the fibers.
0: Yeah, and then you're like, And hey. then they
1: go, oh, I should take care of that when I get home. Throw it in the wash. And then they go, oh, I hate the wash. And then the next thing you know, there's no ketchup with that mustard. On that shirt, and, and, and they do the same thing and they go, "Ah, I should take care of that. I should put it in the wash, and they go, "Oh, I hate doing the laundry and, and so on. and soon they're like then they got cake on there.
0: there's cake on there mm-hmm Yeah. I don't know about that, Jared. I'm just not quite sure about all that. just doesn't seem right, but it's um it's a movie.
1: What high praise. <laughs> it's way too much money for it. It's like it comes in this like fancy box set. It ha- apparently the documentary on it's better than the movie itself.
0: Isn't see, that always the case?
1: I, I don't know. This this could be like some, uh, I don't know. If, it's no Tammy and the T-Rex, but it feels like sort of same vibes. It's
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. See, that's another movie that like, I think we've talked about this before, but like Tammy and the T-Rex, I watched it I was like, like, even if I was in a big room full of people, I don't think I would be, like, you know, laughing and yucking it up and stuff like that. I uh, was like, it's fine. Not even one yuck? I'd maybe huh, but I wouldn't huh yuck. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean?
1: I know exactly what you mean. hmm mm-hmm. But the reason why I watched New York Ninja is because my Vinegar Syndrome order from Black Friday arrived just Ooh. in time. It's a Christmas miracle. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And, uh huh. And what I'm super stoked about is the f- big like folk horror box set that came out from Severin Ooh. also arrived, which has that uh, folk horror documentary on it, which is like three and a half hours. I'll probably have to get to you sometime over the holiday that break. That sounds kind of cool. Yep, and it's got like a whole bunch of sweet folk horror movies in there that I now own decent copies of, like well now like Eyes of Fire, which I'm uh, really curious to see how it looks, not in VHS. Eyes of Fire? Eyes of Fire. Mm. It's pretty, that sounds cool. It's pretty cool. And uh, But, so I, was, I, I continued to start digging through my Vinegar Syndrome order, which was like whatever it was 12 or 14 movies. Mm-hmm. I watched uh, one that I wish I had available to me for Creeptober this year Mail Order Murder The Story of Wave Productions. Uh, Sounds awesome. I good. don't know if you recall me uh, talking about Wave Productions a couple of years ago.
0: Maybe uh, a little bit.
1: Maybe a little bit. He directs this basically, this guy, this Gary Whitson guy. He directs movies like Vampire Brides, for instance,
2: mm, uh, Horror okay, Tales yeah.
1: 666. So, yeah. he, so his business is. He makes fetish videos on demand by mail order, mm. but he's made these are all loggable on Letterbox, but or sorry, only fourteen are loggable on Letterbox currently. Uh, but I'm, I'm gonna still
0: go. Mm. Oh, sorry,
1: sorry. Oh, I'm wrong on that. A hundred and five of the films he's directed. He's he's acted in fourteen of them. So uh. he, has, he has a clientele. He he started off, you know, in that. I don't know, post 1983 phase, as the documentary lays out, of shot on video movies. Yeah. And uh, yeah, he kind of came to it. What? And yeah, around later in the 80s, making such films like Dead North, Dungeon of Death, Sleep Over Massacre, Witchfinder, The Misadventures of Fanny Starr, Trilogy of Death, Halloween Horrors, Slaughtered Secretaries. Psycho dance, psycho vampire, perforations. (laughs) Mm. Mm -hmm. So, this is a 90 minute documentary uh, directed or co directed by a guy named William Hellfire who modeled his own film career after Gary Whitson's. Is that good? Uh, Well, (laughs) it is what it is a living. Oh, okay. he, he he makes movies uh, to sell at horror conventions, and he'll like you, yeah. you, you find the right girl that uh, dudes will pay to see have things done to them. Um, mm. It's all very consensual, RJ. Don't you worry. Okay. Uh, this the uh, Gary Whitson, uh, He's got some of those like BTK uh, vibes. I feel. Mm. Yeah, but but he's found an outlet because he also kind of reminds me of a uh, Night Beast guy. The director of that. Oh, yeah. A dollar. A little bit. Yeah. He's got that same thing, but it's like instead he's like in his house. He's like, okay, I'm the cameraman and I'm going to be the killer and the director. So I'm going to go over to the camcorder and go, and action. And then he hits the button. He's like, he's not really in a costume. He's barely in a costume. He's just like a guy in a t shirt. And he goes over and starts like pretending to strangle her. And she pretends mm. to struggle. And you're like, yeah, this is cinema. And he's made hundreds of them, and people are like, "I want to see this." And they, they, he had a he had a little stable of actors that he came to use. Um, well, I think they added this William Hellfire guy. He was doing the same deal. He had a what Misty Monday. Um,
0: Misty Monday.
1: Yeah, Misty Monday. M U N D A E, and the the one girl that. Gary Witson used that was very popular. in RJ uh. T- Tina Kraus. And there's okay. and there's several movies with both of them in it. Okay. No.
0: I'm still here. You're still here. It's okay. I'm still
1: listening. It's it's there's an od- there's an audience for everything. Okay. Kind yeah. For, for everything. So I watched this. It started off pretty interesting. I was like, oh, I love I love these sort of like overviews of a director's career. This is, this should be really strong, but it doesn't have like a score. <laughs> so there's oh. this endless scenes of people just talking and there's no music to like drive things at all. You're yeah. like, you couldn't have found some like weirdo to do like some generic music over top of your documentary mm-hmm. just, just to like make it go a little faster. And if and you, it starts feeling really repetitive, because <laughs> it's like, yeah yeah, here's another story. And like talking at depth about, um, uh, asphyxiation. And it's like, how long would it take? And it's like, yeah, you're like shooting this movie in like for 60 minutes, you're just pretending to be strangled. And you go, well mm. wow, Hell yeah. What what, 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 this is art.
0: Um, but art isn't real, Jer. I feel like you should know about that by now.
1: <laughs> I should. But here I am. You should. Talk, by talking, now. talking about art. Well, Jared. Yeah. of Jared, of Jared. dudes paying ladies to like, you know, put pie cream pies into each other's faces, like in bra and panties in the woods, but they're also vampires. Oh my god! In the middle of the day. Oh my god! Cinema, and then one yeah. last one I watched, and this is like, so this was not actually a Vinegar Syndrome movie. It's one of their partner labels, mm-hmm. uh, which is also like the film Shattered. Which I was also planning on watching in October, but I was like, I might as well just wait till I get this fancy blu-ray of this shot on video movie from 1994. Uh, so Shatter Dead, I've heard of this mm-hmm. movie for a really long time. never watched it. Is I was like, this could go a, lo- a couple different ways, but I feel like I've grown and matured enough as a person to finally watch mm. Shattered Dead D- directed I by one Scooter McRae
0: Wow, what a, what a real person It is, it's a name What you a th- real person for think, sure You don't think
1: there's people named Scooter?
0: Um, yeah, but Scooter McCrae? That's a name I don't
1: know. This uh, apparently, this guy was buddies with uh, old one Hal Hartley, one of uh, Sam Sanchez's dudes.
0: You think he was also friends with Wings Hauser? I
1: he wishes.
0: Ah, uh, okay, gotcha.
1: But so Shattered Dead is a movie that I think uh, you would not like. Mm. There, <laughs> there's okay. some, there's some uh, erotic elements to this movie. A little too erotic. A little too erotic. It opens up with this this uh, this young woman uh, being taken from behind by this other woman, and this goes on for like I don't know thirty seconds. And there's like this kind of like like it's it feels very miserable. Like you're not like and you're not going to be enjoying any of this, RJ. Mm. And and but then like. At one point, apparently, at orgasm, the the the, the woman uh, given it, she mm-hmm. she sprouts angel wings.
0: To what end? Exactly. Okay.
1: And then, and then we cut to this, like, what looks like I don't know downtown Nanton.
0: Oh, is the candy store there?
1: No, can no candy store.
0: Damn. Yeah.
1: This is the other side of the highway. Um, oh. So there's a lot of establishing shots of the, uh, the downtown, and mm-hmm. then we have this this girl, this new character, who might be played by Stark Raven. Stark Raven, yeah, uh, which is different than the, the character or the actress named Flora
0: Fauna. What about Raven Stank? What about Tony Stank? Do what you about, know about what, Tony what about Stank?
1: Marco North.
0: That doesn't sound real.
1: Okay. So she's walking down the street, uh, and you start seeing these people kind of in those little alcoves of like, you know, a main street in front of these little, these retail outlets. And you're just like, Oh, it's like homeless people. But then you start noticing there's something wrong with them. Some of them have signs like I, I am dead. And, uh, Arm was taken for a scientific experiment. Need money, mm. and you start realizing as there's these close ups. It's like these are zombies. Oh, so this movie is in a universe where people die, but then they're not dead. They just never get better. They mm. so if you, if you yeah, die, get it. if you die, you're like you know, if you anything happens to your body, it just stays there body doesn't regenerate or like you know heal wounds anymore you're just like that way and so you lose an arm you're like oh i've lost my arm <laughs> so it, i don't know there's all these de- sad dejected zombie people They are just regular people mm-hmm. who can, they can still talk they can work jobs they can drive um, they're just sad they're just sad because like once you once you die you're not really dead you're just sad you're just like huh. fuck.
0: I'm dead now. Sounds like pretty pretty interesting. Yeah, it,
1: I think for like as a concept, it's really good. I don't think the movie ever like lives up to that, but it also has this genre uh, long kind of feeling to it. But it's also mm. American and this it was shot on like you know cheap, well probably fairly expensive at the time, digital cameras in mm. 1994. Uh, so the restoration of this though looks like, like amazing for what it is. Mm-hmm. But it's about this girl. She's like, she gets robbed, uh, or basically, her car gets stolen by this zombie group. That just like they're not—they're trying to like eat her. They just want her car.
0: And uh, they're like, "We just gotta go. We we need a place to go."
1: And of course, so RJ, if you don't know someone's dead that you're talking to, how do you how would you check?
0: Um, check their underpants. Well, what they do
1: is they they have a, people, the living people. They have little glass mirrors or little mirrors, and they just like uh, they hold it under the nose and they hold a gun. I see. They're like they have like they hold a gun to their head. <laughs> it's like I don't know why they're so suspicious of the dead, but uh, seems they, like
0: there'd be easier ways to do that too. Yeah,
1: but I mean it's a it's a movie made probably for like very little money, um, and and there's mm. some some sort of plan, <laughs> I guess, with the angel. <laughs>
0: Kind of plan, Jared. I don't
1: know. I don't know. Uh, eventually, she winds up holed up in this house where, where like, half of the people. Well, this is like where the the beginning of the story, and mm-hmm. the, the, this other character convene, and this woman that we saw in the very very opening, she's now pregnant because of what happened. Yes, she. But it, it took. But she's been like 18, she's been pregnant for like eighteen months. Oh. So there's things going on, and then there's some, some pretty extreme violence, <laughs> like people, like uh, pregnant people, getting shot through the back and then out the front, and they're on the stairs. And you're just mm. like, what the fuck? It's like stuff. You're just like, huh? You know, that's pretty ambitious effects work. But then you're fine because you're just like, oh, I, I'm I'm as I'm alive. I'm a I'm a
0: dead person that's still walking around. I mean, that's kind of like what we all are, though, you know? Exactly. Did they have cell phones? They did not. Damn. Damn. Almost.
1: Almost did. Almost. almost. It. Yeah, it's not. It's unfortunately not like cell. <sighs> ah, shit. So,
0: so it didn't have that kind of ending either, I'm guessing? It, it did not. It did not. Well, you, you almost had me, Jared, but yeah. you lost me in the end.
1: There is definitely some uh, penises are like handguns imagery oh <laughs> like, you lost like me very, yeah exactly so this movie it, it weaves in and out of like this could be something RJ's into and then no and then yeah. back, oh, maybe a little bit
0: no no You're yeah. pretty picky Jared I know I'm pretty you're, picky you're finicky I know I know I'm all over the place people don't know what to think about me see people always say that
1: I'm hard to pin down that I'm nah, a wild you're pretty
0: card. you're pretty basic yeah, or not basic. You're pretty. You're pretty easy to understand. You yeah. like these things that you like.
1: I like these things that I like. Simple yeah. as that. Anyways, Simple. so yeah, I I don't know. I I really like Shattered Dead, but at the same time, I don't. I I can't recommend it to human beings.
0: I yeah, that's fine. But, you don't have to.
1: Yeah, I think to. it's worth watching, but uh, I'm I'm not going to say thumb thumbs up. Watch it, cause
0: just say thumb. Exists.
1: Thumb, ex- it's exists. It's a it dead, it's, it's a dead thumb. It's a dead thumb. It's not growing back.
0: You had to be there, I guess. Exactly. You had to be there.
1: Hey, RJ, you got any news? Nah. You, you don't want to talk about uh, Lenny Kravitz's daughter studying cat fights and to, for her performance as Catwoman?
0: I mean, that's ridiculous.
1: Now, do you think she's ever seen that photo of her dad hanging dong? Oh, oh.
0: I hope not, because that'll change your life. (laughs) Especially if it's your dad. Especially if it's your dad. No one ever ever thinks about that, do they? No, they don't. They don't. Uh, I would say I hope not, but yeah, that was pretty ridiculous. That was pretty ridiculous. But oh well. The way she goes. The way she goes. So you ready to talk about um, Scottish people? am i after the break young fluke leon um that's the movie that's the movie what else we got here
1: <laughs> that's it that's, that's it. it okay uh after the break don't go for picnics with goat herders yeah
2: that wants you and you're looking for some
1: This is the Criterion Creeps Podcast, and tonight we're talking about The Virgin Spring from 1960, directed by Ingmar Bergman. Who? Perv Man. So, a synopsis for this Mm -hmm. film, RJ. Devout Christians, Tor and Moretta send their only daughter, the virginal Karen, and their foster daughter, the unrepentant Ingeri to deliver candles to a distant church. Yeah. On their way through the woods, the girls encounter a group of savage goat herders who brutally rape and murder Karen as Angary remains hidden. When the killers unwittingly seek refuge in the farmhouse of Tor and Moretta, Tor plots a fitting
0: revenge. Is that what happens in this movie? Kinda. Kinda? Kinda, kinda. Um,
1: So yeah, this is a rewatch for me. I've seen this movie before, and Mm -hmm. I'm trying to remember the context of why I sought this out specifically. And I think it was actually because it was on cartoonist Johnny Ryan's top 46 horror films that he did informally on Facebook. Back in, like, yeah. like 2010 or something like that.
0: And you went, Bergman? Horror? You said, I gotta check this out.
1: Right. And, because, like, I'd heard of The Virgin Spring and Passing, and the only reason I'd ever heard of it, I think, was because it would be mentioned when you read about a little movie called Last House on the Left, because there's always this idea, it's mm-hmm. like, well... Wes Craven, an intellectual, uh mm-hmm. he he knew good movies and he, he studied Bergman and of sure. course he looked he wa he would have watched the version Spring, um, when it was probably being screened in America to American audiences, and he went, I could do that.
0: Uh, he went he went, Hey, people don't know I uh people don't know Icelandic filmmaker Ingmar Bergman. Oh, I, I, I don't
1: think he would have intentionally uh trying to disguise that, but he's like, the story, it's so, it's so visceral. It needs to be retold. It needs to be retold. So that's how my initial memory of Virgin Spring would have originated. Well, then of course, mm. when I saw in this list and it's like, what's this Virgin Spring about? It's a, it's a rape revenge movie. Ingmar Bergman, the man who brought us the seventh seal. He's, mm. he's mm-hmm. dallying in this kind of filth, this sort of base storytelling
0: allegedly no
1: allegedly um so i watched it you know many years ago and my memory of it was very positive and me thinking it's one of the the best of bergman for sure. a couple of reasons i remember being a great looking movie mm-hmm. uh kind of like it's very simple maybe but it is also mm-hmm. Uh, it fe- it feels complex uh, in its simplicity because it's it's very kind of vague and in in terms of like filling in the gaps of like what's it saying here? There's like a, like I don't know if you call it magic realism or like weird spiritual like m- miracle things going on, but mm-hmm. like but it's the same thing. Like well yeah, this is the guy who did Seven Seal. This is a movie about like a, a knight playing chess with death. This is a guy who who uh, isn't afraid to mingle. <laughs> uh mm-hmm. with the, with like forces of the universe and them interacting with people. And we get like a little bit of that. But we also have just like grim reality come down and just mm-hmm. like brutalize uh an innocent person. And, yeah. and it's just kind of like damn, there's there's no coming back from that.
0: Well we're I'm I'm curious here 'cause I didn't I didn't really catch it. What were the parts of uh this magical realism you're talking about in this one? I,
1: two Two bits. Two. Okay, because yeah, we'll, we'll, I didn't we'll, get we'll, any of that. We'll, we'll keep track of we'll keep track of them. Uh, we'll okay. go through this. We'll go through the story though. Okay. 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 It's pretty well the uh, not quite the middle and the very end.
0: Okay.
1: Okay. So uh, the movie opens up with the. Uh, the, the foster daughter, the unrepentant in Gary, uh, yes. as the synopsis puts it. And she is lighting a fire. A fire that will become important uh, as, the, <laughs> as the as the movie reaches its conclusion. Um, and she's just looking at it very intently. She's basically probably one of the first people up in the... They call it like a the farm. What do they call it? A farmhouse. It's like kind of just like this mm. homestead. Uh, if, something if, like that, it feels guy. like it kind of feels fortressy. Like it's not, but like, it's yeah, like, it's out it's in like the middle fort. of nowhere. It's, you gotta you have to have wall. You gotta have walls, RJ. You gotta have yeah. walls. You, you gotta you gotta keep bad people out, RJ.
0: Oh, I'm aware. There's yeah. some bad dudes out there, dude. Yeah.
1: Well, when you're when you're out in the woods, uh, uh, you never know when goat, uh, her- herds people. will show up and others.
0: Mm. You got to watch out for those um, guys.
1: So we have uh, a a woman, this young woman um, who has like, just like thick, dark hair. looks like a little wild and it's like super simple, like makeup. That's very effective. Mm-hmm. Uh, she reads that way, but it's like kind of this idea that's like, oh, she's like all scaff- scruffy and scampy and stuff like that. <laughs> even though it's, like, you clearly tell us like this person's gorgeous, <laughs> like under this makeup. It's like, yeah, yeah. but um. And then she's like, well, she's pregnant. And she's moving around. I don't know. I mean, I doubt that the uh, actor was pregnant. Uh, She's probably wearing uh, some padding, a suit on her, and moving about and struggling. And then she kind of like has this moment where she's like looking around. And then she kind of goes toward this giant um, log that kind of holds up the vent that lets the smoke from the fire leave the (laughs) building. And she starts praying to Odin.
0: She, she, she's, she does pray to Odin. She's calling, to, she's calling
1: to Odin. Odin, come set, mm-hmm. to, to, to set her free.
0: Do you think that Odin would? Come? Yeah. Do you think he'd come and help out? Or... We'll find out. We'll find mm. out.
1: Um. So, yeah, these are like, it's just kind of like, Stuff like minor little details, especially when you go back through a movie maybe for some screenshots after the fact, you go, Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, they're, they're setting up this whole room real early.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, and it's yeah.
1: like, Oh, that's that's nice, that's uh, it's good it's stuff you don't pick up on the first time through, or even like you know, 10 mm. years between your first and second viewing. But when you kind of go back through for those screenshots, mm. as all movies should be viewed via
0: just for screenshot for the memes, yeah. Yeah, foot, I agree. Foot, 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 foot. How'd you give? How'd you get screenshots of this though? Because it's—I watched it on the Criterion Channel, um, and they have screenshotting disabled.
1: I watched it on my. I was watching it on our browser, Chrome, and then I just Command Shift Three, buddy, and it's and, uh, and, I, got, and I got nice crisp shots.
0: Well, you might have to be doing the screenshotting for a while because every time I try to screenshot, I just get it. Gets, it goes full black when I try to print screen. What was that? Command Shift 3? Is that what well, you said?
1: I'm, but I'm on a, I'm on a uh, MacBook, my friend. Uh, see,
0: so yeah, I just have this, a print this screen. This is,
1: what, this is what people tune in for. This is why our YouTube uh, is sailing. Wow. Millions of viewers. Yeah, we're doing good. We're doing good. Um, we're introduced to Mom and Pa. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're God-fearing folk. We see them praying uh, first thing getting ready for the day. The mom's a little bit more hardcore. She's like, yes. time to pour the hot burning candle wax on my wrist.
0: Uh,
1: for, for, for to, fun, for solidarity with Jesus and his suffering. Oh, yeah. I get, it. I and get he, it. And Pa tries to stop. He's like, what the fuck are you doing? And she's like, no, let me, let me so do, you got to take your penance
0: a little, a little softer. Yeah. Don't be so hard on yourself.
1: Exactly. Um, and then we're introduced to we sort of like it's just like a rolling out of like kind of some of the characters. There's this older servant woman who it's like I, I think she just I, I don't think there's any relationship between her it, or in Gary, but it, I mean for all we know it could be her mother, <laughs> but, but I think it's just like I think they describe her as a foster daughter, so she just lives with this family and they've kind of taken her in. But now that she finds herself in this situation being pregnant there's mm-hmm. a lot of like constant like beratement from this older servant who's just like well look at you the way you carry on you got yourself into this and then even um when uh, moretta she's just like we should we should kick you out immediately as soon as soon uh, as you did this so it's like she's almost like yeah. yeah she's like this foster daughter who they're just like constantly shaming for being a little yeah, too I wild mean, that is... she's not god-fearing
0: enough well yeah that is, like, step kid thing, right? It's just like, fuck, you're just not fitting it. fitting in here. Yeah. You just don't respect God enough. And then they get her with uh, one of those Texas rattlesnakes.
2: Mm-hmm. Texas
0: heard, sharpshooters. You know lot, that
1: one, Derek? I've, I've heard a lot about that. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the older servant woman also mentions, that, uh, she's talking to this, the little chick, the little chickadee, and just, mm-hmm. like, uh, talking about, oh, you're living out your miserable little life. <laughs> Wretched. I
2: mean, Wretched something life. Wretched life. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and then there's some, so yeah, in in Gary's like kind of at work, uh, one of those things is like, you know, you get the milk, you get that, uh, that bovine pus and you got to strain it through some, uh, some herbs.
0: That is, that is the way to do it, chart. Yep. That is the way to
1: do it. And then, then you get some communal milk dipping. Uh,
0: well, what have you, what do you dunk your bread in? (laughs) Uh, not, not milk? But if you were to dunk, when you're having dinner with, like, the family, like, say this Christmas, maybe, um, only your close contacts, obviously. But say mm-hmm. you guys were having a, uh, a bowl of something, like, so let's say buffalo chicken dip. Would you guys all dunk in, in that?
1: Buffalo chicken dip.
0: You ever had one of those? It's good. It's like you take cream cheese with, like, chicken, you put some buffalo sauce on there. What's your favorite dip? Bean dip? You bean dip guy? No. <laughs> um you dip anything are you not a dip guy
1: i like i like my own little um philadelphia like dill pickle dip dip
0: for, for your okay for my chips well you got to remember this is eight thousand years ago where they were when <laughs> they did they still had the dill pickle dip but they didn't have enough for individualized one they had to share is what i'm saying is they had to share
1: <laughs> more more like 800
0: well no it's eight thousand. i checked okay i asked him, i see I, I called him i was like yo perv what this movie take place? so it,
1: sh- it should be noted that uh Christianity in these parts of this movie uh had only been around for like two hundred years
0: uh at the time at the time so
1: there's a little bit of uh you know that that paganism that call to odin it's still, it's still percolating under the surface uh but does it but yeah. at any at any point though is the, isn't the struggle always real which struggle is that true of oh, the the subjugation of christianity on
0: on true human nature, the weight of knowledge, mm-hmm. the weight of truth, mm-hmm. the weight of deception, salvation, <laughs> perhaps, Juliet. You know well, you know the the pagans—that's the deception. But the salvation is indeed, at hand,
1: indeed, indeed. If you embrace it,
0: if you embrace Well,
1: these—it seems like—and uh, this this dip in... I think uh, mm-hmm. one guy—he just like sticks his hand right in and just like was a little bit a little slurp it's like, Yeah, ugh. and this is not this is only the beginning of uh, some questionable uh, eating habits.
0: Uh, yeah, there's a some kid pukes in a bowl at one point. Well, that was also he kind of like slaps it. He kind of like yeah, bends it
1: flying. And then there's like some like oh, we don't have rags in this time, so I'm gonna use my yeah, hands just, to like wipe yeah, it off. Oh, no. you
0: can't waste that food. They're starving.
1: Well, they weren't like saving it. They're just, like wiping it off the table. Oh right. Yeah, it's not. I can. Then it's like, oh dear, oh boy. Um. So anyway, so so dad, um, uh, Max von Sydow. Hmm. He's trying to be like the the hard ass dad because they're all sitting around the dinner table and it's like, where's uh, where's our daughter? Where's where's Karen? And uh, she's she's sick. She's like she was up late. She was at she was dancing. She was dancing mm-hmm. with the boys. And it's like, Ooh. oh, she's asking for trouble. And he's like, should why she needs to do to her chores. She needs to take the candles to the church. And she's the only one who can do it because she's a virgin. Cause, um cause, cause the Bible, RJ. It's about the Bible. And uh, um, so, so yeah. Tor is trying to be like, you know, he's like trying to be a vet disciplinary. Um the the mom, she's like she's very dotting. And like she kind of like you know she tries to act. It's kind of weird because like she acts like the go-between with the dad, even though clearly the uh, the daughter Karen she she's got dad wrapped around her little finger.
0: Allegedly, it's, it's all there. Allegedly.
1: Yeah. So uh, mom though she had some premonitions. She had some upsetting dreams mm-hmm. recently, and it's been it's, put, it's putting her off her game. I don't know does that does that fi- uh, fit into the Bible, RJ?
0: Uh well yeah people have visions but
1: dreams dreams
2: um yeah I feel, I feel like
1: those are those those old gods those old gods are more about those premonitions
2: nah no
1: well so anyway uh they're they're finishing up and uh, and Gary she's sent off to make a grilled cheese sandwich. Essentially, is that what she's making? I think so. I, I think the there's, frog. Wow, well, that, that that winds up becoming a frog sandwich with a yeah, a piece of a big, nice, big loaf of bread, middle torn up, and there's like a frog, and then the frog, the frog alive, just kind of placed it between the bread and yeah, closed up, uh, and then that's the last we see of the frog for a while.
0: For a bit, for it, a bit,
1: it's like Chekhov's frog
0: sandwich. Is it alive or it's, dead? It's
1: a pretty long-standing uh, literary tradition.
0: Theater. uh theater frog sandwiches,
1: yeah Chekhov's frog sandwiches
0: yeah i I understand about frog sandwiches,
1: yeah, 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 you're like, when is it gonna happen what what's that frog doing <laughs> that frog all right
0: um it's a practical joke I, I yeah i I'm aware, but it was it it gets taken as a punishment from god is what yeah. i I interpret the little boy thinking.
1: But yeah, you you feel the resentment of Ingeri in this whole situation, and the way she gets treated. How everybody loves Karen, nobody loves Ingeri. She mm-hmm. just kind of cast aside. She's like, told you got to do the errands because well, Karen can't do anything around this place.
0: That's true. Yeah, she's delicate, Jared. Right? Mm-hmm. She met, and like those guys are like, well, what beautiful skin you have, and says, well, of course I'm a princess. And I say, what beautiful hands you have, and she says, well, of course I'm a princess. I have to have beautiful hands. She's a little bit too um, – she sets some stuff up there mm-hmm. where uh, the way she responds, it's like, mm, don't 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 play too many cards at once here. Okay. Don't talk about how delicate your skin is quite yet. Get to know these guys a little bit first, no. you know.
1: So mom goes to wake her up and say, hey, you got to get mm-hmm. up. She's like, oh, I don't want to. It's like, well, unless you're sick. Or I just don't want to. It's like, well, that's not good enough. You got to go. Your dad tells you. He's like, okay, well, I only want to go if I can wear that outfit I want to wear. It's it's very colorfully described here, presented in grayscale. Yes, <laughs> yeah. yes,
0: but it looks nice in gray.
1: It does, yeah. It's it's a very very uh, well made period dress, I guess. I'm not sure. How, I'm not sure how accurate it is to the time period, but I'm sure that uh, old Ingmar did his research, or his costume designers did. It's
0: definitely something like that.
1: Something like that.
0: Yeah. Uh, but
1: so it is, yeah. So again, like we have these like interesting relationships with these characters. It's not all just like everyone doesn't get along or everyone just loves each other. It's like clearly, and Gary's got like a real grudge, but at the same time, Karen's like, well, you and Gary should come along. She should come to church. Mm -hmm. Like she's like wants to be your friend. Like, she 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 wants, yeah. she wants someone to go with and she wants her to come. She hasn't been out for a while. She should come. So mm-hmm. she's looking out for her, even though Gary, like, totally resents her because of how her place is. And then um, you have this thing between uh, the parents. Because essentially, like, if you con- transferred the story to maybe, like, the 1950s of, if, if, like, contemporary Sweden, uh, mm-hmm. a lot of the same concerns would still be there. With, uh, with the parents and their
0: daughter. And stuff I mean, like probably that. even if you transported it to the, the ni- nineteen seventy-two, <laughs> or potentially two thousand and um, nine, two thousand and nine. Yeah, would be another time Ex- exactly. Might,
2: yeah. So
1: yeah, I mean, this is uh, you know, it, feel, it's, it feels and seems like it's medieval, but mm-hmm. at the same time, it's like all the concerns are still there. It feels yeah. like it extends beyond that. So, Mm -hmm. uh, she asked for her to come along and then like, you don't realize how claustrophobic you've been feeling this entire time in this homestead until they leave. And there's this like ridiculous shot of like the landscape around this farm. It's like beautiful, Mm -hmm. like untouched trees. It's like, this looks like a fantasy drawing. It's just like endless Mm -hmm. hills. And it's like, wow, this is like amazing. It's just a toss off shot. You never see that ever really again, except for you You see a hill with a tree, one lone tree standing on this hill, and you see it from a different angle than you do in the more iconic shot with uh, our, our, our tour, our Seed uh, Out wrestling with that tree.
0: Just a little bit. Yeah, I, yeah. Just what do you think he was trying to achieve there?
1: We'll get there. Oh. We're not right there yet. Um, so the girls are on their way. And we get to see some horizons.
0: Which kind of horizon?
1: The only kind,
0: Four, the, Fordian. Like the horizon.
1: The horizon. God
0: damn, you love yeah. to see it.
1: And these are uh, some some very legit ones, as we've seen Bergman use before. Who Bergman? Bergman. Yeah, you know, he's in the, dabbled in, the, in, the, in that Seventh Seal. You know, you know, dabbled. you know what I'm talking about. I do. These girls come across a uh, an interested farmer. He's very Uh, he's familiar. He's familiar with them. He's chatty, Mm -hmm. Uh, but this also leads to some high emotion between the two, like you know, foster sister and foster sister about the dance and like the. I don't know the the hormones of this uh, very pregnant young woman, and like, kind of like being on her own with this family that's not hers, where she's kind of set off to the side and treated not a, like not horribly, but rude, just,
0: just not great, dismissively,
1: rudely. Uh, but they're yeah. like they're they like yeah, they're they're always like gonna be like, well, at least we didn't kick you out, which is like this form of emotional abuse. And then yeah. she sees how her you know the one person her age, it's like she gets everything. And she's like, "Fuck you."
0: She like, "Fuck you." It's all a bitch. <laughs> I, I don't remember her adding that last part to it.
1: It's okay. <laughs> Bergman esque dialogue.
0: Yeah, 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 That one was new to me, but you know, whatever, whatever. And
1: and then, uh, the the two begin to reach the forest, and here
0: we get a crow. Does the crow caw? Perhaps a cause. What else does it do?
1: Uh, that's that's about it. But oh. there's a, there's an old man RJ at this river. What's that guy up to? We don't know. What's he doing? This old man with a with one eye, uh, with a with a crow.
0: Ah. What,
1: what, he, he, seems, he seems he seems a crow short. So he seems, he seems all decrepit. And so and Gary so he suddenly, does show up. Well, and Gary suddenly has this like fear of the woods. And it's like, mm-hmm. no, just go back, just go back to the homestead. I'll finish up and get the candles there. And she's like, no, no, we can't because she she, asked for she, she wants to stay. And she's just telling, uh, you know, Karen to go back so she can stay there and yeah. confer with this man. Cause she's got a, there's, there's a vibe RJ. She, a vibe. But, but Karen's like, no, 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 I'm going to go on. And she's like, cause she's tear. She says she's terrified of the woods, but she hangs out cause there's something happened here. Cause this guy. This guy, he's got a real Odin type vibe.
0: I mean, to be frank, he sounds a little bit more like Anubis. <laughs> Anub- Anubis? Anubis? You know about Anubis?
1: So we have a scene where yeah. she kind of goes into this cabin and there's a dialogue about like how he can hear things from around the world and like la- la- large cracks from other places and how uh, mm-hmm. things have diminished over time. But he's also a randy, perverted old man who he... wants to feel up this young pregnant woman. Uh, he which, was definitely which, randy. Which, which sends her flying, running away, and, yeah. and he's inside, and then she goes running, And impossibly, he just appears out of nowhere right by her where she is unable to uh, untie her horse.
0: Why do you think he did that?
1: I don't know. Because he's got
0: powers. Powers?
1: That's number one, RJ.
0: It's the first one? Okay. Yeah,
1: it's the first one. Um, Okay. So, yeah. So, she she kind of, like, is spooked out by this this, um, incident. She got the spooks bit. Yeah. eh? I mean, is it who she thought it was? Is it just some old... Herm or horny hermit well my favorite band
0: horny hermit (laughs) horny's hermits horny's hermits wow wow yeah Yeah, no that might be it could have been it could have been
1: um i made another note here some very fine horizons in this motion picture
0: there was definitely horizons
1: but here we have the introduction of the goat herding rapist brothers, which is yeah. also also my favorite video game.
0: I think they were called the dunk the dunk boys, mm-hmm. not for dunking on things. I, but, I um,
1: actually believe uh, I think Duncan in some language historically is like a like a donkey herder or mule herder or something like that. Where, d- but not right. goat. So you're close, close to no cigar.
0: Did they have equally questionable motives or?
1: Not that I'm aware of, but, uh, his history is questionable.
0: History is questionable.
1: So who are these brothers? Well, we have Tongueless guy. We got a little shit kid who looks like from come and see. And we have the talker.
0: The the talker, like that kind of guy. Yeah. Uh yeah, tongue,
1: tongue, tongue. Do you have any favorite quotes from the tongueless guy? No. It's more like sure. Like, people uh, oh. love that one. You're like, oh, good, because his tongue was taken mm. out by evil men.
0: Yeah, what would you do with it? I don't know.
1: Well, he doesn't have one anymore. But yes, the talker, yeah. they they're able to sweet talk the the sweet young woman who just wants to be cheery and like lend out some food and like be merry and be like everyone's nice ha, ha, ha. nothing's going to happen to me for now uh, but rj two movies in a row where mm-hmm. the jews harp appears
0: the what could you uh, could you maybe potentially
1: you know the thing it's like bang, oh bang bang oh, bang oh, bang, oh bang. Ah,
0: that's what that's called uh,
1: yes, as uh, I guess you were not listening very closely, as I said it multiple times last week, and it's in fact I probably said, was, and it said directly in by one of the characters, "Like what is that?" "A uh, Jew is hard."
0: What was the movie we watched last week?
1: "Young Mister Lincoln." Mm, I don't remember
0: that. Indeed, indeed. <laughs> so why well, was it called that?
1: I don't know. That's just what people called it. It's got other names, too. But right. I was just kind of like, hey, that, that's weird. That instrument shows up twice in a row.
0: I don't know if
1: we've seen very many of those in the Criterion Collection, but now we got two. Yeah. Uh, and then, Archie, well, much like that scene from last week's movie, maybe the, the next scene uh, we're going to be discussing will slip your mind as well. Next Which one? Time. Uh the rape scene. Or at least no. the the long, slow build of inevitability toward the um
0: the turn. I mean, in my opinion, the entire thing is the rape scene because they're that's what they set out to do the whole time. So even though it's a slow build up, it's still a form of rape jerk. They were doing it the whole time, you know what I mean? You
1: know what right, I mean? Joe? Well, it's like, it's an extended thing of them sitting down, they're eating, and you know there's the threat. And the way that they're talking, and the way she doesn't seem to know how they're talking, but maybe she also thinks, I can be a little flirty. Well, that's they're, what I mean. Where not nothing like, nothing will come of it. Skin, and and dude, then, just, er, like, and wow, then and just earlier, you know, there was this yeah. discussion from and Gary talking about
0: men, and like, what happens when a man just wants to take it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I'm i not going to lie to you, Jared. I thought that was incredibly on the nose a little bit. Where it's like, what if a man tries to force it? And she goes, I'll run away. And it's like, what if you can't run away? And then it happens again later, where uh, uh, when later in the cabin, when it's like, you know, some days start good, but they end bad. Mm-hmm. And then you go, hmm. <laughs> Foreshadowing or Ingmar Perfman. You know what I mean? The. The perv man himself, the one and only. Mm-hmm. Anyways, what were you saying? Uh, yes. Yeah, so. Oh, there's the mention of, uh, there's hey, maybe you'll get raped.
1: From, yeah, from earlier. Yeah. And, uh, here we are. Because, because I guess she did not heed this warning. It has sort of like a morality play sort of sensibility. The whole movie does, I guess. Because mm-hmm. it's pretty succinct. Um, And so, yeah, uh, she runs afoul of these brothers who hold her down and commit the crime. And then there's this startled moment of, like, everyone's got this look of, Mm -hmm. like, oh, that just happened. And then she starts walking away. And then this panic moment comes of, like, she's running away, even though she's just kind of just, like, walking away. And then she gets her head caved in with a large branch. And, yeah. she, and she's dead. And... These, she won't do that again. These bandits, these rapist bandits, they uh, proceed to strip her of her clothes, taking her fine uh, clothing, shoes, everything, pack it up into their bags and take off with their goats. I should also be noted that the kind of like the final line that gets crossed apparently before um, the actual... Uh, Incident occurs uh, is that she recognizes that this cute little goat right by her has the markings of another person, who that these goats have probably been stolen from, or perhaps something has befallen them. What do you think could have befallen them? It, it doesn't. It, I mean, uh, maybe they also got their head caved in, or mm. a branch, or choked to death, or or they just, that person's just missing some goats.
0: It's possible. No. Yeah. It's very possible. And
1: also, also, we get the payoff of what happened to that frog. Well, the, the sandwich gets opened, and out comes a frog. And the frog's alive, and he, I guess he hops off somewhere into the woods.
0: Yeah, and I mean, yeah, and then it's a symbolic jerk.
1: It should also be noted that I, it's pretty important, I guess, that while this is all happening, uh, and Gary is standing or sorry it's hiding right there like probably like i don't know it's 50 60 feet away incomplete view of this and does not interject does not she has a walk uh, she thinks about throwing it but like she's overcome with yeah. fear for her safety i guess for herself yep. uh um, there is this implication i guess that she kind of when she's confessing later to uh tor That she, like, I willed it to happen, but I I tried to, I thought I was stopping it, but I couldn't do it. Which, I mean, this is also kind of uh, that character's interpretations of what they've done uh, and their own, figuring out their own guilt. When it's like, well, yeah, I mean, you're also kind of a victim of this situation. I don't think Mm. she actually made it happen. But I guess, like, her saying that this could happen is maybe her saying, I willed it to happen.
0: I mean, that is how it works, Jerry. No. It is how it works. Yeah. Unfortunately.
1: So the we cut to Maxwell and Cedar waiting and anticipating his daughter to come home any minute at the gates of the homestead. But who appears instead, RJ? Some Duncan esque boys.
0: There's uh Jimmy Duncan, Johnny <laughs> Duncan, Jacob Duncan, and uh um Pete. Pete's old Pete. Oh, Pete. Dirty Pete.
1: Pete. Dirty Pete, yeah. Well, it's our, it's the assailants, but the, there's the dramatic irony here, RJ. Mm-hmm. That uh, Nobody knows how anyone's related to what just happened. C. Dow doesn't know who these three guys are other than what they present themselves as just wanderers who are hungry and cold and need a place to stay. Mm-hmm. These three guys are like, hey, here's a place to stay.
0: Yeah, I mean, and, you know, the kindness of his heart, he says, why don't you guys stay here?
1: Yeah, that those Give and, a meal. And so he, he he invites them in, and you had, and they dine together. Uh, there's as the food's getting prepared. There's a comment about the state of the one guy's shoes. The talker, uh, there there is like these shoes have seen better days. <laughs> these sacks on feet.
0: Yeah, those shoes are pretty rough. Yeah, the shoes are pretty rough.
1: Um then everyone starts eating out of the bowl of the communal bowl. You just take your bowl, you scoop it up. And sometimes you eat with utensils, other people just start eating with their hands. It's just like, ah, uh, yeah.
0: The way it was intended. I wonder, no?
1: I wonder why people got sick so much. I mean. People still get sick
0: now, but. It's a pre-COVID world though, Jared. Yeah. Well. Even There's before... a lot less rules back then. <laughs> a lot less rules. You know what I mean? People and... weren't as concerned about germs.
1: Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, I think and while they're uh, observing the shoes, they talk about how a
0: day can start out well and end badly. Which, again, is, uh, you know, it's right there.
1: Yeah. But, yes, and then, yes, this is where uh, the, the, the young boy, uh, he is struggling with what's just transpired, I think. I think uh, he's got grief, Jared. And, and, well, and guilt. Guilt, and he's, he cannot eat. And he's like, everyone's eating, and there's all these faces uh, that are looking at him, and he can feel their eyes judging him. And he, I think this is where you think he vomited, but I think he just, like, threw the bowl he, up in the he, air and kind of turned, and yeah, maybe he was sick. But,
0: yeah. He does just hit it with his hand.
1: Right. But it looks like vomit is what Well, that out. that's what they're eating, though, is it looks – their food looks vomit. like
0: vomit. Yes, Which is yeah. – you know it was a different time it's 8000 mm-hmm. years ago
1: so of course everyone's a little like whoa what's going on with this kid and there's excuses given um then they they put the kid to bed in this uh nest of hay uh mm-hmm. and then there's like the weird old professor guy who I don't know if he's like a maybe he's like a former monk who who's just left and he just does his own thing and he philosophizes um He starts telling a tale, a monologue to this young boy, and then, like, (laughs) it seems like he just, like, passes out on him. Yeah. Uh, Wouldn't Wouldn't you? (laughs) No, (laughs) I wouldn't. (laughs) But, you know, it's olden times.
0: (laughs) I guess that's what you do. Mm -hmm. It's 8,000 years ago, Jack. So, Uh, I mean, it makes sense. At
1: least. Uh, Then we cut to the, the back to Tor and, uh, Maretta and they are fretting about their daughter staying out overnight. He's like, "Oh, there. She's fine. She's fine. Um, but Moretta, she's like, she gets up, she's pacing and she hears a kid scream. Yeah. The kid scream. And she, what's his problem. I, well, he's getting punched in the head apparently by his brothers to shut him up. Mm-hmm. But, but they're like, Oh no, no, he's fine. He's okay. It was a bird cry that you heard, uh, and of course, cause mm-hmm. so she, she she comes over back to like kind of the dining area where these guys are sleeping for the night, and she's she's given gifts by these guys being like because they're almost like hey these guys are going to let us work for them and we're going to be fed and paid by them <laughs> this is a great deal let's suck up to the the boss's wife and be like hey. We got some really nice gifts, some really nice dresses from a a sister of ours. Oh, she died, but she was so beautiful. I mean, there's a a little bit of spawning on there, but I think someone like you could dress it up, make it real nice, and clean it up. And, of course, to her horror, she is looking at her daughter's clothes that she just dressed her daughter with. Mm -hmm. So she's, Mm -hmm. uh, of course, attempting to no-sell this. Yeah. And these guys are indifferent to her reaction of like, Oh, great.
0: (laughs) And then, what, what's that? What did? What sound did they make again? That that she made? Yeah. Oh, great. Okay. Just wanted. I I just couldn't hear you right the first time. And then yeah. she
1: tells Tor about it, and mm-hmm. uh, Tor's like, "We got to lock. We got to like deadbolt that door." And she's like, what's already done." You're like, "Oh man." Yeah. Is it took gonna...
0: a lot of effort for her to deadbolt that door too. That's a,
1: probably a, that's probably a real heavy
0: lock. But I mean, they could just open that too. The guys, no.
1: No, it's because it's locked. They've locked him in from the outside.
0: Oh, I see. Yeah, there you go. There you go.
1: So, uh, yeah, he goes and like goes and gets his his sword to like confront these guys, and then and Gary's like hiding out under like I can't remember if it was under the stairs, and he's like, "What are you doing? Where the hell is my daughter?" <laughs> like, mm. and then she tells him what's happened. And he just becomes more and more horrified about the reality of what's happened. And uh, he goes and wrestles a tree. <laughs>
0: uh yeah. So, what do you take from the tree scene? Just his frustration. He's just this, trying to get it out.
1: The struggle of nature, RJ, of the the thirst for revenge, <laughs> and like and trying to like uh... be the be, trying the the mastery, the mastery. His rage that his daughter's dead. And he's like, I want to murder them, but that isn't well, very Christ-like.
0: I mean, that's not totally true though, because like, I mean, if he was super Bible belt, like Old Testament's all about revenge. Well, so then maybe he,
1: maybe at this at this phase, it was like, no, yeah, you got to follow those teachings. Because mm. like these guys are viewed pretty nice by them, but it's like, uh, so I that's like a maybe a glib thought of it, but that's kind of like it's it's a great visual. It looks really good. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's that's kind of what I was imagining. It's like it's literally uh the visual of him struggling with this internal and this is this big tree that he's like trying to rip out of its roots. Uh like it's like I don't know, it's like maybe it's like punching the wall. <laughs> but or you just uh go and ask for the butcher's knife, which is it's kinda like uh Bubba Ray from uh wrestling saying, Get the tables it means shit, shit's going to get real.
0: So setting up the tables is yep. when stuff really happens? Yeah. He, he, he tried to
1: suppress it, but didn't take. It didn't take. And I so see. he goes to settle accounts. Um, he comes into the the dining room while they're sleeping. He locks mm-hmm. the doors. He kind of stalks mm-hmm. around. And he waits for the rooster caw to come, marking morning. Um, and then there's a... Uh, some hurly burly, some tussling.
0: Ooh, hurly burly! Uh, huh? uh, some tossing. Yeah, potentially.
1: Uh, Tongless, so the tongueless brother. Uh, mm-hmm. He he gets stabbed in the neck, like yeah, kind of like pretty, down, pretty down through the collarbone. He takes a leap through him. Uh, I think he, yeah. I think um, Tor gets probably stabbed there a little bit too. It seems.
0: He gets stabbed about three, four times throughout the extent of this. Right. Which is actually
1: like, you know, it's realistic uh, that he would, it's like other movies, they would be like, oh no, he, he dodged those ones. It's like, nah, two guys running at each other a knife. Someone's going to get, he's going to get nicked too, Mm. but he, he does the kill and blow straight down through. 'Cause Mm. Cause the implication too, is that this guy is like a, was a knight or something. Like he's got like a prestige, he's got land that was probably given to him or like, I don't know. But it's all just background. Like it doesn't even matter. It's all about this occurrence of, of about this this virgin spring that we're moving toward. Mm. Um, and then we get some fire grappling. Um,
0: so oh yeah, there's a little bit of fire, and then right a, on, ta- on, on top on
1: top of the fire, fire. and he's just yeah. like like holding him down, and he's also cooking. <laughs> It's like as he's holding him on down the fire and like choking Mm -hmm. him, or like I was cool with that though. Yeah, you were cool with that. So yeah, so he he gets up and he's all like you know burnt and like I'm like yeah he's a little crispy. What what kind of ointments do they got for back then to treat these burns? Probably like an onion. Yeah, an onion wrap on it. It was the style of the time.
0: (laughs) It was the style. It was the style at the time, Jerry. Yeah.
1: (laughs) But then RJ, we hit the. the the peak the the crescendo <laughs> the crescendo of the okay. film for me where I, you're just, like yes. so this so mom so the mom's watching this go down cuz she's a little bloodthirsty too but at the same time she's also pretty horrified and i think there's sort of coming a dawning on her it's like well clearly it was these two guys who murder and this young boy Definitely did not have anything to do with that per se. He's under the influence of her of the brothers. Like he has no choice, and so she's kind of like kind of like huddling him like like her own child because she also realizes, oh fuck, <laughs>
0: like, my husband's going to kill this mm-hmm. kid. And RJ, what happens <laughs> in probably one of the most amazing Ingmar Bergman scenes that I have seen so far. Uh, Max von Cito with an incredible wingspan. I Thank think we you. need to we need yeah. to we, we, address. There, there's
1: been some like we, we, I've been avoiding the word up until now because yeah. I was like, when's the time we start hitting on that? Because Is, we've seen it earlier. Like there's the oh, scene yes. where, where he's like trying to like do his like his lashes. Like he's uh, after he's wrestled with the thing, he's, he's trying to do the flagellation thing. Um, yeah, clean himself with water and like he's whipping yeah. himself with the having a bath. I guess yeah. like to me it's, it reads like flagellation, but I think that's like medieval bath times
0: i think it's a little bit of both i think yeah. it was a bath but it was like why would you take a bath to get ready to go kill people wouldn't you want to take a bath after but i think he was trying to cleanse himself and then go to do it right so that he went in pure so anyways yeah we get some wingspan stuff and i think the the reason i bring it up now is because you see that wingspan and then his arms just come down upon this child this child <laughs> This child, like an eight-year-old boy or something, and uh, he just turns this boy he ho- sideways. He, he,
1: he hoists him up like he's about to do like a running power slam.
0: Yeah, he picks him up. He turns him about sideways. He takes a step or two and he tosses him. Hurls. And he, he tosses him. He, he right into the wall. <laughs> he sm- actually, I see. I saw you use child
1: tossing as a letter. But I'm like, that's not a toss. That's a smashing. <laughs>
0: Well, I mean, he, it's a man He this child, and
1: he b- batters this child against this wall, I craw- against like, I don't know, like a shelf, like with such force. I, mm-hmm. I don't know, I don't know if, I don't think it's Bergman's intent, but I burst out laughing. like and I, cause uh, I, Yeah, I it's had, hilarious. I had totally, for- I had totally forgotten about it. How could you forget? I don't know Wilson. how I could. I don't know how. It was but the first
0: thing I noticed about this movie. It's the first
1: thing you noticed in the entire time of the movie. An, hour, an hour and 20 minutes in. An oh. hour
0: and 20 minutes. I went, holy shit. He just threw a kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was. it was the first thing I noticed. I went, holy buck. Baby.
1: So, yeah. Um, that, that, and that kid's dead. <laughs> Broke his dead neck. Oh, yeah, he's dead. Problem solved. All is right with the world. Order restored. Mm-hmm. Um, but now there's a little matter of finding the body of his daughter.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's second, secondary, right? Well,
1: it's... So, so they go on this, like, yeah, they're, they're, they're on the, like, the whole, it's almost like a, a Wes Anderson scene where, like, everyone's still surviving. They're all, like, kind of turning into a procession, and they're making their way through the woods, and they're walking and talking.
0: Mm, yeah. Yeah. They're just, yeah, they're all walking and talking, walking out there. And then, uh, it's like her family too, or her parents or whatever. And then, or no, I, Well, he. it's all the, it's all the,
1: it's all the help. It's, it's like, all it's, the, it's, yeah, it's, 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 it's all, all the, all it's the all the employees of the farm and stuff like that. And, yeah. uh, and Gary's t- leading them there. And, uh, there's also, we see, uh, a, a crow once again.
0: As the uh, words. Ah, and so you believe that that crow could potentially be, it's just a crow.
1: What are you talking and crow? about? It's just it's just a crow, RJ. Okay. okay. Uh, and then we get to the scene of the crime, and the, the 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 daughter's remains are still there, and they look down upon them. And in in honor of her death and what he's done, he will he says he will build a church on this mm. on this site uh, to to purify it of what's happened here and honor his daughter. And as he lifts her body up, RJ, a spring mm. bursts forth from the ground.
0: Is is the spring sexually active? No. Oh, has it ever?
1: I, I not that I'm aware of.
0: Oh, so what would you how would you describe that?
1: Miraculous. Oh. Question mark.
0: I see, I see, I see, I see. And,
1: and hence and hence we have our virgin spring.
0: And yes. Yeah. It's not just a metaphor Jared. It's
1: a
2: way Where of is life. It?
0: Or the, is the it? Way of life. So
1: uh, yeah. So this was a uh, my rewatch of this movie, and I still think this is some some great old Ingmar Bergman medieval movie making. Okay, that transports me right to the 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 land of Seven Seal, and uh, Bergman, mm-hmm. I guess, just like telling a story that. I think he did not write this one. Someone else did. Uh, it was re- it was based U- on a U- book. It's Ula Isaacson.
0: Yeah, it was based she, on book. Uh,
1: yeah, uh, a book. Yeah, uh, a woman wrote this, and let's see here. I'm not. Sure. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm obviously not going to be super familiar with uh this with the Swedish writers, but yeah, the story was adapted by a screenwriter from a 13th century Swedish ballad. R.J. Tor's daughter in Vonge.
0: So, is the ballad just that the daughter got got and then Tor got them? It's about a virgin spring. But what do you think okay. that means in a metaphorical sense? Yeah. Let's see here. Let's see if there's a description of
1: it. Localization. There's a ballad. I mean, it's based on a probably very
0: <laughs> eh. attractive story. It's probably about a 100 words long. 100 words? Fucking rip it. I, I could why why, why well, else here are we go, listening? here we go,
1: Pierre Titerson's daughters in Vange. The forest was so cold, they slept asleep too long while the forest came into leaf. The youngest one woke up first, the forest, and so she woke up the others while the forest. Like, this is how it's written. Mm -hmm. Then they sat up on their beds, so they braided each other's locks, so they put on their silken cloths, and so they went to the church. But when they came to the Vonge Hill, they met three highwaymen. You either be highwaymen's wives, or would you lose your young lives? See what they're saying there. I
0: see, I see. We do
1: not wish to be highwaymen's wives. We'd rather lose our young lives. They cut off their heads off on a log of birch. There soon three well sprung up. The bodies buried in the mud, the clothes taken to the village, when they came to Vange Farm, Lady Karen met them in the yard. And would you buy silken shifts, by nine maidens knitted and stitched? Untire <laughs> Saxon let me see, perhaps I know all three. Lady Karen beat her chest in pain, and went to find Pierre Tyerson. There are three highwaymen in our yard. We have our daughters slain—or sorry, who have our daughters slain? Pierre Tyson grasped. Yeah, Pierre Tyerson grasped his sword. He slew the eldest two. The third he left alive, and then he asked him thus: "What is your father's name? What is your mother's name?" Our father is Pierre Tyson Vange. Our mother is Lady Karen and Strange. Pierre Tyson. <laughs> Then went to the smithy and had iron crafted round his waist. What shall we do for our sins? We shall build a church of lime and stone. That church will be named Carna and we will willingly build it. Hmm.
0: <laughs> you know, nowhere in here did I hear of a, a, a prolonged rapesing. Well, I feel like Bergman added that flair himself.
1: Well, it happens between the text, RJ. Are
0: you talking about between the between the lines? Mm-hmm. What ha- you, you talking about what happens off panel, Jarrett? Mm. Mm-hmm. Off panel? I don't know about this off panel stuff. Okay, well, I, hey, that's why people come to this podcast. They want to <sighs> hear the things They're that here? we only we can offer. They're here for facts. They're here for facts, and that was a ballad, a yeah. tale told by Duncan J. Francis, mm-hmm. one of the the biggest of them all. Some would say, Huge. biggest what? Huge. I don't want to say at the moment. Interesting, interesting. So, that, do you think that that gives you uh, more kind of depth to your understanding of the no, story? No, not
1: really. I mean, it's mm-hmm. I mean, it took uh, this adaptation of this, you know. Hundred word story uh, mm-hmm. extrapolates it for modern audiences. It it uh, fleshes it out while still kind of like keeping the the kernel of mystery, I guess, to things,
2: mm-hmm. which is
1: something that movies allow for. You mm-hmm. the the reality, I guess, of the story is just like, well, there is no virgin spring. There's only violence. There's no Odin and crows. There's just life's gone. And, uh, your own thinking about your own struggling with your spiritual realm and whether or not you should have that dictate how you handle matters. Can you
0: tell me about your spiritual realm? Like about crows. No, just in general. (laughs) Tell me about how your spiritual realm is lately. Lately.
1: It's, it's swimmingly. It's going swimmingly.
0: Yeah. It's fantastic. Same as always. Yeah, that's. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. No. Nothing like really wrong with that. Mm. If you know, if you know what I mean.
1: You know what I mean. So yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a fan of the Yeah, I saw. Spring. I uh, saw. Looks great. I think uh, I, I like the uh, simplicity of the story. I think it is very direct. Um, it doesn't. It it moves real fast. Uh, I was kind of surprised watching it where I was just like, "Huh, it's almost over. <laughs> like I was just kind of like surprised. Um, yeah. Because it's not, I, I, I mean, as far as, uh, if you calling this like a rape revenge movie, it doesn't feel like that. It doesn't have the trappings of those types of movies that we now have mm-hmm. um, where there's a lot of focus on the actual rape it's kind of like there and it's brutal fast mm-hmm. and then it's like then she's dead very quick it's not like uh sometimes you feel like these movies are really wanting to linger on it mm-hmm. so,
0: i mean i i thought that the rape scene in this one was prolonged
1: really um yeah, yeah i don't know i watched it
0: again and like it seems it's pretty quick i mean it's probably like two minutes long. No, <laughs> I it, to me it felt like it was right. two, two minutes long. Um, I don't know, maybe, but I mean, also, no one would have expected me not to think that it went on for a long time, but
1: right, yeah, yeah, just uh, just yeah, as like, a counter, we, we, we to have that, get, you have to bust out the stopwatch more often.
0: I uh, I mean I'll pull it up right now, but um, just as a counter, uh, I I thought it was actually a uh, a prolonged one. I mean, is is it? How do you show these and not make it feel like it's prolonged? I don't know. If it's off panel, if you do it off panel, Jared, I think. Nah, I don't know. Not a lot of people do it off panel, so don't know what to say about that. Right. You know what I mean. Mhm. Anyways. Anyways. What else were you
1: saying? Uh, I mean, that was about it. That uh. Yeah, I really like this movie, but I'm curious mm-hmm. RJ what you think of The Virgin Spring because we we have other movies to discuss. So we some, do. Some, some companion
0: films. Just a couple, just a couple. Uh well, what do you think I thought? I don't care. Tell me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. I don't what do you, what, what do you think I thought? I don't care.
1: I don't I, I don't care to say. <laughs>
0: um I see, I see. Uh I think this movie is fine. It's fine. I like a lot of other Bergmans a lot better. Um I know I know you just kinda outlined why you don't think it's a rape revenge movie, but to me, surface level, it's still a rape revenge movie. It's still just a movie about rape. And like I don't I don't know. I've mentioned this a lot of the time. I talk about it whenever I talk about animal stuff and same thing here. It's like And I I did read one thing. I I don't do research in movies a lot, but I was like, all right, let me see what let me see what the perv man said about this. There was any intent there or anything like that. And uh, I didn't really find anything he was talking about, but just other people describing the movie. And they're kind of just like, yeah, it's like the brutality of the act itself. It's like you need to see it because it's the act itself. And it's like, I don't know. I don't need to see a proctology to know what happens. Do you know what I mean? It's like, I know what's happening in that procedure. And it's like, I know that these things
1: happen. Well, you, you, you see it in uncut gems.
0: I mean, yes, in uncut gems, but that's a different kind of criterion film. We'll get there eventually. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I'm always just kind of like, I don't know what to think about that. Like, I understand why people do say things where it's like, it's kind of, like, for, like, awareness, I guess. Or it's just, like, yeah, these are gross things. And it's just, like, it shouldn't be portrayed in a nice way. And it's, like, I get that. But then at the same time, I'm, like, do we need it at all? I don't know. Like, I don't know where to fall on that that line. So this is one of those weird movies for me where it's just kind of, like, it's, like, I don't know. I like the, like, I like how it looks. I like Bergman, usually. This one, I was, like, it's, like, the, uh, all... The whole setup for the rape stuff, I'm just kind of eh. like, I, I don't much care for it. And like, I knew that was coming. So I'm not going to lie to you. It kind of it really detracted my interest from it to be like even going in where I was like, oh, yeah, this is the rape one. OK, so I watched that and I was like, eh, I don't really much care for that. Um, And it's like I said earlier, this kind of on the no stuff, too, with that lady. It's like, well, maybe you're going to get raped one day and it's less
1: like, than uh, a minute.
0: Yeah. And then it's like a minute later. And you oh, the rape scene is yep. less than a minute. So, what, like, 50 seconds? I
1: mean, if you want to, like, the entire, like, the the anxiety and stress around the situation is, like, obviously yeah. quite a little bit longer. But yeah. the, the actual, like, and it's, like, I mean, everyone's basically fully dressed, I yeah. guess, for the entire thing. Um, usually in, like, later films, it's always about, like, hey, let's watch the dress get sliced open and plop yeah. apart. And it's, like, oh, she's not wearing a bra. Like, that's the sort of stuff where I'm, like, this is, like... Yeah. Brutal and direct while showing it, while not shying away from it and being like, you know, between the lines. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's it's over. Like, yeah, like I said, it's about, yeah, less than one minute.
0: Well, I mean, comparatively, and we're not there yet, but Last House on the Left, 70s, they cut away from it. And then Last House on the Left, 2009, it's, it's even longer, I think, and even worse. Um, but that's the 2000s, man. They were edgy. So, anyways, I don't know. Virgin Spring. It's like I can see like the the merits that a uh, uh, that are good there, and I understand like this kind of play between like uh, it's like do do I repent or do, do we allow repentance and savior or do I kill all of them? And then he does, which I actually liked that. <laughs> I, I, I liked the child tossing. It's like yeah, fucking get him. How could get you?
1: Em. How could you not <laughs> love yeah. a good child smashing? I mean, that's something you don't see no.
0: every day. But I mean that's what the basis of all is. Where, where's that
1: are. where's that subgenre and exploitation?
0: Could you imagine if in Home Alone if Marv just picked up Macaulay Culkin and just threw him against a wall and he died? <laughs> His next broke and well, I mean, that's that's the real Home Alone. That's the real Home Alone. That's the one that uh, some of the uh the Home Alone truthers out there are looking for. Um So yeah, I don't know. I don't know, man. I'm kind of I'm in between on this one. I uh I like a, a good bit of it. I do like all the child toss and Max Van Syd. That was pretty cool, but uh,
1: with that weird beard of his.
0: Yeah, Probably. that weird beard of his, um, and like some of the other, like I don't even care. Like the setup where it's like well, I gotta go take the candles and I'm going by myself. It's I could see some people picking at that. That's not even it for me because as the, all these remakes show you, man, there's a lot of opportunity for people to just be alone in given situations. So whatever. Well, the sometimes, sometimes, is, sometimes you, need you need to get. To get your, r- sometimes
1: r- you just you want to get some pot.
0: Yeah, and that's what I mean. Sometimes the setup is irrelevant, but I don't know. I'm I'm split on Vir- Virgin Spring, where I watch it and I go, eh, yeah. But I, I I mean I understand why some people are big dogs into it. I'm just just not one of them. You know what I mean? It's got
1: average rating of 4.1.
0: I think that's high. That's I think
1: it's I think that's exactly about where it belongs to be though. It's, I think that's high. It's, it's in the it's in that range. A, yeah. It's a, it's, a, it's a difficult movie. That doesn't mean it can't be great.
0: Sure, sure, sure. So tell me uh, do you have anything else to say on Virgin Spring?
1: Uh no, no. That's about it. But I mean so this this movie and its greatness it inspired Wes Craven, the master of horror, mm-hmm. um to make his own version for uh for the grindhouse set. Um so like Wes Craven uh, I've never seen one of these, and I don't know what he's directed. But Wes Craven kind of cut his teeth uh, as a filmmaker doing pornography.
0: Uh, he, Wes so he, Craven did pornography. Yeah, like back. Have we talked about that before? Because this is news to me.
1: I, I don't know if I've mentioned it specifically, but yeah, he was uh, he was hanging out. I don't know if his names on a lot of these a lot of films. Well, there's one here called The Fireworks Woman. What Mm. happens when a brother and sister break the ultimate taboo?
0: What happens, Jarrett?
1: Angela and Peter are siblings and have loved uh, uh, loved each other since they were kids. They are both physically attracted to each other, but Peter is studying to become a priest. She finally gets in bed with him, and after that, Peter starts to have second thoughts on his plan for the future. This is a Wes Craven film? This is a Wes Craven film. This what is it is the, called? The, the, the Fireworks Woman. And it's the movie he made between Last House on the Left and The Hills Have Eyes. But I do believe he has uh-huh. some other films that he worked on in that era that he does not have his name on whatsoever. Like, he worked on stuff. Because this movie kicks off with the the acting of the parents and the daughter talking about how they can see the your nipples through your shit. Uh,
0: oh, uh, I actually have a quote for but, oh, you. Oh, good. I, yeah,
1: I'm, I'm glad. You, I figured you would. There is
0: a, a quote that the dad says, uh, "What's this tits business?" <laughs> Which I went, to "Excuse me."
1: <laughs> yeah, it's very believable dialogue, and it it's so fucking poorly shot. Like What's it's it's, it's just it's just at an angle. <laughs> you're like you're like what the heck? like this is. So I haven't I had not seen Last House on the Left, nineteen seventy two, for a, mm-hmm. a long time. Uh, at one point, I thought it was like a very like effective movie. Like when I first watched it. Sure, and then the second time I watched it, I thought it was still like a f- fairly uh, effective movie. Um, mm-hmm. But this time around, it's like I was watching this movie for the first time. Like it, it felt so not familiar, even though I knew exactly where it was going. But good lord, this this movie is rough in terms of just filmmaking, just purely on the filmmaking level. It's like this is so amateurish. Like these parents are like such shit actors. The daughter's terrible. She's bad.
0: I mean, they're all kind of not great.
1: No, 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 no. Well, I mean, David David Hess is so good. Who's David Hess? He's like the 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 lead rapist. He's he's like Uh, yeah, he's good. Yeah, he he becomes like that's one of his things though. He's also a movie called House on the Edge of the Park. Guess what he plays? R J.
0: See, that's the thing I'd be afraid of is being typecast as just a rapist all the time.
1: Well, he directed a Christmas horror movie as well. Uh, yeah, yeah. Called to all a good night, and I'm not sure if you know this. He did that song, that awesome song in Last House 1972. That uh, you're all alone now. That's that's uh, that's I, him.
0: <laughs> I will say uh, one thing about Last House 72 is the music is good. Yeah, like I, I actually really liked the music stuff in the uh, in the 70s one. Yeah that, that song it's that plays well. Like,
1: well, basically after the rape has happened mm-hmm. and then at the very end that song that's david hess uh singing yeah. so oh, okay yeah the, me- yeah, the music and,
0: suits very well and
1: so the other guy the, the gray-haired guy uh fred j lincoln who plays weasel uh he is a he was a porn producer uh like full on <laughs> i'm sure he did a little bit of his own work as well if you know what i'm saying
0: that, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what you're saying. Could you uh, clarify he, he, that for me, a, please? He's a
1: little bit of fucking RJ. Uh, Excuse
0: me. I, a little bit of fucking.
1: I think he 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 fucks on on camera for money. For money, and he's here in this movie. And yeah, they're they're the best part, which is funny to me that like the two like porn actors. I mean, like, David Hess. I don't, David Hess is not, to my knowledge, but would it surprise me to learn that he had done it. No.
0: I mean the 2009. 2009- Rapists are, I think, more surprising, but we can talk. About oh, that we, we'll, we'll get, get there.
1: there. We'll talk about yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. So, last house on the left, it's kind of the same idea, uh, almost exactly. Uh, but this is like young girl. She's going to go hang out with her like friend from the wrong side of the tracks, who just seems like a perfectly normal person. Um, and they're, they're, they go hang out. They get ice cream. Uh, but well in the meantime, some like total degenerate murderer child molesters have just gotten broken out of jail somehow by like this crazy woman named sadie mm-hmm. and uh david hess's character's son who he hooked on heroin uh so they're, yeah, it's
0: a strange plot point yeah
1: so they're they're on uh they're on the run and they're just hanging out in mm-hmm. this apartment and uh, just being horrible, but they got a cat, and they seem pretty nice to the cat. The cat nothing nothing yeah. befalls the kitty. Uh, you're, yep. uh, that when I was watching, this, I was like, "Oh
0: shit!" Our, our, no, it's <laughs> it's just there's there's just talk of dog violence. Yeah, they say she stomp the the female a accomplice stomped, stomped him into the ground, and then you go, "Oh, that's that's not good." No. But yeah, they are nice to the kitty. Yeah, the
1: kitty's just hanging out in this like mm-hmm. these guys just seem like I don't know, like. Like characters they, they seem much more better developed than like the, the people you're supposed to be like rooting for uh so they they make a mistake and go to go buy some drugs from this from these guys and they wind up getting taken for a ride and mm. then so like the whole like chunk a huge chunk of this movie is so like chunky like it's so poorly made and then they get to the woods where they've like loaded them up in the trunk and they just drive out to the to the woods, which is conveniently right nearby the daughter's own home. And that's when this movie kind of kicks into another gear of just like, Oh, cause it's like mm-hmm. the, the, the way it's made is so much better. Once they get to the woods, we're in like, it's, it's cause it's effective. Cause it feels like you're there and this is happening and it's grueling. And you get, there's the humiliation. David has to tell him the one girl, just like to piss yourself and yeah it's and, you're like, and you're just like you're just like oh because they it's just the power they can like mm-hmm. they'll do whatever they want and they're like, yeah, I want you two to make it with each other and like the sobbing and oh it's just like god damn um uh, and they tried like there's an escape a prolonged escape scene um and then but eventually everything turns horrible um uh, and once again the actual like um rape that happens i think is worse. In a lot of ways, than in Virgin Spring, because there's this, this weird. One? Yeah, I, I think there's this like certain visual cues that are really like terrifying. Like mm-hmm. there's this, this scene. Yeah, I don't know. It's like her hand digging into the ground is oh, like yeah. was way worse. I think in some ways it feels it's like far more like, oh, you're right there, huh? Alongside Mm -hmm. and like, it's like, Yeah. yeah, it's like that thought process of what would happen far, far more like, gee Christ. And then, and then, then the music kicks in Now you're all alone now. And she, uh, she goes wandering off and she's like making her escape in this sleepy haze toward the water and everybody knows what's going to happen next. Um, They They, um, uh, go to McDonald's (laughs) They go to McDonald's, the worst fate (laughs) imaginable Uh, Yeah, they shoot her dead And you're kind of like, at that point, relieved that it's over Mm -hmm. Um, For now For now And then, they they clean themselves up And they're like, oh, we need a place to stay Let's go mm-hmm. over to this house, which is the parents', and they have a nice mm-hmm. little dinner. And David Hess is all like, his hair's all slicked back. He looks like a a young yuppie, nineteen seventy two, before yuppies were a thing. But he looks like he's a nice, clean Italian boy. Just a nice Italian boy. That's what. Yeah. And but then of course they're like, when they're like, oh, you can stay the night, and they're like, they go to her room. Oh, you believe this? What a coincidence! Look who. Oh, <laughs> what are the chances of that? Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. But and but oh, of course, there's also like this whole thing going on with the police, the the uh, the Keystone cops, uh, sheriff and deputy, uh, who are just like having fun with.
0: Yeah, it's weird. It's weird how slapsticky it is in between all the other stuff, where it's just like it's like horrible rape and it's like by a gumption i tell you i saw a bug once it was the biggest bug i ever saw didn't you ever seen a bug like that and then you go i, boom, boom, I you can't go, have boom, you boom, boom,
1: riding boom. on the hood of the truck
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> I, I
1: got this much weight. i can't have you on there and <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it dang, dang, is dang, dang. like all oh, the police they can't help either you're on your own yeah. Well, a strange one thing leads to another, and the parents figure out that their daughter's been murdered by these horrible people, and now yeah. revenge must be had. But we're going to like Home Alone it up a little bit, but yeah. we're also going to do a, a little twist on it where you're like the mom, she's going to take Fred Lincoln out to the lake and be like, I'm going to get you, I'm going to get you to tie your hands behind your back and give it to me. And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I can do that. I can do that. I'm that good. And she's like, cool, all right, let's do it. And then she proceeds to give him a blow shot. <laughs> I'm like, what? Why would you do that? Because she's going to bite his dick off. We all know it's coming. We all know. It's, but you're like, well, yeah, but, like, this guy's like a, like, what? what's he got? Like, all over him. Like, you just, oh, dear. That's a That's a poor decision. It's made. A bad
0: call on everyone. Bad,
1: everyone made a bad call, but you're like now you're like, geez, now you now now you got that out of it, but you bit his dick off, I guess. So
0: bad call from everyone.
1: Everyone, and then dad's guy got his like little like <laughs> his traps, like he's Kevin McAllister. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: yeah, it's, it goes real homo He's like putting shaved, shaving
1: cream on the floor, <laughs> and then David Hess is like pretending to slip on it.
0: Uh, and then we have yeah, like he, get, he gets up and he goes, mm, boy, you got me. Yeah. Oh you guys. And then it's like they have like yeah. it's like
1: the, the, the only thing I really ever remember about this movie is the dad and David Hess like circling each other in that living room. <laughs> like yeah. and, and that's all I ever see in him like he gets the little chainsaw going rawr, rawr, endlessly. Like and it's just them circling around each other. Exploitation yeah. cinema. At its peak, this is this is a pretty prime example of like a lot of really shitty movies that are going to be coming out for the the rest of our lives, mm.
0: and the rest of the rest of our lives. That's
1: also. Right. <clears throat> you know what I so mean? I mean, so I've seen yeah. this. I've seen this before. Uh, this is like viewing number three. Uh It's definitely the probably the worst viewing of it I've had yet. So yeah. I, I i now just like the idea that Wes Craven is a uh, good director. Boy oh boy. Is he a good director, do you think though? Well, I mean the the dude has I've two, talked about this for a long two, two super two two super hits. He's got Nightmare, yeah. he's got Nightmare on Elm Street and, and Scream. Uh and Scream, right? Uh People Under the Stairs is fine. Shocker's whatever. Serpent yeah. in the Rainbow is whatever yeah Yeah. for the for the reputation this guy's got like he's like a george romero no no No. no, not even
0: and see i feel the same about him as i do like toby hooper toby hooper even less so but But, toby hooper
1: has directed the best horror movie ever made so yeah there's there's, there's, that
0: that's pretty good (laughs) (laughs) i mean it's okay it's okay but i i mean for wes craven it is it is very much just like yeah, Nightmare is awesome. Scream is awesome. But all these other movies, Hills Have Eyes I don't like. Like, I mean, yeah, obviously, that's... I'm sure you can <laughs> tell I'm not a big fan of The Last House on the left. It's, I, it's just, really? Really? I don't care for this stuff. And, I watch it, and that's what I mean. When I watch this, it's like, why do people like rape revenge stuff so much? I don't get it. That's just me. And I, I realize that that's just me. But I don't get it, Jared. I'm like, why do people love this?
1: But why, so then why did you watch the, the, the sequel?
0: Because <laughs> you, just, you you, just, you, you just, know you just,
1: this. You just want to keep going deeper and deeper
0: on this. No, you know this. If, it, if I didn't watch it now, I never would have, because I was like, well, if these movies are attached to the criterion, it's the, it is literally the only time I will watch this. Cause if I didn't watch it now, any creep to would have gone, should have watched it when we watched the criterion. It's too late now. You know what I mean? So I had to have you seen the the remake i have
1: i have actually seen the remake yeah a I, big I fan uh I, I, it's a lot better than the original
0: okay okay yeah i mean i i feel the same way about both of them i'm just like uh whatever but uh this one the remake does have like uh it's got a few weird things in there like i mean there's some cool deaths near the end when the dad actually goes for it but um I, I, I didn't really like Garrett Dillahunt as the rapist because I see I've seen him in a lot of other things like the lead rapist uh <laughs> Krug. Lead the, <laughs> Krug and uh I, he's in a lot of other things where he's really wholesome and I was like oh and then I saw him as this rapist and I went oh what,
1: what is a serial killer in Deadwood
0: um I don't think I got that far in Deadwood I only watched like season one and a half of Deadwood and then I stopped I think. Uh, and then, uh, Aaron Paul's in there too, but, Mm -hmm. um, Jesse, and then that that guy who's just like, just like a sad crying guy in everything he's ever done, who's the kid, but, um, I was going to say, so he's got one thing that's really weird, uh, in the intro, there's like really long lingering shots of this girl putting clothes on where it shows like her, like buckling her fly and stuff like that. And you're just kind of like. But it lingers there for a long time. You're like, why are you emphasizing on this? It's like, we get it. I know she's going to get raped eventually. But it's like, why are you you putting so much time into showing this? I thought it was strange, Jared. I thought it was a strange thing for them to do. Uh, But anyways, then uh, there's, there's better setup for, I think, the things that happen. Uh, to it's a, a believable story for like what's happening to the girls and how they get put in that situation, and things of that nature. So, yeah, the remake, two mm-hmm. thousands. What do you think of uh, the movie?
1: I mean, I haven't watched yeah. it since twenty fourteen.
0: Mm, it's quite a while ago. Some home invasion action. Uh, yeah. Yeah have a home invasion, a little, uh, hmm. uh, revenge. Well, I think of the,
1: the, like when we were starting getting these, uh, remakes of rape revenge movies in the two thousands, cause there's the, I spit on your grave movies. There's mm-hmm. three of them. And I've, I've, I've seen the first two and I've seen the original. Uh, I have no real impulse to rewatch. I spit on your grave at all. Like the original one. Uh because if you want to talk about extended scenes
2: mm, one uh, of those. That is a
1: series. It's like, oh, she got raped by one group of men and then she escapes and then she finds another group who do likewise. They do it
0: they do it at two?
1: Yeah, that's kinda of like I mean I might mm. be misremembering all that, but yeah, it's it's pretty like extended. And then the payoff is she gets revenge. She doesn't just get killed and has to be like venged. <laughs> Uh, I know. Th- so there's like, so that one's like, oh, she's empowered now, <laughs> which is like such a load of shit. But then there's the Miss Forty Five. That's the movie I'm thinking of, where it's like, yeah, it, ha- it it keeps happening to her in like a single night, and then and then she goes crazy, mm. and then she and then she becomes Miss Forty Five, the, the killer nun. I mean, that it-
0: sounds fine yeah
1: it's not your thing RJ. It's...
0: i know well i mean i i honestly i also don't get with the empowering of revenge things you know like remember when we watched glass or uh what was the one before split, split. and i was like it's like i feel like this movie sends a bad message that it's good to be abused because then then it makes you empowering <laughs> it's, it's superpowers. like powers yeah and it's like i feel like that's the wrong way to approach this thing so that's what i mean too you know i'm all, all this with the grain of salt i i I realize i have my own hang-ups so i don't think anyone thought i would be a fan of these movies so i'm not gonna i'm not gonna harp on things i didn't like about it it's just yeah it's just not my bag baby it's not your bag it's just not my bag man so anyways it is what it is yeah
1: yeah, my advice: um, if you're an exploitation fin- cinema fan uh, only who like is thorough and wants to watch all these Wes Craven movies, or whatever, watch the original Last House. I guess get it out of the way. I I think it I think it ages worse as time goes on. Mm-hmm. The, the remake I've seen once, and I thought it was actually pr- pretty decent for like a nine like a two thousand nine horror movie remake. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually. And I'm surprised to actually see quite a few people I follow echo that. Hmm. But, yeah, it's, again, not for everybody. Uh, this, 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 yeah. These movies come with a big caveat. It's like, yeah, if you can't watch that type of movie, do not watch it. Like, it's just like, and that's yep. fair. I'm not going to judge somebody for, like, not being into these movies. I'm not, like, into them. I watch these movies because I find <laughs> them interesting. just take interesting. them as they are. <laughs> yeah. It's not like, I'm, yeah, I'm not going to be the. I mean, I don't watch these movies be like, oh, yeah can't wait to watch another one it's like nah. Yeah. I've got to be in the but, right I have to be in the right mindset of like this is what I'm signing up for and in yeah. my tolerance of course probably over time will get less and less uh, strong toward this type yeah. of material as, as you know you realize it's like yeah these are real things that uh, I mean I mean children get thrown again to walls and get that's very true and it's not and it's not funny um, <laughs> child abuse. Not in real life. Child abuse. Not funny, RJ. I mean, you're, I'm I'm nowhere. I'm I'm a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm not afraid to say it. You're you're anti. Uh, yeah. I'm against it. I'm I mean, against I, it. Uh, but uh, am, I, I, am I am I for <laughs> I, Max von Dow tossing a child into a wall and killing him in a movie in, 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 in yes. this like art house uh, movie that is disguising a, a rape revenge story before that was like a a genre at all. That then last house on the left was so inspired by it. it's like let's do it. But even the dirtier, and uh, then everyone went. This is money. People will turn out in droves for it. Well, there's one movie that like uh, is getting re released uh, next year. Uh, thriller, a cruel picture. Mm-hmm. Ooh boy, that's a that is a movie for you, my friend.
0: That's a wild one. Yep. See, I mean, I I understand what you're saying too. Like, I I know what you mean. You're like, yeah, you you're not in love with that stuff. It's just, it's something you watch in movies. Sometimes I get it. I think the issue is there are people who are really into that. And then you go, Oh, that's well, I mean,
1: like I, I said, mean, that's when I was watching that, uh, that documentary just like last yeah. night, uh, the wave one on mail order murder. It's like, these the act so the actors in these movies. They were talking about like, well, we've met these people who are into the, these movies where it's like women being strangled, <laughs> dragged and then dragged into the woods. You meet the people who are like into these movies, and they're just like the nicest people. They're just they're the <laughs> ones like, that
0: you see at least
1: the ones that you see. But it's like then there's like these guys are like, oh, I'm such a fan of your movies. <laughs> sign, want to yeah. sign my
0: DVD tape. <laughs> and then you go, No thank you.
1: Well they well you take their money. Well you could you you, you you gotta fleece the marks, RJ. I mean that's this is a business working at a nope. horror convention.
0: I mean just a little bit. Yeah. It's just a little bit.
1: I and mean, you can you can learn more over at uh, OnlyFans. On our OnlyFans? Well just OnlyFans in general. Well we have one too now, Jerry. Oh like, yeah. Anything's possible. It's possible. Just, just make requests.
0: Yeah, we can do it. As long as the money's right, we'll be and, fine. And
1: it's and it's it's legal in our territory.
0: Nice and legal. Nice and legal. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah uh, these you, are movies.
1: These are movies.
0: I mean, that's my takeaway, but you know,
1: right? Um, but you have no problem with war movies?
0: Nah, man. <laughs> war is fine. War is fine. At least it's uh, cons- I, I, like I mean, it. at least it's like a consensual thing where it's, it's like heroic. I I kill you or you kill me. It's not Is... consensual, though. But like, do you... well, I mean, not the guys drafted, but at least it's. Um...
1: <laughs> yeah, it's it's like it sucks. It's like yeah. super shit, and I think we're like more brainwashed to that than anything else.
0: I mean, yeah, I'd rather. I I
1: I, I kind of hate war movies. Um,
0: but I'm you gonna, love dad movies.
1: I do. I do love dad movies, but like, there's there's coming a point where like, there's certain situations where I just start going, "Oh fuck." Just like, too gratuitous what, 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 for you. No, no, it's just like the whole idea of um, killing each other. Yeah, you're always going to make the ultimate sacrifice. And go so, what? No, why? But then, but sometimes it's necessary. <laughs> you're to die for your well, freedom. It's like fuck,
0: really? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I don't think it's necessary. It's just
1: you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just a, a child of summer, RJ. Like uh, smiles
0: of summer night, like that kind of child. Yeah, like a vampire baby. I see, I
1: see. You want to hear from some people who uh, hate The Virgin Spring? Sure. Well, we've got uh, maybe a listener of the podcast. Uh, okay. Who follows us on Letterboxd. Christopher Matson, Interesting. Uh, who gave this half a star and says, this movie only served, confirm to me, the ponderousness of Ingmar Bergman. And also note that... Uh, uh, the his next viewing of this was, or his next movie he watched after this was Last House on the Left, which he gave uh, one and a half stars to. Beautiful, beautiful.
0: Uh, Chris Matson likes It's a Wonderful Life, The Thing, Amityville, The Ever Evil Escapes, and Hard Ticket to Hawaii, Jared, oh. which is a pretty premium film.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Although Chris Matson gave half star to Brokeback, which I find interesting. Because that movie's awesome. Half a star to The Exorcist 3. Get out of here, Chris. What the fuck are you talking about? Get out of here. but half a star to Hereditary and Midsommar as well. So it's kind of like... <laughs> uh, you know what I mean? He knows what I mean. What else we got?
1: Well, we've got Wintergreen. Okay. Uh, one star. Wow. This is really bad. That's it.
0: Uh, All four of Wintergreen's favorite movies are The Matrix. Uh, ratings are subjective and are only given for my benefit, i.e. to help me organize films I really like on Letterbox lists and stuff. I write reviews usually and really I'll watch just about anything. I feel like I've heard this
1: said by other people. M- multiple times? Maybe this yes. is just like a different name.
0: For Maybe. Well, the five-starred Night of the Hunter... So, you, you know, take that as you will. Mm-hmm. I mean, they don't actually, they don't really have a ton of five-star films.
2: Okay.
0: Ooh, they also half-starred Midsommar, half-starred The uh, Strange Thing About the Johnsons, which is Ari Aster's uh, other weird rape show, <laughs> uh, half star to Martyrs, and half star to a lot of the Marvel stuff, Jarrett. So, you know. Okay. okay. They got that going for them. Okay. Uh, I think this is JP.
1: Okay. One star. Not really taken with this one, and I'm not entirely sure why. Just overall kind of meh. Sven Nykvist certainly proves his mettle, though yowza. talk about the cinematography, RJ.
2: Oh.
1: Looking over it now, this is one of the few, if not the only, major Bergman that he didn't write as well. So maybe that has something to do with the disconnected feeling I get. Plus, I find the whole pagan versus Christian edition to be rather obvious and unnecessary. Get
0: out, get out, bud. Um, <laughs> this person has over two thousand five-star films. Okay. No four-star films. No two-star films. But over a thousand half-star or one-star films. How many?
1: Th- no three stars. Uh,
0: 300 three hundred three-star films. I see. Yeah. Uh, so their favorite films include things I don't I've never heard of, Sans Soleil from nineteen eighty three, Nostalgia from nineteen eighty three, The Last Days of Disco from nineteen ninety eight, and The Quince Tree Sun from nineteen ninety two. So I think it's safe to say I would not be good friends with this person. I don't think. Too many highs, too many lows, man.
1: Um so, on the next page, RJ, one more. Two stars from Mosa. Mm-hmm. Very slow moving, but without it, we would not have The Last House on the left. Oh, no!
0: Oh, no! <laughs> oh! Their favorite films include, no would you guess, The Last House on the left? Uh, <laughs> 2001, Robocop, and Jaws. So, uh, like, strange taste here. Yeah, there's, there's better
1: exploitation uh, movies.
0: They also gave five stars to Funny Games. So, you know, there's that. And then they half-starred um, Cannibal Holocaust, Forager, uh, and Christmas Vacation. Sorry, that's a five-star? one Half-star. Half-star half star to Cannibal oh, Holocaust. Oh, come on. Half-star to Christmas Can- Vacation.
1: Cannibal Holocaust is so much better than Last House on the left
0: yeah i agree as long as you can watch that animal torture free version yeah then then i agree yeah, yeah that's, that's the, the the pansy cut that's the line i draw killing <laughs> people no problem <laughs> well simulated killing of people simulated death for yeah, sure because that's the only From... way
1: we can do it in this territory well i mean rightfully so <laughs> you know what i mean you, uh, yeah wink 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 no yeah, yeah there you go well yeah, that's it any any final thoughts on the the rape trilogy
0: um not my favorite trilogy
1: no you did it yourself i didn't even tell you to watch these I, things and you did it i know I, mean, I know come on bud
0: it's just i it's you you know if i didn't do it now i never would have which i mean having nah, done it I you probably might could have just you yeah exactly could have just never watched them, but... Uh, this,
1: this is how you spend your free time, watching things you know you're going to hate that you didn't even need to. You're only contractually obligated to one.
0: I know, but I actually have time now that I can't... Usually, I don't have time to watch more movies, so I was <sighs> like, I'll do it when I, while I can. Uh, well, kid, it's, it's kids. Th-
1: kids these days. It's done. After the break... Yes. Um we're going to have a I don't know, an Odin baby.
2: Uh, a we'll, what?
1: We'll call him Odin son. And and and, then, and he'll hold Majorner.
0: Majorner? Major- Is that a kind of pasta?
1: You know you know about that Thor?
0: I know about Majorners. <laughs> yeah. I know about Con- conjorners. Yeah, you know about
1: uh Jane Foster?
0: uh yeah she lived with the gorillas in the mist right yeah yeah i know all about her
1: yeah great
0: beautiful it's jane Fossey, i think fauci i think so just just so you know they
2: call-
1: I saw her I knew she was the one she stayed in my eyes and smiled for her lips were the color of the roses
2: that grew down the river all bloody and wild
1: RJ, if you were going to be a Mm. character in an Igmar Bergman movie, which one would it be? The kid that gets tossed into the wall. (laughs) That seems a horrible way to go. (laughs) Yeah, but would you want to be alive in an Igmar Bergman movie?
0: Big laughs. Big laughs. All the kids at home go, oh! He threw that kid right through the wall. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Nah, maybe a crow. Or something like that, you know? Maybe a
1: crow. Yeah. Be a crow dude? A crow daddy? Crow
0: daddy, yes. Just like the Stephen King character. Mm-hmm. The Doctor Sleep movie. Oh, feature. God. Crow daddy. Oh, such garbage.
1: You yeah. can email us at criteriaincrease at gmail.com and uh, recommend other R&R films for RJ to watch this Christmas season. Mm. We've got a Facebook page. We're on Instagram. We're on Letterboxd. I'm Jared Duncan. He's loaf. We're on YouTube. We're on Patreon. We're on SoundCloud. SoundCloud? Stitcher? Hot Dog Tube. Oh, ew.
0: No, it's a channel just for hot dogs. iTunes. Google. Uh,
1: go- go- goggle Play.
0: Dog Tunes.
1: Dog Tunes.
0: The hot dog. Guy.
1: RJ, next week. Mm hmm. It's Spine 375 Oh, I mean, episode 375 Which means what? It means it's Laserdisc time We don't still do that, do we? Oh, we do, my friend
2: Man What's
1: next on the Laserdiscs challenge? What hasn't been re-released on the Criterion DVDs proper? Brigadoon? Brigadoon Oh, let's see here Well, we've done such such classics as A Night at the Opera. Scaramouche. Remember Scaramouche?
0: Oh, who could forget? Scaramouche.
1: The Producers. Oh, it's one of our favorites. That was was only uh, six months ago. But RJ, that brings Mm -hmm. us to Spine 45 in the Laserdisc Collection. Starring one Mm -hmm. of your favorite performers in the world. Directed by Alfred Hitchcock from 1959, North by Northwest.
0: Is that starting? Is, is that is that Cart Grant? The one and only. Is that Cart? It's Cart. It's got to be Cart. Man, doing a Hitchcock movie. That's a big. That's a big thing for us. Well, we it's not handle that.
1: It's too big, for just two, two lads. So. Oh yeah. We put out the call, and we'll be joined by a third. R. J. Are you gonna reveal who that third is? Oh, I can. I can because it's up uh, to you. It's been a moment most anticipated. I think by uh, some By fan out by, there By a, by a fan, at least At least a fan yeah. RJ, next week We're going to be joined by a real Englishman Not one of these Commonwealth knockoff New Zealanders, Australians This is like a real deal
0: From, From the land of the great Bork-
1: Borkshire or something, I don't know one From the
0: land of no sex The
1: uh, land of the Well, gray? unsensual Wow. the erotic
2: yes. However oh, you want to
1: it. We'll we'll, well, we'll hear more about that, I'm sure, in a week's time. Because Rob Eagle's coming. Oh, God.
2: Come! Oh.
0: <laughs> I like that. You could keep that going
1: for a while. Yeah. And we'll be sinking our talons into big, beefy Alfred Hitchcock and his friend Cart.
0: Yeah, I'm going to take the week off. You guys mm. go ahead.
2: No. Well, good night.
0: Yes.